Jerry Cotter, you are so low. You, I mean, you are so low that you could play handball up against the curb. <laughs> See what I mean? The old Cotter wouldn't have taken that. He's right, Mr. Cotter. If you was yourself today and Vinny said them things to you, well, you probably would have said something like, uh, hey, Vinny, you know why you don't got no freckles? Because they probably slide off. <laughs> you probably would have said, hey, Vinny, if you ever jumped off the George Washington Bridge, you'd leave a bathtub ring <laughs> all around the Hudson River. <laughs> big finish, the big finish. Hey, Vinny! <laughs> Welcome back, brothers and sisters, to another righteous installment of Weird Science DC Comics Podcast. Can I get an amen? Oh, amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Our comics recently have been cast down into a fiery hole that has also left a hole in our hearts, brothers and sisters. Oh, yes. But like the good book says, they shall be reborn or rebirthed. Hallelujah. Is the good book rebirth? What's the good book? Stuff's oh, going. Goodness uh, gracious. I'm America's sweetheart, Eric Shea. And I'm Jim Werner. And this is episode number 73 of Weird Out Loud. 73, Eric. 73. Hello. It's a milestone. Yes, a milestone. Hello and welcome to the official, unofficial podcast of WeirdScienceDCComics.com. Still, I, I don't still like have it. problems. Ed. This is for the <laughs> week of May 28th, uh, 2016, right? We are proud so. members of the Comics Podcast Network, the Weeby Geeks Network, and the Batman Podcast Network. Proud. Yes, yes, yes. You can follow us on Twitter at Weird Science DC. You can like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash Weird Science DC Comics. You can email us at Weird Science DC Comics at gmail.com. You can go to our site, look at everything, follow us there at Weird Science DC Comics. Uh, well, I almost said blogging. DCComics.com. Uh, and I just want to say our show is available. Wherever fine podcasts are found, Eric, we kind of get shoved in with the rest of those. Yeah, really. But you could go to iTunes, Eric. You could go to iTunes. Can can I go to my Zoom? Stitcher, Zoom. Fucking was that? Uh, Podcast Attic is where I get it. I get. Actually, I could just download it right from my hard drive. You can go to Podbean, and also I, I have neglected to talk about it. We are on Google Play. What is is Google Play? Google Play is just Google's answer to say Spotify. Is it awesome? I don't know. It's a you gotta let they have like a subscription. Well, it better be awesome if we're on it. We are not on Spotify though. I don't think we ever will be. Um, they well, are really that tight is on. It's a big service, but they're yeah. You're, you're really sounding not savvy. But I, I it's, am not it's at a service, all. But we you know we tend to have some uh, music on our podcast that is not licensed. <laughs> that causes some problems. But yeah, I also want to remind everyone to call our Weird Science Rant Rave Line when you get all pissed off. I should have called it today. I was pissed off all day. But you could call it at 641-715-3900 and or extension 452-328. Followed by the pound sign, do all the things, all that. We have a couple this Good week. Shit. Dancing Mike did not call in this week. I have to tell you. Out. Instead, he sent a mail there. Did he but now? We'll be getting to that in a minute. But I'll tell you, we did the 
uh, second half of the emergency podcast, the oh good, boy, the bad, and the ugly. Ever. And man, we were doing that until 5 a.m. again. I, I don't know what our plan is. It's a very bad plan. We're, we're worse planners uh, than the Riddler. In Flash, Eric. But I was boom. crying by the end. I'm looking at the sun coming. Oh, Jesse's going to stab me in my sleep. Well, then I wake up. at. Uh, we, I went to bed at probably 5.30. Kids woke yeah. up at 7. Jesus. So I'm doing this. Then I get, I'm like, okay, I want to get that up today. So I start to try to do it. We did a little new wave, funky, fresh way of doing it, and it didn't work. So it caused me a lot of issues. I was angry. But also I was angry this week. I unfortunately went to see other podcasts and their reviews i just mentioned if you guys could put put reviews up eh, i like seeing that it makes me feel good makes it feel like it's all worth it right it makes you feel good i guess but yeah yeah really so i went on and there was a lot of other reviews for these podcasts i won't mention them and there are other PC <laughs> podcasts and boy again i i really i must be paranoid again and it must be creeping in on me that happens because i read these things and when you hear things like i like you guys because that other podcast all they talk about is doggy style I'm like <laughs> oh god it's us and i get so angry because the main thing that i see on these others and these others we have you know oh, they're talking i never talk about doggy they don't listen enough to, to realize what you're talking Doggy about. Doggy style is but too fucking What simple. happens then, a lot of the times, it ends up pretty much down to the fact of I don't like those other negative podcasts. And it gets me angry all the time because, yeah, we're, we're negative enough. But we're more realistic. Yeah, uh, again, again, you were preaching earlier. I'm, I might be preaching to the choir. I might be pissing people off because a, a couple of people are like, I don't like that other podcast. That's nonsense talk. But yeah, it gets me mad because we talk about every book. And these books, I, I, do you think that these podcasts, the quote unquote, these positive podcasts ever did a Katana book? Nope. Are they, are they reviewing Clarion? And if they did and thought it was awesome, they're yeah. a bunch of yeah. fucking and liars. They're, they're liars. But yeah, they don't do, the, and so I'm done. I am now declaring that we have a rebirth. It's starting tonight, Eric. It is starting tonight. Weird Science Rebirth. Weird Science DC Comics Podcast Rebirth. From now on, I am setting the rule. I don't right. care how much work we did this week. We're going by this rule now. Fuck it. The rule is we are not going to talk about any book that me and you decide on an average is less than a 9 out of 10. That's okay. all we're going to talk about. I'm down. So tonight – one book. We got okay, Rebirth. One book. We're going to talk <laughs> Rebirth. That's it. We're going to get done at 1030. It's going to be amazing. Why? Because it's almost that now. But yeah, and we'll be done. We'll go up fucking go this with my fucking hands and out. I'll drop the mic, break it, and then we're done. Rebirth. <laughs> I wish that was the case. No, we're not going to do that. And also, I make this joke. And somebody's thinking, oh, man, they're going to do that. But why is this a six-hour podcast when they talk one book? Boy, they really go into detail. We're going to do karaoke the rest of the time. We might. That'd be fun. I need some fun. fun. I need fun. And you know what, Rebirth? So Show me the fun. Rebirth has been fun. Unfortunately, a couple of these other books are carrying over. They're God reminding me of the not fun. <laughs> it really is odd that they are carrying over. But – we do have Rebirth to talk about, and I'm going to tell you, you don't even need news sound. You have a news sound segment thing? News, news, you're going to still, news. You just keep forgetting, don't you? you no, just, I, honestly, I just, I'm, like, I'm just going to do that because I don't want to try to find a new news sound anymore. Well, I'm getting, uh, we're lazy. not going to – the news. Here's the news. Rebirth. News, Rebirth. News. Do that. Rebirth. Rebirth. Oh, my voice cracks. 
But yeah, we're going to skip the news. The rebirth is the news. So we're going to skip the news, get right to the deal. We will not skip uh, listener mail because we like that. But we're going to go and right we love to all you. now. Also, these other these reviews, they're – oh, jeez. What would you do? The, <laughs> uh, the they, fire company these for some review, reason. These other uh, the reviews on iTunes, it's all like, these people, I like when they get right to the business. And a lot of these other ones, the business is just reading the news. They don't have a fucking thought in their head. They're just – What are you talking about? we got to spend a half an hour asking each other how our weeks went. Yeah, we, we don't do that, do we? <laughs> No. I don't. I didn't think we we did it at one point. I don't sure know. Did. How was your week? I, I ate. I ate the McDonald's box today. I don't care what you, yeah, you do. And most you of the times, I, I know that the I fact they're like, so Frankie, what did you do this week? Boom, mic off. They fucking walk away. Frankie's going, I I went to the zoo and the, <laughs> the fucking monkeys threw shit at me and it was fucking awesome. That's why I don't go to the zoo, man. I don't either. Damn He's dirty apes throwing shit at you. God. Damn it, Eric. God damn it. See, that's, I didn't do it. How, how about this? Hey, what'd you do this week? I did shit. You know yeah. what I did? I reviewed comics. That's sure what did. I did. That's it. Let's get on with the mail. First mail is D-Rom. Also, D-Rom? I also want to say, a lot of these others I listen to, and I had Reggie listen to a couple, because I then I get paranoid, and I think <laughs> I'm the only one. I'm like, uh, you know that it doesn't matter. There could be, and I, you don't like giving 10 out of 10s there, but nope. if there's a podcast out there that is a 10 out of 10, and I listen to it. It's a four. Yep. <laughs> I, if it's what we do, there's no way I'm accepting it. But I'll be mad inside, deep inside. <laughs> I know, but I'll. That stinks. You I'll, should talk to somebody about these problems you're having. It's too late. It's it's over for me. <laughs> I, I try to steer my kids a different way, but most of them are just like me anyway. So the, what what I'm saying is they're awful human beings. Yes. But yeah. I know. I, um. But yeah, Reggie was listening and, and he agrees that they all stink. He thinks we stink too. So yes. it's good. We all stink. We stink on ice, Eric. Big old shit Stink test. on ice. D. Oh, I, I actually was yelling this because when Reggie went to these, he's like, boy, they really edit every line. Yep. Yep. They do. Just like us. It'd be funny if I like splice shit in. Would be uh, it's hot in this room. It's getting <laughs> hot in here already. I had the fucking uh-huh. air cranked up all day. It's just trying to. It's hot in here. Come on. I'm not taking all my clothes off. Mail. D- Hold on. Let me put uh, on the video what? first so I would do this so y'all take you all doing? my clothes off. I'm, I'm putting oh, the video on so you can see me. And, and then I'm going to take that, my clothes off. Video, do that and then sing a little thong song. And then the, uh, the thong, we don't thong, have thong, to thong. take the clothes. I don't know. D-Ron. D-Ron. We'll, we'll get to it eventually. Jim and Eric. I'm probably one of the few that stuck it out for all 12 issues of the Omega Men. No, no. That, that it Actually, I'll say to D-Ron, the people who like this book – Went gaga for it. Hell yeah. I, uh, it's not one of those. I don't get it, but all, I'm all for people having actually, fun with this. Actually, for tonight, reading it, I like I like it. Every issue I like, it just it's very quirky to me to the point where I, I'm amazed that people do like it. You know what I'm saying? I, I don't understand odd. the ending. So. It's just a little odd. Eric, war is hell. Sure is. And there's always evil in the universe. There you go. I just I just spoiled it for so you. I got to do with the military on Earth. I don't know. They, Neither do they, I. That's Stellarium. But yeah, I think that the people... Why do we need Stellarium? You just... we. Who knows? We're not in the military. The military knows. That's not for us common men. Well, maybe D-Ron no? could tell us why that's the military needs well. Stellarium. I also am one of the few who's bitching about how it ended. It's funny, too. I never read these before. I know. <laughs> so I don't know where they're going. I am a little disappointed. I was expecting something a little bit more. I, I know that... Uh, I'm not even going to look ahead, but I know that a lot of people thought Callista was going to go bad. She yeah. kind of kind did, of. but not like people were saying. I said all along she wasn't going to. I thought it was going to end very similarly to what it did. So, there. 
I def- I'm always right, Eric. I defended this title when others pooped all over it. I remember reading something in an article saying that this book was going to have serious ramifications on Kyle Rayner and the Green Lantern franchise. Never thought that myself. Did you? No, it's going to be written off completely by the end. Uh, this was around issue three. Now that it's over, Rebirth will wipe all of that away as Kyle goes back to being a green and rejoins Hal, John, and Guy in the overstuffed Hal Jordan and the Green Lantern Corps title. Don't you just love that title? I love it. With there <laughs> now being Poor six D-Ron. Earth Lanterns in the Green Lantern Corps, but I'll tell you, there might be a reason. It's safe to say that Sexer, Sexer, Section 6, fucking, what am I saying? Sector 2814 has a, what is that? Our fucking rant and one has its own miniature core. Six lanterns is way too many. Sure it's is. funny because Jeff Johns agrees because he mentions it seven times in, hilarious. in Rebirth and also in the thing coming up and in Justice League. I am not suggesting killing people off. I do think they're going to thin the herder. Kill off I John. Just, I just wish DC would play to its strengths in regards to its characters. Here are my suggestions. Keep Baz and Cruz in the Green Lantern's book. I agree. Yes. At some point, DC needs to rename that other book to Green Lantern Corps. Uh, you, it's just how Jordan's the name. That's all it is. It is a, it is the Green Lantern Corps book. I'm it, telling you, you look at Green Lanterns and like at first when I first saw when they announced Green Lanterns, I didn't even see the S. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I'm thinking it's going to be the Hal Jordan book and then I see Hal Jordan and the, and the Green Lantern Corps. I'm like, okay, so they don't want people to think that Hal Jordan's over here when he's actually there. over yeah, here. Think. Um, Maybe, I, I don't know. I'm a fucking remember, idiot. I was right on when I said that the S meant that Jessica Cruz had a split personality with Power Ring, and they, yeah, I'm right on, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> At some point, you, you know, said that, say, you fucking dope. No. I did say that way back. <laughs> that was way back. Have guy, uh, He wants to have Guy Gardner become a rogue Red Lantern again after so the, uh, the Green Lantern Corps. I do not. Mm. I loved him as a Red Lantern. I think now it would be like trying to grab you know an old girlfriend that doesn't love you anymore. Uh, you know, I don't but, need her for love. It just, I'm telling you, it just seems like that's old hat. People would yell. Like, oh, uh, I don't know what he's going to say. ran out of ideas. I don't have D-Ron's mail here, but keep fucking Kyle as a white, turn fucking uh, guy have into a Kyle red, and kill off the, John. Have Kyle remain the sole white lantern. Yep. That's the next one. You could have Even Kyle though we have a core guy. out there. You can have Kyle and Guy pop into either book every so often, and they would stand out since DC doesn't think that they can carry their own books. Hal and John would remain the co-stars of the Green Lantern Corps book. I, I really did like John and Guy. In the oh, yeah. early Green Lantern core book, but everybody would be happy for the most part, but somehow I don't think that DC gives two fucks what I think. I know you guys are sick of me bitching about all this. I'm not <laughs> sick of it, but it really so we do all chaps week. my ass that I think DC will be leaving some money on the table by not playing to their character strengths. In my opinion, Guy and Kyle were at the height of their popularity when the Guy was a Red Lantern and Kyle was a White Lantern, and that is true, but you, they're changing it up a little. I know. I really like Kyle as a green, but I would say keep him as a white just to get rid of all the green lanterns we have on Earth. I would say kill off John because at this point he's just the least interesting green lantern to me from Earth. So leave it as Hal, Jessica, and Simon. Those are our Earth battle lanterns. Let me just tell you, I think that there's more uh, Earth lanterns because the ring kind of senses some shit going down, Eric. I think there's a big war coming up. I need to calm down before I choke the fuck out of Ann Coulter and watch her stupid eyeballs pop out of her ridiculous eye sockets. Watch out there. That's nasty. I don't like Ann Coulter. (laughs) Uh, But enough about that. I thoroughly enjoyed DC Rebirth number one this week. I'm not much of a Flash fan, 
though the dialogue and interaction between Wally and Barry looked like something out of a well-made film. I can still see those panels in my head. They were so well done. With the recent news that Jeff Johns will now be working more closely than ever to the DC film industry, it gives me hope that all may not be lost. Regards, D-Ron. It's funny because you would think that you would go around. Yeah, again, I'll mention these other goddamn podcasts. Uh, a lot of them just deal with the TV and the yeah, movies. The movies. They are probably fucking skipping to their loo. Skip to my loo. Uh, you know, about that uh, thing about Jeff Johns. Yet we're like, oh, no. No, come yeah, back we, to me, John. talk about the Jeff, comics. Fucking uh, Johns. Yeah, Jeff. Uh, we, we're upset because he's kind of leaving us now and going to them. I think he's he's a guy of many talents, Eric. Many, That's the thing. I'm like, I love talents. movies and I love TV. Give me yeah. back my comics. So. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and it, uh, here's what I, I like comics as the base. And then uh, – the others is the treble, Eric, because I'm starting a band now. Nice. That's all I'm talking about. Now, I, I like comics. You, These characters are made in the comics. Uh, that's why I like them to be the strongest, and then you and build from always, there. You have a strong foundation. They will always work better in the comics because we don't have to rely on CGI or practical yeah. effects to make it work. Yeah. And, and like, hopefully it looks good on screen, but well, again, we don't need that for and comics. We're kind of yelling, and they pretty much – a lot of people have talked about this and, and gone on to maybe somewhat prove it as much as you can. But uh, people who love comics – uh, there's a, a lot of people who love movies that have never read a comic it's and true. love all the comic movies. So it, it, I really, it doesn't affect you. You have a slight, you know, obviously the people who love the comics are going to go to the movies, but a lot yeah. of people, well, the movies, they don't go to the comics. But I don't know. There's ways to do it, though. DC has to get on the trolley. You hand out comics before that movie, shit like that. Maybe make an app, Eric. An I, app. I'm tired of hearing about this You have a app. commercial no. for this app during the shows and the movie. In the movie, you have Batman using the app hey, to hey, read a Superman no. comic. Hey, how about this? What is those things called before the trailer? Is that like Regal's first look? Yeah, or oh, I hate those things. I'm saying, though, have the app talked about there. Yeah, that you would. Have the app there. Have Batman show up in the fucking Batmobile. He's using that app, and he crashes because you're not supposed to use that app in the car. You know, back when I worked in a theater when I was a kid, I thought we were pretty high tech because we had a slideshow go through before the goddamn movie started with, like, really? movie trivia. Well, in my, uh, when I was a kid, I thought I used to go and you'd put your ha- head up to the mirror thing and you'd crank it and you'd watch like a guy on an old time bike. A Nickelodeon, yeah. <laughs> yes. Uh, next mail, J Man. J Man, who was responsible for that emergency podcast yesterday. God damn J Man. J Man says, Hey, Jim, what's up, Eric? What's up, J Man? Rebirth is here and I was definitely, it was definitely worth the wait. This week, I started reading DC Universe Rebirth first and then realized that it was spoiling some of the big reveals. Sure was. I did that too. Yeah. Uh, I tried to spell it out to everyone, and they did say in there. Yes. But some people. But the just thing don't. is, I had to review that before anything else. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, God damn it. Yep. So I went back to Justice League and was moderately impressed. Uh, J-Man's right on with us. You know what I mean? Because I would say that's what I was with Justice League as well. Yeah. I really, I think when I first read it, it the pomp and circumstance of it really blew me away. And then when I actually sat down and read it again, I was moderately impressed. There were too many, listen to this, there were too many crazy, spectacular moments from my sure taste were. in one issue, but it definitely uh, delivered overall. But I had a couple of issues with he just, it. He just did my goddamn review, and he yep. sounds like he's going to continue. After the chair told Bruce there were three jokers, why didn't he ask the chair for all three of their names? <laughs> I, I, I really don't even think that that matters. I think that uh, I would say that's like the ping, ping, ping. Three, what the fuck are you talking about, chair? Hey, fuck you. That's yeah. what I said. What, what the nonsense is that? 
<sighs> and really, too, they, they drop that bomb and then it's the fucking three panels into rebirth. They have to throw that in. It really felt forced. Uh, the reasoning I could think for not asking this question as a follow-up is that the more uh, answers Bruce got from the chair on a particular topic, the more painful it became, like taking a massive shit and finding it difficult to get that last bit out. It's what? Worse. He said, nah, I'm t- mine just goes free. Like a freaking faucet. I so thought, where I thought there was a piece of metal in mine the other day. I'm just sitting there. I'm like, metal. Why is it feeling like this? Why is my asshole ripping? I don't understand. Uh, when I was a kid, I cried. Jim, time I had one. I one time I had a, a crap and I had peanuts in it, and it tore a, a, me a new ass, as they say. Yeah. And I'm telling you, it looked like. Remember in the Avengers, that bomb. It was the bomb that, that Tony took out, right? Right. It looked like that with all spikes and shit. It's fucking dangerous. Fucking stuff. And then you had to go to the doctor. Still like, you're sexually no, active. I fucking yelled at Pepper. Said, oh, I love you, Pepper. And then I fucking Pepper was my dog. It had nothing to do with the Avengers movie. And Pepper was my dog. See, Eric, it all ties in. So sure where did the anti-life equation go? I will tell you. This, I'll spoil you a little of my thing. I really can't grip that anti-life equation. It really throws me off. Do I have to read uh, Gary no, Morse's explanation? No, it's not even that. Here? Just the concept of it. It just – I cannot – I'm too dumb. Hey, dude, I'm going to talk about some of it when we get to the Just League review. I just cannot wrap my head around it enough. So when I read – it's like when I used to be a kid and I'd read the Lord of the Rings books. And they'd have, oh, the Nazgul of the Schlenk and – I I'd never – it was okay. You never I read just, Lord of the Rings, did you? No. Oh, yeah, I did. But <laughs> I'm I joking just, with you. I wouldn't even like try to even sound the words out. I'd oh, yeah. It, okay, I'd go on. All right, that's this all is nonsense. Yeah, nonsense. that's why I'm with this. I'm like, okay, uh, I'm not going to get this. I'm too old to get this anti-life equation. I'm out. <laughs> just tell me what happens because I, I have it in my notes tonight. I have the things. I don't even know why they happen. And I don't think I ever will. You know, no. I'm still here. I'm still confused by the anti-life equation altogether. I think everybody is. Is it energy that can be absorbed by certain people? Is it an equation that somehow uh, someone can solve and be imbued with powers? Who is leading the? I don't know. We'll get to it. Yeah. Who is leading the charge in apocalypse now that dark side is gone? Lex. I don't yes. understand why Lex is there anymore. Not because he has a people to rule. Yeah, he has the people, but he doesn't. Know I don't know how it's going to play in the rebirth, but now he got there. Did he? I, well, did he boom we had, out? He we had a bunch have, of the. He did have a box with him, yes. but he's not. He doesn't have the power anymore. No, and if, I'm telling you, we had Barter there and all them. Hey, uh, can I catch a ride? And they're like, ask, gas or grass. I guess ask, gas or grass, Lex, and then Lex freaking pulled down. You'll get it. He pulled down his power suit and off they went. Then I read the rest of DC Universe, uh, Universe Rebirth and loved it. Yep. I like how they resolved the Pandora storyline. Pandora, <laughs> you were such a bad idea to begin with, disintegrated. I love that too. I, and when I read it, because I read it before you, well, yeah. so hard because I'm like, yep, there she goes. Because we just there. talked yeah, about it. So angry good, about bad, it. And like, I hope it gets resolved. Yeah, it got resolved all right. Now is that I think somebody's at your house to pick you up now. We're fucking bad people. I don't know how I feel about Wally West returning. I'm a Barry fan. I still don't want to see hundreds of speedsters running around the Flash series. Uh, yeah, he's have you read the solicits? Be, he's going to be in Titans and stuff, too. Oh, I'm saying, but, yeah, though. Oh, and that, they're going to have their own issues there. Yeah, the <laughs> solicits with the uh, wave of speed force or whatever it's called. Godspeed? Um, really, if you were going to pick any other character, that character is picked because it, he was such a loved character that rebirth pretty much disintegrate, you know, Tony, got rid was, of. That's he was why the flash between like 1986, I want to say, to 2008. Yeah, he, he was a lot of our primary flash. I was actually reading Flash Rebirth, and I watched, I read the uh, the forward, and the guy mentioned the forward. It was like 25 years. 
That's creepy yeah, to me. And it was creepy. So creepy. He was the Flash all through me again, growing you up. Just, all you have to do is think about Rebirth, and all you have to do is get in your head is that whatever they think, and Jeff Johns in particular, thinks that people were upset about, you're going to get. In, in at least Pretty that. much. And at least a hint of it being better, and that was that's Wally. People love Wally. I love Wally. Yeah, I'm telling. It, it's if Hal was still gone, he would have been back. It, it would have been him right with him. They would have been yeah. fucking traipsing around. I also have no interest in seeing Abnett continue with his convoluted story in Titans with Wally West, and I'm hoping that uh, his real story is going to happen now. That's what so I, do I. Yeah. Um, Titans I, Hunt was something weird that had to happen. It seemed like, but yeah, but, but nothing really happened. That's yeah, the problem. I don't know how to describe uh, it, it really. really. If I asked you right now. If you didn't have any of that Titans Hunt and then you read Rebirth, it wouldn't have changed anything, right? No, I'm telling you, we Rebirth. could have Titans Hunt right now since Wally's back yeah. and he could be the catalyst instead yep. of this he goddamn pretty crew. Them. He could have went to them and that could have been the beginning because still everybody's going on and these people thought it was going to be a reboot. It's not. No. And you're still in that point as all the, the whole time. Wally keeps saying, I need to get this person so we could warn people. Yeah. People don't know yet. And I guess that Titans book is going to be the start of that. I don't know. Everything's up in the air. Who knows? Uh, and as for the villain behind the curtain in DC Universe Rebirth, who was it? Was it Dr. Manhattan alone? Was it Osmondias, Dr. Oz, and Manhattan working together? You guys have to check out the article on Gotham Spoilers on who was to blame for the New 52. You know what? I, you, people, if they want to go to Gotham Spoilers, they can. I, I really don't think that there's any theory that's right. I think that – and to me right now – it it's not it's nothing right now. No, it won't be. It's not. It's a uh, thing that's dangling out there so that you're interested and it explains some things. I don't really think that that's going to come into play much. Right if, now we right have Doctor Manhattan because we, from what we've seen, it is obviously Doctor Manhattan. And besides for that, that's the only plot thread we need. Yeah, and the moving only thing, forward, the only thing that I will still say, it is odd at the same time that they're in the in uh, Justice League that they're picking off the crime syndicate, and then all of a sudden the Watchmen are there. It's very yeah. odd. And yes, in the at the end of uh, Justice League, we really do think that uh, Owlman gets killed by Doctor Manhattan, oh, or at least the the uh, knowledge of Doctor Manhattan might even do it because it's so awesome. Eric. I think he shows up and blasts them, but. If they start using Dr. Manhattan as a villain or Ozzy as the villain manipulating Manhattan, the, continu uh, the continuity will get even more murky, in my opinion. I really don't think that they're going to go that route. I think that that was just something to throw out there. It, it will come into play eventually. I just think right now. It's going to be a while. The thing is, you have to remember this rebirth is to get everything back to the nuts and bolts, the meat and potatoes and things like that. Oh, and that that's not shit. part of the meat and potatoes. And really, to me, it was a symbol of what went wrong in Jeff John's mind of comics. That, uh, that's really what it was. 1985 to 1989. And it, it's a, destroyed us all and put us on this fucking dark I, path. I have more to say later because it's odd. Uh, it is funny that they don't care about fucking, uh, you know, upsetting Alan Moore. Yeah. <laughs> they nothing about nobody the cares about night. upsetting Alan yeah, Moore. They, they don't want to upset that that fucking cash cow. They have a fucking money fucking bank with that Dark Knight. So they're not blaming that or the movies or anything like that or the people who yelled for the Dark Universe. But here we go. Alan Moore was Watchmen. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's yeah. it's easy to to blame him because he hates them anyway. He's never going to work with them, so blame him. As far as I'm concerned, because that's who I think they blame. He blamed yeah. Alan Moore. That's it. As far as I'm concerned, Watchmen occurred in a total separate universe that should not be commingled with 
the disorder that is the general DC universe. Otherwise, I thought DC Universe Rebirth was a great proclamation from Jeff Johns to rescind the grievances of the New 52, five-year timeline to hell with legacy characters to hell with the original JSA, no marriages or kids for superheroes except Animal Man, etc. Yeah. Uh, now it's not up to Johns to keep the proclamation promise up to the fans. It's up to the upcoming creative teams. This is where I still have my doubts. By the way, I've decided to pick up Superman. My only hope is that Tomasi and Gleason give us a Superman that has flaws. I like the idea of reading about a Superman who not only has the weight of the world on his shoulders, but also has to worry about how his superheroing will affect his wife and son, especially his son. What I don't want to see is a perfect Superman making all the right choices and doing everything right. I want to see him fuck up. Imperfection and missteps is what makes the superhero feel relatable. Is he talking about truth? Yeah. I'll, I'll tell you, though. Steps, so I think, I, I you think, definitely uh, want to check out Superman Rebirth. I'll yeah, tell you that. Yeah, it is. It's good. Overcoming these missteps. I mean, we're not allowed to talk about that, Eric. I'm, no, I'm allowed to suggest people to look, read it. I know. I'm sure that that's Read it up. Thing. Yeah, Everybody. It is good. Overcoming these missteps in the end is what will make Tomasi Superman a good read if he decides to go that route. Only time will tell. The only thing that bothers me a little, it bothers me with this whole thing about, uh, you know, you aren't who you think. Like, already you're fucking yeah, with things. Weird. Why are you fucking with things right off the bat? I don't understand that. But uh, that's all for now. Keep up the good work and see you in seven, says J-Man from Monterey. Thank you, J-Man. Next one is Dancing Mike, Eric. What's up, Dancing Mike? Hello, Jim, Eric, Reggie, and Chris. Reggie and Chris here? They might, they might be, be somewhere. Tuck holding in there. It's Dancing Mike. First of all, I apologize that my voicemail last week was so long. He doesn't have to. I, I, I think I messaged him back, and I said, no, I liked it. I, and people, boy. Well, we put a cap on it after uh, that, though. I'll let you know, Mike. That you were the talk of the town. <laughs> I, got, I got like 80 messages about Mike. And not all, uh, some of them were, you know, not so positive, but most were positive. They yeah. think he's hilarious. I just get a bit worked up over Scott Snyder's Batman fuckery. I'm not a big Snyder fan anymore. Or uh, does it show? Yeah, I think fuckery yes. uh, is definitely. Anyway, while I was spouting a lot of, of venom over Snyder, I think the hate award last week has to go to Rocky. And yeah, man ship's mad at you, Rocky. He pretty much summed up my feelings about the New 52 DCU as a whole. I think the part about everyone in the New 52 being pricks was an especially good observation. Characters that were funny or witty pre-New 52 all just turned into snarky, sarcastic, egotistical assholes instead of funny. I think that during the New 52, the DC stood for dickhead comics. Your mileage may vary. Now, the other thing, it's weird when they said that, and I did listen to Ra. I know you don't even know what we're talking about. Not a clue. But... um. I do think that it really pointed out the lack of humor in regular books where uh, you had to actually have a book. that Oh, that's the funny book. That's the like, funny book. You know book. what I mean? Oh, Keith Giffen's here? And then yeah. I'll get, and Keith, Keith needs some work? Okay, grab him. We're having the funny book. But uh, that's why I think that Grayson 16 was such a great issue. Yeah, because it was so we haven't much had something fun. like that so and, yeah, goddamn long. That, and really, before when they wanted time, to do something like that, we got Bizarro and Batmite miniseries. Yeah, yeah. but all of a sudden, in, in a regular book, you had some humor. Oh, fucking sakes alive. <laughs> After listening to the Rebirth Emergency podcast number one, the Funyun Menace. I Funyun Menace. You That's like Funyuns? I sometimes. I hate them. I realize the main reason Jim doesn't have as much of a problem with the New 52 is probably because he didn't have a strong connection to the characters in the old continuity. It's re- that's true. Very Since true. he jumped on at the start of New 52. I said it. I, I am not upset about anything that happens because this is pretty much my first real quote unquote crisis. So it, it's, I'm not one of those guys who's going to yell like, Oh my God, you're changing up again. I, I love the New 52. Um, but I'll, I'm the first to say it, it went off the rails. Hell yeah. It went off bad, bad. 
While the pre-Flashpoint universe wasn't perfect and had its share of problems, the wholesale overhaul of the New 52 fixed so many things that weren't broken and was so poorly managed that anyone who had invested time into these characters was bound to be pissed off. And they made, they really did, uh, you know, make a bet that they were going to get more people jumping on that would jump off. That's all it was. Uh, they thought that they'd get that number ones and stuff like that. And, and they did. I, I was in and you were back. I was back. It was awesome. I hadn't read Reggie. comics in a couple of years at that point. Yeah. Like, Reggie. actually, well, I jump. I was off for a little bit, then jumped back on for uh, Blackest Night. No, I, I, yeah, I guess it was Blackest Night. Cause I, maybe a little bit of the Sinestro Corps War before that, but Blackest Night brought me back, and then I was out again for a while until the, a year after the New Fifty Two. Yeah, you asked Reggie. Reggie uh, always says to me that he thinks the New Fifty Two like spawned ninety percent of the DC Comics and and you know these podcasts and websites and whatnot. Yeah, yeah. If they had started all over and wiped away the previous continuity, it might have been better. But trying to keep uh, some things in continuity, especially Batman events such as Killing Joke and Nightfall, while also imposing the ridiculous timeline restraints on the new continuity, was destined to fail and fail spectacularly. And it did. Sure did. So, Led so, me to years and years yes, of yelling yes. at people for stuff oh, they yeah, didn't you, understand. That's the thing. It brought you back, but then it, it fucking pissed you off. You, you couldn't get your head into it because you get – That's called being a fanboy, Jim. Yeah, well, you also just <laughs> – you, you get tied up on things. And an so, asshole. I, yes. I, re, I read the Rebirth special and all the while every time Wally mentioned that somebody stole 10 years from us and stole the love and legacy, I kept thinking, yes, and his name is Didio. <laughs> Not sure how I feel about the Dr. Manhattan. It would be funny at the end. It is Stan the deal. He's standing there. <laughs> Just standing there like, <laughs> I'll reserve judgment until I see how it plays out. And I see and see if they actually fix anything other than bringing Wally back. And you thought my voicemails were long. Last point, I promise. Now, I will say before that we have, you know, we kind of alluded to it already. We, we did get some of these uh, rebirth the next weeks and uh, yes. even uh, Wonder Woman. And I said it before, these Rebirth number ones, I don't think that these, again, I, like I said about Rebirth special, it, this isn't going to set, you know, five years uh, game plan up. Yeah. Uh, the big things I think are going to be when the regular books start out. Uh, from what I read, these Rebirth specials kind of continue what Rebirth set down of a tone. Yes. And a, hey, look. We know what you want. Stuff like that. You know what I mean? It's not like you're going to get these uh, Rebirth number ones and go, oh, my God, I know what's going to happen in Batman for the next five years. Shit is fucked up. And they've changed everything. It's going to be amazing. Yeah, and, uh, you know, no, it, it's, it, a, it's a tone. It's a tone setter. It, you, you'll read it. And, and you'll appreciate part, it. Yeah, and for the most part, I'll tell you, for the most part, all of them, you get a good feeling. If you yeah. are there, you're like, okay, yeah, okay, I get it. And I think people will enjoy it. Uh, but then it's some people, it's just going to be the same. These are still just going to be stories. It's all going to go down the strength of the story, not the universe. <sighs> I love the DC universe, but a lot of the comics I do too. are garbage. I, I said, even when I wasn't a comic fan, the reason the New 52, it just it finally allowed me to get on the train. I punched my ticket, got yeah, on right. the train, because these were always the characters that I thought we, were the best. They're the world's greatest superheroes. Yeah, and me and you even talked before we even had the site, and at one point we were trying to see – if Batman's rogues gallery was better than the whole Marvel universe. Villain. And the answer was yes. Yes, it was yes. Uh, I was thinking about how the new 52 totally fucked any corporate synergy that the comics could have had with Batman v Superman Dawn of Justice. While it was definitely a different, darker take on hero on the heroes, the movie still retained the essential essences of the characters. Now, you're going to spoil this. I still haven't gonna seen say it. it. <laughs> Jim, so let's say little Eric or little Jim, who I, little Jim does not go to the movies. 
Or actually, I used, to go see, I used to, I was thinking of it today because it comes up in the Batgirl. I used to go see the Sinbad movies and they were like, they must have been like a dollar. Yeah. Uh, and they, in Hapro, where we both grew up. And they must have just played those on Sunday. Because yeah, these Sunday were, matinees. These were years past ever being in the movie theater. They were, they were amazing. not new. And I used to go and I used to love those. So did I. But here I am. I, I don't really go to the movies much. You or even adult <laughs> Reggie. So Batman v Superman decided, hey, I like these characters. I might want to buy some comic books with these characters in them. So little Eric gets his mom to take him to the comic book store. I think you'd be walking. Your mom wouldn't take you. And uh, take every book. once in a while, when I was a kid, like every three months, yeah. I might be able to con her into taking me. And then it'll be like her looking at her watch the entire time as I went through the back issues. Yeah, my mom didn't drive. So uh, if anybody, we were all walking. But that's that's not here nor there. And you know what? She never should have learned to drive because I really don't think she ever learned to drive. She <laughs> Pass the test of engine. You know she flunked the test seven times. They they should put a cap on that. They shit. should put a cap. You on know that. what I'm saying? When you get to like the, I chose fail, not to drive for safety reasons. She's gonna kill everyone. She's the worst. And you know she blamed me. And this was I already had a license. Like she did this late in the game, mm-hmm. and she blamed me because I didn't teach her. <laughs> teach you? What are you teaching me, Ma? Teach me about life, mother. Life. Hello, mother. <laughs> Take a look at the current Batman and Superman comic books, and he finds a Superman that has no powers and no secret identity, and a Batman that is Commissioner Gordon in a robo bunny suit. Yeah, they, they did too much at one time. And all the way. too soon. And also, uh, you know what I'm saying now? We, we kind of alluded to this as well. We're, we're alluding to everything, Eric, um, in the, the emergency podcast. It's a shame that they didn't use that detective. I even said to you, but now that I think of it, it's a shame they didn't have a book that was an alternative to that. You know, you have, like we said, the, uh, the truth should have been action comics and Superman, and then you get Superman Wonder Woman. You still have a Superman that people can say, oh, there's where you go. Almost like when they had all those Batman books and they had the Dark Knight book. Yeah. That was not great, but it was an alternative where you had some wacky villains. You had Clayface, fucking Mad Hatter. Bang. Shit like that. There was, yeah, there was always an alternative, and they really screwed it where you, you had to do what they wanted. They were forcing you into it, but boy. Yeah, and he uh, says, uh, DC's telling people, if you want to find more stories like Batman v Superman, be, sh- be sure to check out this graphic novel from 30 fucking years ago, and they don't even have to do it. Wow, I, wow, just wow. I threw in that app thing, Eric. I was going to say, don't I'm fucking talk about the app anymore. My soapbox, that is my big thing. That it's all app, I've heard about for two it weeks. It needs You, uh, the guy we talked to at DC, fucking the guy probably blocked me by now. I fucking <laughs> yell at him all the time. Where's this app? You leave him alone. Yeah. So I will not miss the new 52 DCU. I just hope that DC Editorial can finally get their heads out of their asses and make DC Comics fun again. As always, I enjoy the podcast immensely. Thanks for taking so much time to keep us all entertained. Still in a bad mood tonight. I really am. Till next time. This, uh, here we go. It's so funny. Y- you'll know what this is. I have no fucking clue. Uh, the sword in the darkness, the watcher on the walls, the fire that burns against the cold, the light that burns the dawn, the horn that wakes the sleepers, the shield that guards the realm of men, Eric. I, I actually thought that was a Cinderella song. Like, God damn it. That's from Dancing it, Light. You know that, what it is, right? Is that Game of Thrones? It's Game of Thrones. I looked okay. it up. I actually either thought that that was a uh, fucking, uh, uh, goddamn, uh, some heavy metal song. It's I like really Megadeth did. Megadeth all of a sudden? Uh, Megadeth. I, I was actually thinking more of like a, uh, Iron, uh, Iron Maiden. That, that's that, actually, that's what I was thinking of instead yeah, of Pantera. Yeah. Doesn't that sound like an eye? Like, the sword of the darkness. Run to the hills. Run to. Okay. I'm not singing tonight. I'm in a bad mood there. Bad mood. Maddie in a good did. mood, goddammit. You want to hear this? This is now, this is a guy who is in and out 
before you even know it, Eric. Like you with Jess every Friday night. Here's Maddie hey, D. Maddie D says, blue is terrible. Pink is awful. The best freeze pup is red. Cherry. Love Maddie. <laughs> I had no Boom. idea what we were talking about. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. He no, likes, he's, I agree, though. Blue is red. terrible. No, blue is not terrible. I quizzed everybody. I went to the supermarket today. I you talked to seven talk to million people. I said, hey, what, what's the best color of uh, freeze pups? Blue. They're like, actually, one guy smacked me right in the fucking face. The fucking you ask me stupid questions like that. Blue. And then he walked away. You talk Blue. to anybody, I'm calling bullshit. I never talked to anybody. And if you do, somehow their fucking father or mother just you died and they're going to tell you about it. You hear how bad I am? I'm, I went to Aldi today, and if anybody hasn't gone there, it's one of those where you have to put a quarter. You got a super card, right? You have to put a quarter. No, you don't need a card. You put a quarter in the, the, um, Cart. Cart. Yeah, cart return thing. So you go there. I go to my car and I take my groceries out, put it in the, in the car. And then I go back. Now the problem is when people see you going back with that cart and they want a cart, they'll often come to you and say, Hey, here, I'll give you a cart. I don't even want that interaction. I went and I saw this lady. She was hovering. She saw me. I turned around and went back to my car and pretended I, I, Groceries that didn't exist, Eric. They were invisible groceries oh that I was pretending to put in my car while I was looking over my shoulder until she was done. I'm then telling you, we're, she got at a some cart. point, I think we're going to become agoraphobes. We're never going to leave the fucking I, house. I, but you know what? That's what I want. That's what I a want. A lot too. of times, like these agoraphobes, you know, you hear this, oh, I'm on fucking Oprah. Of course, they're calling in. Yes. Yeah. They're not leaving the fucking house. Oh, Oprah. I can't get it. Is Oprah on TV still? Oh, Oprah. Oh, fucking, what's her name? Fucking Ellen. Oh, Ellen. I can't leave the house. Oh, it's it's so upsetting. Fuck that. Why do you want to leave the house? Everything's Terrible here. shit out there. Everything's here. This podcast is actually mere. This is our interaction for the week. It is. Yes, it is. Manship says, hey, bros. Originally, I was going to send an email ripping the douchebag who called in last week complaining about the new 52. That's <laughs> rocky. <laughs> I want to set up like a boxing match. We should appear at a convention, and we're going to get these people to box. You You want to do that? Yeah, well, and, uh, it sounds like you, a lot of work. And you know who else is going to be there? Yui Bowl. That guy. Yui Bowl. He wants to box everybody. Boxes everyone. And I'll just tell him. I'm like, I did not like that, uh, what, fucking House of the Dead? He'll punch me right in the face. Fucking Blood Rain was garbage. All his movies are garbage. I don't Originally. even know if Yui Bowl did that, but it was garbage. Uh, you know what? That's the problem. When you make shit like he does, you're just going to get tagged with any uh, video game adaptation. That's yeah. Sucks. Fucking what, what happened to fucking Slater? He was in that, right? Not if you know what I'm know. saying. What's his name? AC? Uh, Christian Slater, not Slater. Christ, I think Christian Slater. <laughs> I think no, that Christian was, Slater uh, was in the Alone dark. in the Dark. Yeah, he did that too, I say. Slater. Hey, mama. <laughs> I hate it when he said that. Did I ever, did I tell you about that one point? I think it, it was, uh, either Brandon or Paul sent me a message. Uh, hey, mama. And the, accidentally was meaning to send it to their wife. What are you fucking channeling Slater over there? <laughs> fucking, you got that pink fucking tank top. Originally, I was going to send in a mail ripping the douchebag who called in last week complaining about the new 52 and convergence when he hadn't even read the books. Well, so that's nonsense. But something happened this week called rebirth. And I've forgotten about any anger that I had. Why am I so angry? I, too, like Mr. Jim, started reading DC Comics with the New 52, so I've not been around for a big event. Although I'm not familiar with this Wally West, Watchmen was my favorite comic book movie. Can't wait to hear Jim and Eric and the rest of the guys talk up this. Honestly, this I do not. I do not understand how people can hate the Watchmen movie. I think it actually took everything the Watchmen he had and it. made it better. 
Yeah. I'm talking, I hear people talk shit on that goddamn movie all the time. I yeah. love that fucking movie. It's, it's because it's And such there's a no goddamn comic. squid vagina monsters. Yeah. Well, it's such a, a loved franchise, the, the books, that people the are... The squid vagina monsters of, were always the worst when I read people it. People are always going to bitch and moan. Oh, it's like me watching Preacher this week. Oh, this is not like my Preacher. Oh, he doesn't have sunglasses on. I'm fucking out. Cassidy. I'm out. <laughs> Reading comics without hearing. Hey, asking. stop laughing at, at your own jokes, Eric, because that's another thing that we get bashed on. Always laughing at each other. Oh, oh yeah. goodness gracious. God forbid we're like a rebirth and want to bring the fun back, Eric. The fun. Reading comics without hearing their comments and opinions are not really comics. To the best damn podcast in the uh, podcast verse, really? keep up the great work, you guys. That's you. You. Th- <laughs> Yeah, oh, enthusiastic manship. I thought it was like euthanized manship. It just get dark. <laughs> Words are hard. Yes, the next one is Brandon. Next and last. Brandon says, what's up, fellas? This won't be very long this week because it's hot as hell in the BLO today. Sounds like a rap song. So yeah. I'm going to go enjoy some of the stays, uh, some of the day after work by the waterfront with the kiddo. Yes, believe it or not, the snow has finally melted up. Uh, I said, at Buffalo, it, it's hot there. It's fucking 42 here, so we'll probably have a few days of sunshine before the leaves fall back off the tree and it all comes back again. Right? I actually got into a fight with my girlfriend today because I went out to get some drinks and I was dreading it because I hate the summer and I hate the heat. And yeah. Jessica spent all winter, actually she spent the entire goddamn our relationship telling me how much she hates the winter. She wants summer to come. And then she, she likes it hot. Everybody. No, and the thing is, I've associated the summertime with my girlfriend now. And, it just and I actually summer. told her today in the car that I hate you because yeah. it's summertime. Yep, you hate her. We had a lot of problems this morning. That's crazy. And then she's like, well, don't associate me. I can't help it. You fucking yeah. did this to uh. me. I actually don't mind the heat. We're breaking up I was, soon. I was bitching. I was bitching that this room is is burning hot. Yeah. I definitely prefer the heat over the cold. Not and me. my wife gets mad because uh, right here I have two coffees that I all when we have a break I'm heating these bitches up. Oh yeah. Fucking piping hot. And also I took two showers today. Burning hot air. Yeah, you can't breaking. take cold showers. Fuck no. That is torture. I cannot take a. It is. I can't take a cold shower. I, I will cry and then kill myself. We've had long conversations about this no, for I some reason. I cannot stand it. I can't. I. I just can't. No. No. So we'll probably have a few days of sunshine. Who's talking? Oh, the train all comes back. Yes. Random buffalo fact from last summer. There was literally a snow pile off the throughway last year that uh, lasted through the entire summer. It never melted. That's fucking insane. I, it's fucking up. Goddamn buffalo. Buffalo is fucked up. Fucked up. Why do you think they like those hot wings? Because <laughs> they're you, delicious. Keeps your belly warm. Now this was a combination of having a shit ton of snow. You mean there's buffalo winter. wings? Yeah, yeah. Did I just say hot wings? Hot wings. <laughs> yeah, the hot wings. Buffalo wings. Yeah. yeah. You're at the fucking steam cellar or whatever the fuck that place is called. And a super shitty summer last year, but it was uh, fucking depressing to look at in June and July. I just every day I'd go and piss on that fucking thing until it melted. I think today is actually hotter than any day we got last summer at all. So we're getting off on the right foot this year at least. My kids got – we got their um, pool passes today. Right. Freaking not cheap. I'll no, tell you that. have been bitching about it for years. God damn it. It's freaking – they're going to go – They're going to go more and, than five uh, times? Yeah, that's what I was going to say. That's what happens. They get these passes. Everybody's all, oh, my God, I'm going to be fucking swimming it up. I'm going to be a fucking fish by the end of the summer. By the time fucking mid-June, nobody wants to go. And I get so angry. And it'll happen again, which uh, brings me to since it's so hot and you guys started the debate last week after I brought up the topic of freeze pups, I thought I'd help settle the argument. All right. He's very much uh, like uh, James – or no, like uh, Matty D. 
So without further ado, I bring you the Freeze Pop Power Rankings. Number one, I'm going we'll go, to go down. Number six, green. Uh, There's the six. Yeah, I, nobody likes green. Number five, orange. Yep. I, I might switch five and four here because number four, four is, is purple. Great. Yeah, purple. Yeah, I might say that I do. I don't like orange either. Actually, purple and orange right there are. Right now, I'm happy uh, with the way the order is. Number three, blue. Damn right. Number two, pink. Oh. Number one, red. So he's close. If you shifted your two, honestly, uh, I might put blue fucking uh, past orange and red. You. There is no way. I just don't like fucking blue raspberry. Don't you? You're fucking, you go any guy, anytime they have uh, Slurpees, they always have blue raspberry because people love it. They don't have pink. When was the, the last time you bought pink? a Slurpee? You know when? I don't know. Last week. I don't know when the last time I had a Slurpee was. My kids, they at that fucking, what's it called? That place you go and get coffee in the morning. 7-Eleven? No, that's closed. <laughs> it's not one of Whatever so the fuck that new one is. Uh, Speedway. Think, but, yeah, they have, uh, they're cheap. So we go there, they, they get blue. So they, they all, they blue. usually get Coke. Yeah, that's what Jess got today. Yeah, yeah. See, you know where they have it, but yeah, they have the blue there. Don't see any pink. Well, the thing is, I got into. Uh, she got an icy, is what she got. Is it? Yeah. Like it's not a Slurpee. It's an icy. Yeah. And I hate icies. Yeah. I'm, I don't think I've had an icy in 25 years. Icy has the dog as the uh, the mascot, right? The icy dog. I don't even look at it. I figured it's uh, not for me. I want to say, well, blue. You said what flavor is blue again? Blue raspberry. Ah, uh, what flavor is pink? Pink is. You don't know. Pink. Yeah, pink. You don't even know what flavor. What fucking it is. flavor is red. <sighs> Honorable mention. Flavor's red, Jim. That's cherry. Is it? Sometimes yes. strawberry, isn't it? Boy, you know. I like Nobody strawberry like flavor strawberry. stuff. I do. It's cherry. Yeah, green like cherry. is green. <laughs> orange is orange. <laughs> is orange one of the only colors that's actually the flavor itself as well? Oh, purple is a fruit. Yeah, purple is, yeah. I'll have, hey, purple stuff. Honorable mention, giant white freeze pops. There's no debate here. This is the order he says. I'll go with it. I'm with him. I am too. Blue should be number one, but red's pretty good. I'll give it's you the amazing. red. Isn't red the one that has the really bad dye that, like, kills kids, causes I, I, autism? Does it? Are you talking Jenny McCarthy now? <laughs> Jenny McCarthy just called me and told me that, and I, I gave my kids, like, ten of them. Well, and Can you know what? Gary hey, the Weird Science before anybody show? gets mad at me, I have a son who has autism, so you back off. Eric. And I got a back off. That's my joke. Yeah. My joke. Can I do it? I got a brother. Yeah, yeah, you can. That's good. You can Excellent. joke too. Well, I got a lot of reading done this week and finally caught up to Superman's Death Story 2 or whatever the hell they call it this week. For the most part, I enjoyed the overall arc. The ending was pretty strong. My main issue. With it were one, I, I found the China stuff the most interesting. I said that way back. Yeah, I, where'd that go? And they mostly well, mostly glossed over it, with the exception of the first <laughs> Batman Superman issue, which was disappointing in 2 Con L. Jim, you get a quarter every time someone references that, right? That'd be yes. amazing. And Deathstroke, or uh, Bloodsport as well. Sure, likes to repeat himself a whole hell of a lot. Every issue starts with him yelling. You are an imposter. I was getting we really get tired of that shit. We really get. Why, why is down, Denny? And I, I always, I know we're going to talk about why does he call Supergirl an imposter? Because he bitch slaps her. Yeah. It's very odd that he calls her an imposter as well. It's Everybody's he, an imposter. Is who he does a cross dresser? He might be a cross dresser. Hey, he was not needed as such a huge part of the story arc. No, really didn't. It even pisses me off more. That I have no joke to compare him to or even make fun of him with because he just elicited anger from me that I'm drawing a blank. Uh, Justice League and Rebirth were both awesome. Those were great comics, and I hope the trend of this at DC keeps up. Overall, 
those are probably the first comics I would give a 10 to. 10 out of 10 -er. Just since I got back into reading about three years ago. I'm sure Brandon would tell you. It's a gut feeling. I couldn't sit back in my seat. I was reading so fast. I had to read again to enjoy the art because I was just so excited to see what happened next. I wrote this in the comments of JL50, uh, and I still don't get uh, how Lex, after losing his powers, gets back to Apocalypse, and why these people still worship him after he doesn't have power anymore. I, he's is still he the chosen them? one. Is he fooling them? He's it's the chosen really one. It's really odd to me. He's the chosen one, all right. He's Mr. The imposter he's Master Pain. One. Master Pain. Master Pain. Master Pain. I thought the whole point was he was powered up, which is why they were all over his nuts to begin with. I'm so confused on what's going on with him right now. It's throwing me off a bit. I, all it was to me was to get that goddamn suit. Yeah. Really. That's all it was. I, gentlemen, I, I'm sweating I, just sitting here typing, so I'm out. I'm going to cool off. And a baby pool filled with margarita and a straw hanger. I'm out just a la the dude from Last Man on Earth, Brandon at Mirror 3660 And we're going to go off to Brandon. He's going to do a gorilla review. Now, Eric, over at the D.C. side of things, everything was uh, – people were shitting fucking rainbows and roses, right? I took a dump. Fucking I was thinking of rebirth. I shit out Skittles. Fucking ate them right out of the toilet. I hate you. You're right gross. out of the toilet. But you know what? Shit wasn't great all around, and people no. called out a lot of things. Well, not a lot of things. A big thing at Marvel, and it was the Captain America thing. Sure was. I, I, I saw this hitting. Now, I'm saying this because uh, Brandon's going to do the Gorilla Review. It invaded my social media. And boy, too. I, I hope Brandon point. yells and screams at people because this blew everybody's fucking mind. The next thing I know, I'm like, and here's the thing. I'm on Twitter, and I see these things pop up, and nobody's mentioning Captain America. Nobody's mentioning Hydra. All I see is on a day that's about the fun and love being back in comics, how dare Marvel uh, use that day to, to, to team up with Hitler? I'm like, what the fuck are they talking about? <laughs> and so I'm like, oh, God. Marvel hates the and Jews. And then I go over and I'm like, okay, he's uh, Captain America and Hydra. That, that's not exactly what you were just yelling about. That no. really seems like a stretch to me. I know the concept of it. It's a story. <laughs> I don't know. Isn't that even just a cliffhanger? I said even now. I even said that. Yeah, I don't know. I said the, to Poppy. Poppy's yelling at me about it. I said to him that uh, that's kind of like injustice. And, oh, that's Elseworlds. I don't care. That's no. Superman becoming Hitler. That's more crazy to me than that. And it This happens all day. It's just so nonsense. I, I don't know. Did, were you that taken aback by it? I read it. Sorry, I didn't I even look at it. I saw the fucking panel. I'm like, this looks like a classic and cliffhanger, you know and we'll have a story out of it. It shows you. I read it. <laughs> they, they got, got me. And I, they got me. It wasn't Marvel. It was these fuck nuts on to, oh, my God, I can't believe this. Who would you do? And I go there. Like, Did you go on Reddit? God damn. No. It was just on Twitter. All, All right. of a sudden, shit was popping up on the tweet, the tweetsers. Twitting and the twatting. Next thing I know, I'm reading fucking Captain America, and he joins Hydra. I'm like, where the fuck's Hitler? I'm waiting for Hitler to show up. The you goddamn know? robot actually, body. I was hoping Hitler was going to show up, and he was going to apologize for punching him all those years ago. That's <laughs> what I thought was happening. But it didn't happen. Right? We're cool now. Wouldn't that be good? Uh, gorilla review from uh, Brandon, and he'll talk about it. I think that he might yell and scream himself. Good. Uh, take it away, Brandon. How we doing, Weird Science? This is Brandon uh, coming at you this week. Uh, with a Marvel Minute Gorilla Review uh, for Captain America Steve Rogers, number one. That's written by Nick Spencer uh, with art by Hayes Saez. All right, spoiler warning, uh, if this is something you're trying to read or catch up on, 
and you don't want to know about the bombshell that I'm going to drop on the end here on you, um, skip ahead of me and come back after you've read it because uh, this is something, uh, if you're interested in, you're going to want to experience for yourself. Uh, with that being said, we're, we're going to get started here. Um, as the issue picks up, we get a black and white flashback. It's kind of done in, in Watchmen-esque uh, style because uh, the only color you really kind of see highlighted throughout this flashback is anytime red shows up. Uh, so we have a woman and a man. They're, they're kind of arguing as they walk down the street. Uh, and they're, they're accompanied by a little boy. Um, as they're arguing, uh, the husband kind of has had enough of, as he says, being embarrassed um, by the, the questions his wife's throwing at him here, and, and he kind of hauls off and slaps her. So as she goes down, uh, we have a lady in red that kind of steps out of the shadows. Um, she handles dude pretty quickly uh, and kind of offers to help the lady up off the ground. Uh, the, the guy uh, dusts himself off and kind of runs off ashamed. Um, we we kind of get the hint, just obviously based off the issue we're reading, uh, the, that kind of might be Steve Rogers' uh, dad, mom, and him as a little boy there, because it's mentioned they're in the 1920s New York. Um, so the flashback ends, and we go to current day. Uh, we, we see Captain America kind of come flying through this uh, window on a uh, train car, um, on his comm radio there, he's talking to uh, Sharon Carter and Rick Jones as he kind of starts beginning to uh, fight his way through this train car. We're watching him whoop some ass, and then we're kind of treated to a separate flashback here. Uh, we don't go quite back to the 1920s. They, they don't really mention when this is, uh, but it's a few different time periods, and we're following a gentleman named Robbie Dean Tomlin. So RDT here kind of led a shitty life mostly on his own volition. He had shitty parents. Led to him making shitty decisions, being in jail and being shitty, getting shitty Nazi tattoos, being a shitty heroin addict, trying to recover, but ultimately making the decision to uh, join Hydra after he listens to to essentially this kind of Red Skull speech that inspires him. And that, that's kind of where we end that flashback. So we, we go back to current day and we see Captain America still whooping ass, fighting his way through this train car. He's kind of joined by these two characters I don't really know. Jack Flag and Free Spirit, they're called. So they, they kind of join the fight and they're excited to be helping out Captain America. They're kind of cleaning up any bad guys he didn't take out on his way to this current cart he's on. So they're cleaning up his mess. As we kind of continue through this this cart, we, we see Captain separate the other train cars from the engine as he kind of jumps to the engine car to address what's going on here and the bad guy in there. And we see it's the gentleman RDT, Robbie Dean Tomlin, from our flashback there. Got kind of a suicide vest on. And he does what you're never supposed to do, and, and he hits the red button. Uh, we see Captain America kind of pull a movie move here and jump up and behind his shield as the explosion kind of propels him out of the train car so he's a-okay and we see him several hours later kind of sitting on the deck of this aircraft carrier talking to sharon sharon carter and they're kind of just reminiscing having an iced tea there we we go next to the flashback again it's going to be intercut with several scenes kind of from present day so we have the two ladies from the first flashback the black and white in the 1920s new york and, and they're kind of eating a dinner and, and having a chat as little steve rogers is kind of playing with a dog over in the corner 
the the next scene we're treated to is kind of the backup characters, you know, the Jack Flag, uh, Free Spirit, and uh, Rick Jones kind of just sitting around talking about how cool it is to work with Captain America. Then the final scene is is we're treated to Maria Hill, Sharon Carter, and kind of Captain America having some monologue discussion, basically talking about how they've discovered Baron Zemo's whereabouts. So so they're going to pursue him. We go to next scene here, and this is a long book. This was a four ninety nine guy here, being issue one for Marvel, so about 30 pages, but we're getting near the end here. So our next scene is Cap, Jack Flag, and Free Spirit kind of attacking Baron Zemo at his whereabouts. He, he drops kind of like this Batman-esque flash grenade to try to escape, but Captain America jumps on his plane. He kind of breaks into the plane, and, and he's fighting Baron Zemo, and, and they, they're tussling. So we're getting ready for the bombshell here. As they're tussling, Captain America takes a shot, and he's kind of like hanging on the outside of this plane door. As Zemo kind of has the upper hand when when Jack Flag kind of busts in out of nowhere to knock out Zemo. This is when we're kind of treated to the flashback one more time, and we see that the whole purpose of this lady saving the uh, little boy and the wife from the beginning was kind of as Hydra recruitment purposes, which brings us back to current day and, and kind of the scene being flashed in all red as we see Jack Flag knock out Baron Zemo, kind of help Captain America up as Captain America kind of mentions that he's sorry and takes Jack Flag by the shoulder, throws him out of the plane, and approaches kind of the scientists they were after the whole time for this whole mission and says, says, hail Hydra. So th- that's your bombshell there. Apparently, Captain America is a sleeper agent back from the 1920s when he was recruited into Hydra, and this has all been a Hydra mission for him, for what they want you to believe right now. So pick your jaw up off the floor. This is the time where I tell you to buy, to borrow, or to forget it altogether. You know, the story in the issue was all right. The the art in the issue was excellent all the way through. The bombshell, obviously, at the end of the issue was the, the spoiler-esque thing that kind of got me to fork over the money for the issue. I would recommend, if it's something you're interested in, to give it a buy. I was entertaining enough. I'm going to come back and check out at least two and three, give it three issues to see if it really goes anywhere and keeps me on my toes here. So, again, I recommend this as a buy for this week, Captain America, Steve Rogers, number one. I got something for you guys. Uh, It's going to be a freebie this week for Marvel Digital Code. It's going to be for the issue of Doctor Strange, Last Days of Magic tie-in. So if you're interested to see what's going on over there, why magic's leaving the world, go to marvel.com backslash redeem and and type this in. First one to get it can get a free digital issue here. It's going to be T-H-M-Z as in zebra. C E Z is in zebra, L U zero B H. So that's going to be for a free digital comic to the first one that can get a hold of that. Uh, you guys got anything to say to me this week? Holler at me on Twitter. Uh, you can find me at Beamer three six six zero. And that's all I got for you this week. I'm going back to Jip and Eric. America, America. America. All right, we're back after this time for the books. Meat and cheese. Meat and Meat cheese. And Meat cheese. and cheese of the podcast. I'd like to say it's a bit of a rebirth going on around here. 
We're only talking about number nines? I mean, so like actually, nine out of tens? Nine out of tens, and it has to be a combined nine out of ten. So that is only rebirth. So there, and you know what I say about rebirth? It's nice. It, it gives me hope for the future. Boom. Ten out of ten, I'm out. I am out, Eric. See you. Goodbye. Uh, see so, you in seven. Moving the thing. There I go. I'm heading out there. Goodbye. Have a good one, Jim. Make sure to hit your kids right and proper. I'll tell you, when I went downstairs, we had a little break. I went downstairs and got yelled at by them. We always go to the pool. <laughs> they sit and listen and just, they wait for a break that's, to yell about the seven things. That's all right. I thought Jess would come home at some point when we were talking. I got up to get yelled at because I thought she heard the thing where I talked about how much I hated her in summer. Yes, yes. I was like, oh, shit. She's not she's home, not home though. No, she's not Thank home. Thank God. Thank God that summer. I don't know what that bang was in my God living that room. That summer love and whore isn't that. Oh Jesus Christ! <laughs> what do I say? That's now true. I go down. We always go to the pool, and then it, it turns from that to a. Well, we want to go to the pool, but Mom doesn't want. And then it turns into we don't go to the pool. So fuck you. That's yeah. what it turns into. But yeah, we are going to do the books. If you want to go see our reviews, go to weirdsciencedccomics.com. Read our reviews. All oh, the reviews are up, and I'll tell you. People of uh, love that Justice League, sure do, and they love that Rebirth. Man, you put uh, two reviews. We did the one of the first times we've ever done that. We had a non-spoiler one and a spoiler one, and people were coming in troves. Eric, they were fucking. They couldn't. They were lining up outside the Weird Science DC Comics fucking clubhouse, the, the Honeycomb Hideout. We were He-Man Woman at. Haters Club. It's a fucking Honeycomb Hideout. He-Man Women's Hater Club. They're fucking out there banging down the door to read your Justice League number fifty review. I just think people like to read your reviews so they don't have to buy the books. That's what I think. Yeah, I do too. I think then, and then those who, then they go to the podcast again. They don't want to buy the books. No. It's a spend money. But right, yeah, from now on, everything non-spoiler. Non and non-spoiler to the point where we just a score. I yeah. was going to do that with Rebirth. That's just going to, you go, and I wish that how we have that thing set up, uh, that I could have a huge 10 out of 10. Right. Spoiler free, baby. 10 out of 10. I don't see, know. That's see, a little bit too much see, in my mind. See you in seven underneath. Yeah, really, it would. <laughs> it is what it is, I put. That'll be my spoiler free. You may like it. You may not. Who can tell? Who can tell? Not me. Uh, ooh, ten hey, out of we're ten. Gonna, we're going to start out with the books. And again, this is we usually go on and on. You didn't even call me out on this. No, I actually agree with this. Yeah, we usually go on and on about the big book of the week. The big book is Rebirth, but that's not what we're talking about. We're doing them in order, and we're going to start with one. Justice League number 50, written by Jeff Jones, with art by Jason Fabach, Brad Anderson, and Rob Lee. It's the end of our Dark Side War, and boy, do the crime syndicate really get shit on here. I guess that's not really the point of the issue, but goddamn. I, I, it might be. <laughs> Anyway, with Darkseid and Mobius dead, it's our heroes going up against Grail, who they finally defeat when Marina tricks Grail into attacking the new embodiment of Darkseid, who our villain was tied to. I had such I tried to figure out how I was going to word this. Yeah. I still don't think I did well. Who our villain was tied to through some Amazon ritual, and we end our arc with things getting back to normal, or at least what normal will look like in Rebirth. Uh, can I mention that that's another thing that really confused me? Uh, also, I want to mention, too, um, love those new 52 covers. Oh yeah! Look at that. I I really do like them, and I think that they came. It's such a neat time for them to show up with Rebirth, especially this week when you read Rebirth and then you read these. I really do like them. Now, again, I say that, and now I realize that this one is the John Romita Jr. Uh, variant that should have come out seven weeks ago, but oh. uh, or seven months ago, I mean. 
But yeah, I do like those new 52 covers, uh, but I also like this John Romita cover. <laughs> <laughs> he screwed me with that because this has been delayed so much. Um, I really was upset originally when they said, oh, this was going to come out the same day as Rebirth. I actually liked it. It works I, out pretty well. Um, I just wish I could have read it before Rebirth. Yeah, so. I, I just it, – um, it's one of those things where um, I don't remember shit, so I'm glad <laughs> we're right in a row. And oh, I'm sorry. Great. This, Superman, Rebirth, they all work really well together. Yeah, there's a little kind bit of, about Superman. Kind of. This one and Rebirth, really good. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's some issues with Superman that I really do think point to the fact that that was not going to be the original story when, when things, they, nobody else stopped the presses. No. Erica, they just went because there's some weird shit with, with them not knowing Superman's dead, it seemed, but who knows? But we're not talking about that now. No, we are not. We're talking about Justice League. And boy, you even mentioned that thing about Grail and that Amazon ritual. This book impressed me so much. Because of the scope and epicness of it, that my first read through, I was blown away, yep. and I didn't care what the hell I didn't understand because that anti-life equation, it fucking it screws with me. Uh, I didn't care. It was like this was a blockbuster, fucking uh, you know, popcorn summer action flick that I loved. I, well, I did. Like, when we talk about Rebirth and we talk about this one, I even sent you a message beforehand where I was like, we're, I'm just gonna write down some plot points. So we could talk about them individually because there's so much fucking thrown at you in there's both those books. Yeah. Um, but I did enjoy it though, and it left me scratching my head a lot. But I realized when I was writing my little plot points down, I'm like, yeah, there was a lot of times where I didn't really quite understand. It kind of seemed just thrown out there well, just to keep the story going. It, it, but it, yeah, I still we, liked it a lot. I, I liked it a lot. I really did. But I could just just like we said, the anti-life equation throws me off. Oh. I don't understand why Lex goes back to Apocalypse. I have no idea how you can explain to me the whole thing with Jessica and uh, Power Ring and the one died. That it, it just seemed like nonsense. I really love that it was Mazaz. I was wrong. Mazaz is the dad of sure the baby. Is. After that, I don't know what the hell went on with that baby. That baby is doing a lot of crazy shit. Well, we'll get to the plot points. Yeah, so. let's just go. We'll go we down that I have the book, too. I'm going to page through and see okay. my little nitty-gritty. Steve, Tre- Steve Trevor has the anti-life equation, but still seems to be controlled by Grail, but somehow can resist it because he's not the prophesized man who first stepped on Paradise, Paradise Island. Yes, and that, to me, that is like a, a backwards way of, of explaining it to me because yeah. you would think that instead he wouldn't have the power to do what he does but instead, he has the power, but he can fight it. And yes, it seemed but, very odd. But the anti-life equation should give you the power over others. For some reason, it seems that Grail still has power over him, which I don't quite understand. Yeah, but because not full power. And but just, he's still going after Wonder Woman. Oh, yeah, he is. But he says to her, I can't fight it. At one point, he's begging her. Yeah, yeah I don't me. know. Yeah, he's begging her it's for like that. It's like the end of the so fly to me. He is, the yeah, fly he, putting he the shotgun to his head. And really, all this is, and it, it is kind of weird, too, because this is an ex-boyfriend. Yeah. If this was them dating this whole time, it would have it would have had a little more oomph. Uh, because yeah, all that, that is nobody ends a relationship on um, good terms. Yeah, really. But Fuck all I, this no. all this is though is to Which like, I oh know. my god, you know she she's gonna have to hurt the the man that she used to Once love. Once love before okay. she found the real love of her life. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, I always okay. say it's bullshit when Jess says, "Oh, I love you." Yeah, you've said that to other guys before yeah, me. You'll say it again afterwards. It. Get the fuck uh, out of love. Yeah, she loves a sandwich. God Does damn it. it. God damn that summer. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm a so, terrible boyfriend yes. is what I am. The other thing, though, that uh, gets me is that – well, first off, before I go that far, 
Uh, Jason Fabak got a hold of us this week. I oh, yes. Right away, because it, it is that. funny, because right away it, it throws it out there. Like, he has the power of that. No, he isn't. He's not the prophecy. We've known that. Me and you have said it for months now, Eric. It's yeah. proven. Jason Fabak, way back, I think it might have even been during the podcast, I sent him a message. Like, while we were talking, I'm going to send him a message. April, I think. And it was April 6th or something like that. And I wrote him a message uh, on Twitter, sent him a, a private message because we're big weeks. And I said to him, uh, hey, that Jason uh, that they talked about in Divergence, they still hadn't even really said anything. No. It, it had bothered us for a year now. Since and I said, fucking May. is that possibly Wonder Woman's twin brother who would be like the Jason of the Argonauts, uh, uh, you know, the myth, yeah. uh, mytho- mythological character, and never got back to me. I was like, what a dick, the fucking guy. <laughs> uh, he got back to us. He just didn't want to spoil it. And he said to me, uh, hey, you were right. I didn't want to ruin it for you and we both said no he no, thought we were he thought we were blabbermouths if yeah he, he didn't want us to ruin it for no, everybody else get right on fucking hey guys jason Fox, yes it was right out. again next thing you find <laughs> out jason Fabak is now working for boom yeah boom but uh yeah we we were on that just to just throw it out there we kind of figured it out suck at everyone else back. and I, i'm telling you all these other people oh they're fucking numbskulls all they do they don't even have a vocabulary they only say curse words but you know what sometimes we fucking lock into shit right? sure do we lock into shit but yeah that this issue then continues from there you get the whole steve trevor he's being controlled he wants wonder woman to end it for him but she won't so then you got that but and one thing as we go on here one thing that bothers me for three quarters of this issue, they run into that thing that I hate in anything, comics, uh, still TV, movies, where you have multiple guys. This happens a lot in, uh, in video games as well, where you have ten guys. They each attack individually. Yeah. They, they wait for the guy. Okay, wait, wait a minute. The Green Lantern Corps is going. I can't possibly join in now. No, now at the not. end, they, they does, jump yes. in at the end. But at this one point, it really is the way of like, hey, we're going to show you who's involved by giving you your individual attacks. And it just, to me, it was a lot of uh, like recap, even with that. They, they yeah. really, Jeff Johns really is going out of his way to make sure you know what has gone on. Uh, Wonder Woman even says, you know, oh, we we became gods and we, you know, this and that and then changes. But yeah, there's a lot of recap. It looks good. It does. Freaking Jason Fowler is so good. Uh, let's uh, move on then. Massage yeah. was the father of Superwoman's yes. baby, and because of this, the baby can steal powers as well. But yep. somehow this translates to Superwoman pointing the baby like a gun and yelling Massage to fire it at people, yeah. taking their god power away, which he does to Lex and Superman. Yeah. Well, what did she take from Superman? Yeah, and again, she does this, but the one that throws me off the most is Flash. And they spell it out. He oh, can no, take we'll the power there. of a god, even with the, what it, yeah, what are you getting? What are you getting from these? And what is this baby? It's so weird. Well, the baby then, I'm saying, the baby hits Superman and Lex while they're fucking close together, arguing a bit. Yeah, they're and arguing. He gets, and the baby gets the Omega effect, but what does it get from Superman? Because Superman had already unleashed his god of strength yeah, thing again, before, like yeah. a weird solar flare. Thing. And again, the, the whole thing, like, oh, the Omega effect, I, that, they don't even spell that out as no, that's I've, not what turned him in the dark side. That dark side was them in a prophecy that she can now use the body of the mm-hmm. baby as the embodiment or vessel of somebody she has already taken. Some like Amazon really, ritual. And they're really – so this whole Omega – anything that they grab, it doesn't seem to really change the baby. It's she changes the baby then when she wants to turn yes. him into the deal because, well, Grail gets him then. Grail kills 
Superwoman. Rail kills Superwoman with so one good, blast too. and then I starts using the baby as a gun. She yeah. takes the anti-life equation from Steve and separates the Black Racer from Flash. Yeah. Jessica Cruz gets her body back and gets in the way of the Black Racer and Volthoom is killed. Yeah, yeah, but again, that she gets her body back, but yet when they kill somebody, as Volthoom dies, yeah. I thought that was very hokey. And also, just the whole thing. You have an issue where you are getting in a rebirth now. Rebirth comes out the same day this does. Uh, you're going to have some books coming out. You have to get things reset. Yeah. And it's really reset. And I don't know if you'd say hokey way. It's very forced. I mean, when they say when Flash becomes separated, it's like, well, he really didn't have the power of a god. He I'll had a god in the, him. I'll say that, like, I think the Black Racer says that I am not just energy to be transferred. I am a being. That, so I that actually, is the I reason that, that it's actually Wonder Woman, I think, does the over. It's actually a narration. Is it? Yeah, okay. Yeah. She says, and it just, that's stupid to me. If she, if they can take, well, why would that separate them? I, I don't it know. says, Rail attempts to absorb Flash's god power with the child, but it wasn't a power that took possession of Barry. It was a sentient entity, the yes. Black Racer. It's separated from Flash, and it's not happy. I, I want to know the how. I want to know why magic. that happened. Yeah, but it's not the magic it's supposed to be. No. It, it just, it's really it's weird. It's a side effect. But you have to, you have to nothing. get, yeah, you yeah. can't have the Black Racer yeah, be a Flash when you're going no. forward, so it has to happen. It I just, know, I'm telling you, though, I will go with it. I, I again, the, I'm bitching and moaning. I went with everything, especially yeah. the first time I read it. Uh, when so I, I was read writing it these again, fucking plot points down, I'm like, you know what? I had a lot of issues, but that's not yeah. going to take away well, the fact I, that I enjoyed I the again, shit out of like, this. People have to realize a lot of times when I'm reading it again for the podcast, this is beyond the enjoyment of reading it. Yes. Like uh, most people, if I was just reading it, I would have stopped and loved it as much as I did that first time. Uh, but once I start trying to, you know, what am I going to say on the podcast? What do I not like? What do I do like? There are a lot of gray areas in this issue where I couldn't even tell you. Uh, you know, well, it goes on and on. Right. I mean, everybody, they're all kind of gripes at five well, points everybody here. Who, yeah, everybody who gets reset the way they are reset really is to me, th- there isn't one that I think is great. No, I'm telling you, I'll move on to this other one right now. Green Lantern Ring increases will and allows Batman to get off the Mobius chair. This is one that really threw me off because, you know, if you're a strong-willed person, the ring can choose you, you can overcome fear, you become part of the Green Lantern Corps. Here we have Hal take off his ring and put it on Batman's finger because this will give him the extra will to get off the Mobius chair. I'm like... I don't know how that well, works. And I, I don't I don't know how that works. I also think that at the point when it happens, the only background you have is Hal has been bitching at him the whole time. It's yeah. been setting this up. At the point where he does this, I didn't even get the idea in my head like, holy shit. But like there's no blood coming out of his ears. He's not yeah. – there's nothing really to me that is stressing, holy shit, you best get Batman off that chair at the moment. He does yell. But it's you know what I'm saying? It's it's really when Hal said that it really threw me off a bit. It might have been the same as like it was before, though. Yeah, he, but it, I'm saying he has said this now for five issues. No, I'm saying, though, well, I'm telling you, this might as well have been this first time that he told him for what we get. Yeah, with. You, you don't get anything with it. You just no. have Hal doing that. And then it's a nice moment where Batman, I thought the ring was the hero. That's nice enough. Yeah. Um, but yeah, really, if you Batman you, has a long history of giving Hal shit. Yeah. But if you go down to it, and again, at the one point where uh, they take all the gods' powers, I do like that, where they're like, oh, we were never gods. They try to explain that. I really like it. I Again, I'm paging through this. The art the art is fantastic. It is so good. Um, Amazon but yeah. ritual to bring back an enemy, enemy yeah. from the dead. 
Baby becomes dark side, but is controlled by Grail. So when Marina gets Grail to shoot her with the Omega beams, and the beams go through her, and in the dark side, both Grail and dark side disappear. Yeah. Well, and um, the other thing about that is, this was that ever spelled out this ritual? I've never heard of this it's ritual really in my life, and it's it is re- really out of odd. everything that we just talked about, that is the most jarring thing because Wonder odd. Woman has to tell us and everybody else in the goddamn book, "Oh yeah, that's some Amazon ritual. She uh, she got to do it just once. She now, chose this I, point." Even really? right, right before that, I had issues, uh, and also you you even uh like went around. We said uh, Volthoom dies, but it's yeah. they think it's Jessica. That's hokey to me. Yeah, I it's don't very understand. Hokey. Jessica lays down for the rest of the issue until everything's yeah. over. Oh, she's alive! Yeah. Thank now, God. Now the, the one, the other so part. I, I like the character. I wanted her to survive. So yeah, as they went, um, and I didn't like where they basically alive. were trying to. Uh, Grail ended up almost being Darth Vader. Yeah. Uh, you, you're not bad. Yes, I am, Mom. Uh, really, <laughs> really. You're going to ruin it right now that you're going to have this bullshit now. At the beginning, even when she says, no, Mother, I can't be good. I, that's not who I am. Stay with that. Oh, Mother. Then she's almost going to cry because she has to do the set. I was like, really? You're going to do that? And then they... they a little hammy. Yeah. And then they disappear then, like you said. And then when they disappear, there's the fucking Steve Trevor comes out of the fucking rubble. Oh, Whoa. my goodness. And That was heavy. Yeah. And then that's when you get the whole thing with, oh, Jessica's dead. Oh, my God. She saved us. Lex is being a dick. <laughs> She's a traitor. No, she wasn't. That wasn't her. And I th- right Doesn't there, matter. right there is so heavy handed where they're like, she was a traitor. No, that wasn't her. That And uh, oh, yeah, I remember now. Like the people who like me yeah. are dummies. Oh, yeah, that's right. They are. Oh, it, it really was. It was it was a very big, uh, heavy handed moment that was supposed to be emotional. And I don't know dumb. about you. I like Jessica Cruz. I'm I glad really she's going to be in the Green Lanterns it book. Well. Not really attached to her really yet. In this story, if she well, we haven't was had dead, enough of her. All we've that's had what I'm saying. If she I'm was afraid, actually, I'm afraid. I control my fear. No. I'll help you out. If she actually was dead, I'm not going to get misty-eyed. No. I'm be like, oh shit, she saved them all. Oh, holy crap. Yeah, and also, you didn't even mention before, like Shazam got his other god oh, powers yeah, fuck. taken away. Is that mean he doesn't have any? That, I can't believe I actually powers? forgot to write that down. I have I no idea. I just saw him there, like because it does say we when the uh, dark side died. These uh, like uh, the wizard Shazam had to quick quickly act to get him new powers. Yeah. So with those new god powers that he had, or actually old god powers that he had taken away, do we get the classic Shazam back, or is yeah. he just? And how does how do you explain that? Are yeah, they, don't. Is That's that the, the same explanation they're going to give that like the black racer be, uh, that oh it wasn't really well this powers. was they were the entities in him these but aren't entities though because it, these are the uh, well it's weird because these kind of were because they talked to him yes, which was a new know, concept that, and weird to me that makes it even worse than, yes it does it's like such a reset that you're like okay well that was entities too and like it, to me Jeff Johns doesn't forget shit no he writes I think that that's a dead end for him so he just let it go. He because up until that, that uh, Dark Side War Shazam issue, it never occurred to me. like It was like he borrowed powers like Zeus's lightning yeah. and the, the strength of Hercules and all that good shit. Here in the Dark Side Shazam issue, we had the old gods actually talking to him from within. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, does that – I've never heard of this before. And does, I think they were – ever think, happened? I think they were spe- – I think it's kind of spell, spelling out that they were more entities so that that makes sense. But the real thing that bothers me then is you take those out. 
how does that revert the old? You know what I mean? I, I don't know. He should have become Billy again. Yeah, he should have been Billy. And if, if anything, maybe when Billy was there, then the and then Zeus, all the like they returned. They bestow their you fucking know what I mean? power back to That'd him. That'd be awesome. That'd Wouldn't be an awesome like little aside. Like Dark Side War special number two. Yeah, Bam. well, I would like like all Director's of a sudden there's cut. Billy. He's about to get killed, and all of a sudden he has the Shazam powers again. And you could even even use it as a way to kind of develop something a little more uh, that came from this. I don't know. I don't but know either. It, it was really odd. It I, was, I was odd. I actually can't believe I didn't put that I in I was left notes. wondering what the hell is going on with Shazam. Uh, but, yeah, then you get Jessica but I had no way to even explain that. You know, it's like yeah. I, could, I can grasp at straws for a lot of this. Yeah. I was left just dumbfounded by that because there was nothing I had. Yeah. And then Jessica Cruz, uh, yeah, she didn't dive off them did. So she goes, the other one that got me. Is grid is gonna disappear, and 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 Alman's just like download fucking cyborg and leave him here. Why? I don't know. I, I don't know. Why. Get on the back of the chair, bro. Come on. Yeah, he's let's get let's get going. We, we need to get some ballast out. Get fucking cyborg. Just get him out of here. Yeah. And he does that because. Oh, but they, Marina tells Wonder Woman before she dies about her twin brother Jason and Jim and Eric were right. That's one of my notes. <laughs> Yeah, we were. Yeah, Alman escapes with Grid downloaded into the Mobius chair, but then Alman and Metron are obliterated by Dr. Manhattan. But it does leave the Mobius chair with Grid inside of it, like standing. Yeah, yeah, it's there. Also, um, you have Barda come back. Barda pretty much, they, they I, were pretty that, that good at saving the day. They kind of saved the day a bit, but that they, she had to go back with the Fury. So that was kind of like a heartbreaking thing for Mr. Miracle. It, you can't it was just kind of a, I don't know. For some reason, I felt nothing about that because we have not really played with Barda or Miracle. No, I, I wonder if that's story a set up for something to come in some book that they don't want Mr. Miracle because that's who's going to, I don't know. Maybe Barda's the one who's going to have a, but I think that they want them separated. Obviously, they are separated. I think that's something to get them by themselves, so if they want to be used again, you don't have to explain, oh, I can't help you. Barda wants me to take out the trash this weekend. <laughs> I like oh, that, that though. Do. But yeah, I think that was just to separate them. I um, just didn't get, I'm telling you, they, uh, Jeff Johns threw them in, and we barely got anything with them. The only thing that I can really remember is then Barda saying, hey, we can go back and you know free the slaves now in Apocalypse since everything's fucking going shit crazy over here we can go back he's like no we got to help them and then she fucking leaves him and i was pissed about her for that so when she came back and said yeah i love you baby but i gotta go uh do stuff yeah i I, I just did nothing for me i just joined the roller derby (laughs) out but yeah then uh you get to see uh grail and uh the baby dark side they're in a cave i didn't understand it that was again that no it's right here i have yeah yeah it's right after mr miracle you oh, have it. It's like right. there's also a beginning. Yes, and then she's yes. there. And also I, I even said at one point, and it might have been Rebirth, it might have been this item in my notes where they – I think it was this where Wonder Woman says to Myrna, you can't stop wars by starting wars when you teach the wars. <laughs> what is going on? The whole Amazon tie-in was very odd to me in this. But yeah, she's in a cave and that ties – it's a little – it's one page, but it does tie into Rebirth. Yeah. So I did like that. Uh, and that's why I got confused for a second. But yes. Yeah, and then you see. It's like, oh, it's okay, Baby Cakes. And then Baby Cakes looks over and it's got those fucking dark side eyes. You go, <laughs> holy shit, that is an ugly fucking baby. But yeah, then you have – um. You have three Lex. goddamn jokers. Yeah, yeah. Well, you have Lex show up. Apocalypse is next, and it's just them. He he's he there. He's a suit. People are very confused. The why he's there and why people are hailing him. But oh, I'm saying he is the prophesized one that yeah. they bestowed the Omega effect yeah. on to take over. But he, and he, he gets can't... a suit. Yes, That's... they made him a suit. You find you see one couple a couple panels where they uh, 
what's his name? Cyborg's dad tells him that he's sick. The Superman that he's dying. Yeah, yeah, that. So that that leads into hey, you're dying. So that shows you that you know this has been. And I, I'm saying I didn't need that either because we've been dealing with that. It's just final it's an okay tie in. All these all these are tie-ins to pretty much lead to well, Superman is to lead to the story we're reading already. Yes. The rest of these are all for rebirth. You have you have Lex in his in his armor. You have Batman go back talking about the Jokers, where you find out there's three Jokers. And that still uh, fucking bothers me. Yeah. You have Hal. He's going to go off. You have Wonder Woman talking about her twin brother. Um, but then you even have like a Jessica Cruz or, you know, you have her as a Green Lantern. And they make that joke about, uh, you know, there's the others just wonder. There's a shit ton of Green Lanterns. But that's just to lead to that. So, that you know, the whole and ending. And that's funny because Jeff Johns is really the one who brought the Green Lantern back to the like forefront of people's minds with, uh, with uh, Green Lantern Rebirth and then everything he did after that. And he's saying to himself, "Yeah, this shit's getting ridiculous. Bear with me." Yeah, uh, I'm. Um, you like that three jokers thing, or do no, you? I, I don't really like, care. I really don't. I don't care at all. Um, it kind I'm of ties that. into when um, in the Batman, Scott Snyder was saying that when they were going back. Remember when they were? Oh, I'm immortal, and the yeah. Batman was going back and finding all these pictures of. It kind of ties into that a little. I don't really care. A little. I'm saying the, the biggest care. problem I have is that like when we were doing the, the good and bad and the ugly listener picks last night, um, people said something about the Court of the Owls. The way we talked about this, people not liking the Court of the Owls because Batman should know about them. Yeah. And it bothered people for some reason. Just I love it. Bothered you? That this is... because Batman would know if there was more than one Joker going Here's on. Here's the thing. If you didn't have it in this book. And you had it in Rebirth, and it was one of those things when Wally crossed over and people started remembering things. It was like, holy shit, there's three. Like, he just woke up. Yeah. Ah, three! That, that would be a little better. But yeah, I know what you're saying, that he would have figured this out by now. Uh, I Again, to me, that was something because they, you're going to find out his name. No, you didn't. No. <laughs> you jerks. But yeah, it's just shocking to people. I, I didn't care. But then, yeah, it ends with... Uh, Owlman on the Mobius chair. He wants to know everything. He's a pompous ass. He says he, he can learn everything. He can take it. And he dies. He's yep. done. He's and so does Metron. Yep. And Metron's dead as well. And that's it. It ends. And uh, it says. So weird throwing Metron in and out of nowhere. You know what I'm saying? Metron has been gone for so long now in the storyline. Yeah. And then there yeah. he is. Okay. I'm back into this. Bam. Dead. <laughs> Boom. But yeah. That is Metron. That. Oh, what do you give it, Eric? Well, I'll say, even with me having all these fucking questions yeah. about things that went down on this issue, it was a ton of fun and continued Jeff Johns uh, telling up epic stories. I agree. And it doesn't hurt that the book looked fucking amazing. I'm going through it again. That that pick, that spread with Jessica Cruz when she becomes the Green Lantern, fucking, yeah. awesome. fucking awesome. It looks so good. Everything looks fucking amazing. Silly. It's silly. You're silly. Silly. I gave this an 8.5 out of 10. I would give it an 8.5 as well. Uh, the first time I read it, I thought it was a 12 out of 10. But then, yeah, once I started thinking about it, and obviously people in the mail, a lot of the mail was, hey, how does this happen? And why does this get explained? And it really doesn't, a lot of it. But, a lot of shit had to be thrown together all at yeah. once to complete this story. But it so does, it does lead defense. to something we like, and I had fun. Uh, again, yeah. it was it's a Jeff Johns uh, fucking, you know, balls out fucking action movie deal. And I love it. I know why. Uh, it's weird to me how some people just hate Jeff Johns. I don't get it, honestly. I don't He's either. never let me down. No, no. Even when we have issues, we still love the issue. <laughs> Boom. The next one I didn't love as much. It is, if I can pull my notes up here, pull my pants down, 
Superman Answer number up. 52. Yeah, I, I, when we come back from break, I always forget to pull my pants down. <laughs> it takes me a couple books to remember. Written by Peter J. Tomasi, art by Mikhail Yannon, Jeremy Cox, and Rob Lee. The final days, oh, the final day of Superman. The final day. The final day has arrived. The final minute of Superman has arrived. And while I thought that the first three quarters of this issue had the same issues as most of the series, the ending still had me tearing up. (laughs) That's right. I'm a big baby. So am I. uh, More than once. I'm telling you, I, I read it. I started crying, and then I kind of sat down. A lot of times when shit like that happens to me, uh, first off, I slap myself in the face. I'm like, it's a fucking comic. You Grow the no, fuck I, up. I actually went and took a shower and sat uh, in the shower fucking weeping. No, I'm in the shower thinking about it. I'm like, okay, I'm going to go down, and I'm going through it again as I'm, I'm writing my review. Get to the point again. Fucking tear up again. I'm like, what the fuck is happening? We're getting yeah. the chills just talking about it before the podcast. Yeah, I'm a big baby, but the moment when Superman said his goodbyes and then finally does die was one of my favorite Superman moments of the New 52. And because of that, that's really me saying that's one of my favorite Superman moments of all time. Yeah. Uh, I just wish the rest of this issue and crossover event was half as good. Half is good. I don't get all the time. First issue, last issue. Yeah, really. But even a lot of this issue, though. I'm not even saying half the quarters of this issue fucking pissed me off because you you start off. There is, we left the last time, uh, freaking Connell. He had grabbed Superman. He had done. Now, just in case people don't know, just tell them who Connell is when we talk about it. Well, Eric, as we'll learn in this, he's Danny Swan. Danny Swan, the Solar Superman. The Solar Superman. I call him Connell with a C. He had grabbed Superman. He's an ex-con, you see. We're clever. Yes, con. He, um, the issue I had last uh, time was that they didn't really spell it. He did like a blast. And now I see in this, didn't explain it, but I can kind of put two and two together. It was not a solar flare. It was more of his blast, though they really don't explain a lot. Yeah. But um, he was, Superman was pretty much dazed. Now he's away. I'm not even that upset about it. But you, you start off, they're in air. Yelling and screaming at each other. And yes, uh, Dennis Swan, he's a con. He's also a fucking broken record. Sure is. This guy just yells the same fucking thing. Now, uh, I love the fact, though, that out of nowhere, Superman has now become a Denny Swan expert. Before, <laughs> he, you didn't get any idea that he really knew who he was. Well, they we knew got his name. Yes, yeah, so we got that, his prisoner that identification. Last issue. Yeah, but yeah. last issue, he had to tell him. Hey, I'm Denny Swan. And they're, oh, okay. Now he knows exactly where. You were born in North Branch, Minnesota. Where did is he, Did he say that? I think yeah. he said that. No. Uh, no. I think he, Denny Swan said that when he, I, uh, when yeah. he came to for a second. I don't think he did. I think he was saying that he was a parole guy. And he, I'm telling you, all I'm, of a sudden, he is just yelling shit at him. I'm going with everything we got here is what Denny Swan said really quickly in the last I, I I think that he just said that he was a parolee from that, whatever the prison was. He mentioned the prison. Mm-hmm. Don't think he ever said where he was born. And so, well, Superman, even if it's so, it's I could go back and say, right the bat. yeah, I could go back. And even if that's the case, I'm telling you, Superman has learned some major things since he got blasted last issue and oh, seriously? in the air. Because all of a sudden, the the worst is this. He says to him, yeah. you were hit by a bolt of sentient energy, <laughs> energy that was infused with a mutated copy of my genome, which is why you think you're me. Where the fuck did that come I, from? Dude, I fucking was reading this, and when I read that line, I'm like, what the fuck are you doing just yeah. pulling this out of nowhere Number now? one, 
How about the first issue? Have the, he was locked up in Argus when they went to Steve Trevor was there. Have Steve Trevor tell him that. And then we are good because all this time we didn't know. No, all this time no we've been idea. wondering what the fuck has happened. We don't even know. And all this is this. And also, though, this sets up more confusion later for me with Lois. Because I don't know what the fuck happened with her then. Because this genome, it makes you think you're me. Uh, does that mean that lo- – oh, it gets me so confused. And I don't know why this energy is sent to you. I don't, I don't know what happened. I really don't. And does that mean that's why Keenan Kong, or if we think it's him, because he wasn't really – that was kind of manufa- – I, I don't know. Couldn't Everything tell you. is thrown out there. It's wrap-up time. I'm so upset. But, yeah, they go, and it just continues. It continues the, hey, I'm you. You know, you're an imposter. I love Wonder Woman. I'm going to lay out some uh, Clark Kent facts over and over again. I'm going to say this, and then it's going to get to get a little too personal, and then Clark's going to get pissed about Wonder Woman. That's not your memories. Go and get your own, you fucking asshole. I'm going to be in the Justice League. Really? I've never heard Superman yell and scream this much to be in the (laughs) fucking Justice League. He started to sound like Green Arrow. I think back in the day when they first put the the JSA together and Superman and Batman were too busy to be part of it. Yeah. Holy crap. But yeah, now we get into the part where they're – Wonder Woman was the secretary? Oh, yeah. They're beating the crap out of each other. And this is where, again, we're going to get this whole thing where everybody's going to show up individually and attack. A convergence. Yes. Supergirl shows up. Supergirl shows up and punches him. Leave my cousin alone. And now this uh, Denny Swan, now he's like, hey, you you might be friends, but we're enemies and you're a pretender. No, we might be family, but we're enemies. Yeah. Yeah. And then she's an imposter. And she gets backhanded once and she's done. Yeah, she's done. Now, also, I want to ask you. Um, what's her powers going on right now? Because she left the DEO and they said she was not fully ready. Nope. They, she was heading to phase two. What's phase two? I don't even know what phase one is. Is she half powered? Is Couldn't she tell you. able to do this? Is she able to do that? Does Sentient that ex- energy does, with a genome. Does that explain why he bitch slaps her off? Uh, nothing's explained. I it, don't know what his power set is. Yeah. It, the weird part is that you got that thing with the genome, which is too much information, stuff we didn't know. And I want to know some other things we never learned because then out of nowhere, Batman, who we last saw leaving Lois in the <laughs> dust, just comes through and, and hits him with, with the Batwing. Wonder Woman's flying like she was with him all along. In fact, Wonder Woman should be down below them. This, at this point, seems to be to me, because I'm going with what we have got right. in these things. This is 10 minutes at the most after last issue. I he grabbed, so. They went straight up, and he, they started yelling. And at the end of the, I'm going I'm to show everybody you're the pretender. And then they're yelling. First off, Supergirl is, is fucking fast. She gets across the fucking country in, in 10 minutes. Dude, I could see that, though. It's I, I don't know. Fun. because they re- uh, uh, And with the depowerment, though, who knows? Yeah, I don't, I don't know because then Batman comes, like I said. It looks like Wonder Woman might have been with her, but he, she shouldn't have been. And then I started She's thinking there. about that coming of the Superman where Superman said in the last issue where, you know, flight's not a power. It's just like fucking his mental uh, capacity. So I'm like, what the hell am I yeah, thinking about? Yeah, I, I just – I don't know. And – uh it's just weird, and and Denny is underneath the Batwing, and Batman, he's about to blow, <laughs> and then oh my God, Denny pun, and now That's the thing. when when did that happen? When I was he know. ever about to explode? I don't know. Like, That's go to critical because mass. it has to end, and they seem to know. They seem to know what's going on. Like they know what's going to happen. Why don't we know happen. anything? I don't know because Superman again has a plan. That involves this, which I don't know where he gets it. Now, he takes off with them, and I thought, God damn it, 
Right into the sun they go. It's going to be great. <laughs> That's all I wanted. Fly into the fucking sun, done. And then you leave it. I'd even go with you. Fly into the sun. Oh, my God, Superman died. And you don't know. Eh, you know, I'd be okay. But, yeah, Danny, they get there. Superman can't. He doesn't have enough power. He's, nope. Oh, my God, I'm about to die. I don't have power. In, now it's like, I'm telling you, they, this might as well be Johnny Carson, and they keep announcing the next guest who has to come down and sit. And it's funny, I'm paging ahead. I did see the helicopter now. Remember I said I yeah. didn't see it. But yeah, now the, and next up, who do we have? Or it's like a telethon. Next up is pretty Flashpoint Superman. They're wow. all clapping. He shows up. He helps them. This is a weird part. I, it's weird. I can, I can, I can. 50-50. I can convince myself. Using inflection that this makes sense. Yes. Because they go and Superman says, pre regular, new 52. Now we're getting to the part where you hate. I where, hate and there's all these Superman. He says, who are you? A friend. And now the thing is, if I say, like, if it's like, who are you? That makes sense. Because they have met. He even called him out by Cal-El. He knows he's got a fucking Superman emblem there. He looks exactly, it's the, you know, it's an older version of him. He's looking at an older doppelganger himself. At least he could be like, oh no, not another fucking imposter. When the fuck did I give you my genome? Like something like that. But no, he just says, who are you? A friend. Okay. okay. Uh, it's classic Superman. I can go with it. Yeah, but, but again. The problem it, I have is that. Why can't Superman ever just use his words? I, I, that's, I wish that, yeah. Who are you? I'm, I'm the version of you from a different universe. Boom. Done. Not oh, only really? that, it's just when Superman, like, decides he wants to do it himself and needs freaking pre-Flashpoint Superman to go away. Yeah. He knocks him out. Yeah, and also that's another thing, like, uh, he, I don't know. I like the line that Superman says because he needs to do this really fast, but I'm I like, do like it. use your goddamn words. Okay, but here, here we go. He's like, who are you? A friend. Then he goes, oh, your skin, you've got kryptonite poisoning. That's what pre-Flashpoint Superman says uh -huh. to New 52 Superman. Now, the problem I have with that is just, it's a simple problem, but... Because we really have never really spelled out the exact re like they have thrown well, we out had all Rally, these have reasons. Dark sides, war it shit. seems to me this is really spelling out that it, it, that's the main thing. Yeah, and it, it it that's weird to me because I don't know because we've had that green veins yeah, and fucking yeah. eyes but you every know now what? and again. You know what? Why does he have kryptonite poisoning? Because he was a dick. Yeah, and he he wanted to get his powers back. It, it throws me off. But yeah, he goes, oh, you gotta thanks, leave the truth behind, yeah, man. Thanks for your help. But I've got a plan. Now, it's great that you're going to be around for people. Now he seems to know that. <laughs> so stupid. He punches him. He punches him out. And I don't think he has that much power. Wait, say, yeah. He can't fly, but he knocks out Superman. Yeah, yeah. Fits the story. But, yeah, they go down. And now we're going to get into some other hocus pocus. Uh, I said it's, this is weird science, Eric. Ooh, sure is some weird science. Because now we get the plan where Superman says, okay, Wait I'm going to use my solar blast. To consume his detonation at the so, exact moment both explosions are out of phase. Out of phase with what? Pray they negate each other. To me, it Shut makes a fuck big up. fucking explosion. There's no negation. You have an explosion and a solar flare, which is a bigger explosion. There's no negation. There I is just no. Don't know when it's out of phase. I there have is no nothing. idea what the fuck he was And to the about. fact that he is spelling out that he hopes that he can absorb this power. The solar flare, as we've seen, depletes everything from him. Yes. It, yes. It is going to make him probably die, 
because he is now a normal guy without powers and all the shit that has gone wrong will kill him. But then him. he absorbed the goddamn but solar yeah, energy, the fire pit, understand. the dark side, yeah, so but, I don't even fucking yeah. know. But in this, it, it's... Oh, how does this negate? Are they crossing the streams there? That's honestly, I'm looking at the goddamn page where they blow up, and it's all I can think about that's is crossing the streams. I said we get a crossing the streams moment where it does that. That's what happens. It's so weird. But yeah, then he falls. Uh, I don't get it. I'm not smart enough to get, get it. it. I guess. And, uh, here's the thing. This is where we have an issue. Where yes, Justice League, I Amazon ritual. You know what, Jeff Jones, you have fucking done me good. <laughs> I love everything that you're doing. You spelled it out. I don't going. have to think too hard about it. I, they don't. Tomasi in this story does not get that pass, and people might call it bullshit, but he doesn't get the pass because there, there's been nothing. And then out of nowhere, we find a genome, sentient, a sentient energy genome, genome nonsense. Fucking, uh, hopefully, negating phases, this, absorb it. Uh, the solar <laughs> flare. If you <laughs> told me at one point that he used the solar flare to absorb a thing, at one point they even had in Superman Wonder Woman way back, they were in like a nuclear fucking uh, like a silo type deal. And if that would have even been the point when you had the solar flare back then and he would have been able to kind of do something, you, you don't have any reference to a lot of what happens in this issue. And there's a big explosion. It seems that he, he absorbs the energy. He goes down. He He's going to die. He really is going to die. And this is at the point I think that people were probably like, holy shit, he really is going <laughs> to die. And this is where the issue, well, I'll give you one last little craziness. I don't know where Steel and Lana show up in a Learjet. Yeah. What? Where, why are they like? Are they just coming to see, and it isn't even like they look to be like running. No. I'm looking at the panel; they're just waltzing over, just a visit. They knew he was here, and I, so. But from now Steel's on, Steel's a smart guy. He's got shit going on. From, I can, I from, can go with it. From this point, from what it leads to? Well, yeah, because he, you just have to get all these people with him, and from this point out, uh, it's awesome. It really is because uh, he's going to die, and he tells everybody. You know, last words. And I'll tell you, I think that what uh, I forgot and what I kind of pushed to the side, while the story has been fucking crazy at points and you didn't get a lot, I do think that Tomasi has done a good job of showing Superman at least as a good guy for the most part and has been showing that he has a connection to these people. Yes. And it, that does pay off here. Because, yeah, he's going. Uh, Supergirl get, kind of gets the uh, shaft. <laughs> it really does. Like, I'm saying, hey, there's, nothing, there's nothing more humanizing, though, than like, death. Make me proud, Kara. You can count on it. That's all she says. But, yeah, they go down. <laughs> and uh, you said it's funny because he, he basically goes down the line of, you're my best. No, you're my best friend. You're my best friend. And he talks to Steel. Has something, has, I'm sorry. He has something really sweet lines for Lana about how he loves the fact that they got to the, like, know each other. And like Lois comes up, oh Lois, I lo I love you too. Remember that thing we talked about? I'll do anything for you, Clark. And Wonder Woman is just standing there like you bitches. Yep. Oh, it's it's. I'm telling <laughs> That's you. That's all I kept imagining. I'm getting I'm getting a little teary eyed. Ah, don't do it. Lana, when she says, "What am I gonna do without my best friend?" He says, "Anything and everything, Lana. Anything." It's so good. It's very good. And he's just looking. And again, I love the fact there. People always want like, oh, there. I like that she's with Steel. So this isn't anything but being a best friend. Yeah. And I love it. And yeah, even with uh, the – also, it's funny too. We're saying this. He's like, what, Lana's, what am I going to do without my best friend? Anything and everything, Lana. Anything and everything. I want – you know, he wants the world for her. Hey, Lois comes over. Hey, Clark, remember what I told you. You better get that book done. <laughs> 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 
wants that book done. But yeah, and then even Steele. And I love Steele. He's like, thanks for being an inspiration for me. And it, it's so good. And then you get to Batman, and he's like, you know, it's so funny, too, because, hey, Clark, and, it's it's so funny. It's not even that touching a moment. I think with Batman, it makes me laugh more because I think Superman's like, I don't I don't want you to say anything. you're gonna say something stupid. <laughs> it's like, it, it was an honor being with. You. It's so good. And then yes, and then Wonder Woman. They say Wonder Woman. She's crying. He's sweating. Uh, and All he's green. like, you know what? I just want you to know what a lucky man I was. And I'm getting. I'm getting oh goddamn you! I'm getting it again. So and am I. You know what else? When she says. Your parents are waiting for you. And I love that she says uh, parents, that they're all of them, the four of them are waiting. And God it's so, it. so good. And then Don't he, make me have the feels. Yeah, I'm, I'm actually getting upset again. Um, but yeah, then he blows up and Lana seems to be affected. Sure <laughs> and does. I don't understand. Lo- Lana and Lois get yeah, zapped Lana by and Lois explosion. get zapped. Uh, when was Lana ever spelled out to have anything like that? I, I'm telling you, we talked a little bit beforehand, but I, I remember something with Lana having powers as well at some point. There's no what book? Some, I don't know. I, I, there's never, as far as I know, never a mention of her in the Rebirth in any of the books. I hope she's in the Superwoman. I hope that she kind of has some problems. Um, but yeah, Lana, uh, Lois gets freaking boom right there. Looks like in the face, right in the face, Eric, right in the hair. Oh, right goddamn! All in her hair. <laughs> But yeah, then Superman's just like a charred thing oh of himself, and it's it, it is sad. And uh, yeah, and then all that it, energy, his body consumed it itself from within. And uh, and I'm like, oh my god, they're so upset. Except pre-Flashpoint, Superman who just says, yeah, I'll answer questions later. I ain't got time to talk. It's really weird, and you can tell me that maybe this is really affecting him. So much that he's actually seen a younger version of himself die, and he has died, which they spell out in Rebirth as well. But he just flies off, and it seemed very odd to me. Very odd. But yeah, there, there they are. They're, they're there. And um, it doesn't really match up to the art in that Rebirth, but I won't even go to there. It seemed like more of a green field, but hey. But yeah, then you see the reaction around the world, and you see Lex, and he's staring at that goddamn power suit. And again, this to me is him saying, okay. It's my turn now, baby. Time to step you know? up. I, I actually, I really wish they would have shown Lex get a little emotional. I really do. I wish that this would have been like one of those, like you almost would have gotten the, the thought that Lex kind of looked at Superman as like that little brother that always annoyed him. And he like, he'll tell everybody he hated, it, but now he's kind of lost without him a little, but no. Well, at it, that point though, you, well, he wasn't really presented. I was going to say like, now that Superman's dead, he has lost his motivation mm-hmm. for being trying to but be that's better than Superman. But we have that, not really had that bad I guy know. Lex I in just, the 52. I just wish that they would have shown something like – even if it They've was had like – had the rivalry. You, yeah, know really what, you know what the scene for me would have been? But again, this is where I think they are pushing it, where his new motivation is to become the Superman. He's mm-hmm. got that suit. I kind of wish that it would have been like he'd, you'd see him watching it on a – like, you know, he'd have a huge TV – and just turn it off, put his fucking remote down, and just sit down and just like almost like put his not upset head in his hand, just sit there and like think of what's going on because yeah. I think he would be in shock. Uh, then you get uh, Doctor Roman, <laughs> like oh, hey, I remember you. Yeah, and you did stuff, Ulysses. Yeah, she's there now again. I'm gonna spell out right now before we get the rebirth. Um, 
They really are. It, this is it, this is nationwide, fucking worldwide news. Sure is. It is really spelled out, especially with Dr. Allman. You see, it's the Daily Planet's reporting on it. It's all that that kind of. And uh, there's Ulysses. He's got the newspaper. There's I. I actually really like that they throw Lee in with the. Honestly, the, and the best part too, because I remembered Lee for a split second though. I went back to Action Comics. This was during his Johnny Clark time as yeah, being yeah, a firefighter yeah, okay, that I had yeah. for a split second. Yeah, like, no, no, I'm an idiot. No, I actually yeah, I like that they, they remember the throw Lee and she's crying. But all these people know the news, Eric. Uh, once Smallville's at the barbershop. No, yeah, they're all upset. And then there's uh, Jimmy. Jimmy is thrown. Throws at, camera into the goddamn thing. You wouldn't be able to read that once that camera went in there. No, absolutely not. But I like the effect. I really do like it. And then it ends with Lois telling her story, uh, telling Superman's story. And I like that. Uh it's really weird. I had a lot of issues, but I again, I almost started crying. I really did because I just got the chills again when you said that Lois is writing a story. Yeah, she's writing a story. Superman, and, and a hero's on. life. And to me, I I like the fact they end with that, not just because you know the story or whatever. I like just that it's showing you, yeah, they're they're moving on. Yeah, it's done. It, it's time, you know, shit's going on, and I really do like that. Um, but yeah, there there's some issues. I think that uh, the story got changed around a lot. And it doesn't quite jive fully with Rebirth. And I think that is like the nail in the coffin that it did kind of get screwed up a little. But I, do you agree with me? I said to you, I like the art. But he did, Jay, uh, Michael Yan, he did not get a lot of uh, moments to really impress you with this. Right. There's a lot, uh, everything looks great, but there's not like at the end of the issue, like I could say right now with that Justice League, like that Green Lantern, Jessica Cruz, Green Lantern, that one where they're, they're, the whole Justice League's attacking. Uh, you like I can even remember that. This there is not a panel there, that I, I would have say one. to you. There's only the Batwing one seems to be the one they try to impress you with, and I, I'm not big on that one. The one that impressed me is when uh, Connell and Superman were both doing the Heat Vision. Okay. I really thought that like when he's going like uh, critical and he's like the Superman exactly. S has gone away and I, I just thought it looked really yeah. cool. It's just, but you know what I mean? Like this is a huge issue. I would have yeah. thought that there would have been a couple big spreads and stuff like that, but there was really it. He did great art, but yeah, nothing that really wowed me. I got a question for you now, Jim. It just occurred to me because I'm looking that? at the last page now. Who is watching Lois? Because her webcam fucking light is on. Ooh. <laughs> I wonder who. <laughs> I don't think that's man. anything, but be funny. I'm like, yeah, it is on. Uh, it's Lex. Lex <laughs> has his pants off. He's he's naked in that Superman suit. But uh, I yeah, too. I um, I enjoyed it. Um, this does not make up for the the stuff that we got before. The, the I'm, story I'm you, has gone weird, down. But it it kind of makes up for the rest yeah. of the nonsense well, we got in this. Here's issue, the thing, though. though. I, I I even put in my review that it it only makes me go into rebirth. With a good feeling. Yes. Uh, not, and it's sad to say, a good feeling because he died, but a good feeling of like, okay, the, the story's going on, we're done, and it did end well. And but yeah, Superman if I being sit such there, a... there was two and a quarter issues that I enjoyed of eight issues. Yeah. That's not good. And... Um, but I'm telling you, we, Superman's dead here, and we go into Rebirth knowing that even though he was this dick for so long now that yeah. we've hated, he gave these people hope when he left. Yeah, he did. And he gave us hope knowing that things were going to change and we're going to have the Superman that we want. Are we... you telling me this is a love letter to it is Superman a, fans? Well, at least the last couple pages. It's emotional. It definitely was. But I gave it a 6-9 out of 10. Um, it's just uh, – it's one of those. The 7 yeah. to me was like, okay, that no. It, I think, it, I'm telling, I think I'd have to give it a 7 just because. Yeah. But like there is a lot of nonsense in the beginning yeah. that – 
Is this thrown at you? Genome, but that last the clip, genome, yeah. the crossing the streams really threw me off, and I thought that that was a bunch of hooey. Uh, but yeah, it, it ends. And if anybody, ends well. And here is what I like about it is anybody out there who has been reading it with us and has suffered through some of this. And again, it, it was eight issues. This yeah. isn't the truth. This wasn't eight months. Um, but the people who had gone through, at least I can say you're going to get a good ending. And you're going to yeah. like it. And it's going to get you all misty-eyed and cry. Jody cried. Jody said uh, in his thing, in his top five uh, Superman moments, it's one of them. And he said he cried too. It really it really threw me off. We're all a bunch I, of babies. I'm, t- I'm reading it. And I, it, it actually was one of those, like, I had to step back and go, what the fuck are you doing? You didn't even like the story half the time. And it's coming from the truth, which you hated. But it almost was like a, a reminder that I love Superman. Yeah. And now this Superman is done. It's so weird, though, because I know, I know he's back. <laughs> not even if it's him or whatnot. It's just so silly. But boy, I'll have to give Tomasi some credit because he fucking tugged in my heartstrings. But yeah. So Denny Swan is dead, is what you're telling me. Denny Swan is dead. Sue fucking Clark Kent. This one is dead. Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? But we're going to go on to the big book, Eric. We're going to go on to Rebirth. DC Universe Rebirth number one, written by Jeff Johns, with art by Gary Frank, Ethan Van Skyver, Brad Anderson, Jason Wright, Ivan Rice. Joe Prado, Hi-Fi, Phil Jimenez, Matt Santorelli, Gabe Altieb, Brad Anderson, and Nick J. Napolitano. Not Tom, his no. brother Nick. His brother Nick. I got to say, brother, I have no idea, but it struck me as funny. Brother Nick. It's time to start getting back to the meat and potatoes of our heroes, and it seems that the way we'll do this, do that is to find out what went wrong with the New 52 in the first place, and the person who's going to tell us is the pre-Flashpoint Wally West. He just needs some fools to remember him first so he can escape his Speed Force prison. Eventually he does, though, and we discover that Dr. Manhattan had something to do with the creation of our rebooted universe, and that's why it's darker than it was originally. Yep. Yep. I loved it. Uh, I'm sure most people. I I think that basically uh, if you ask me who loved it, it's the people who went into this hoping that they would love it. Uh, anybody who went into this thinking, oh, this is going to be a bunch of bullshit, probably came out of it thinking it uh, because it wasn't a huge, you know, there was no money shot, really. There no. was no fucking huge changing. I, I said there was no boom flash and everybody comes out. There was out flash, how dare you? Well, there was flash, but yeah, but you know what I mean. This was not, this was not a, re- that when they said that it wasn't going to be a reboot, it, it definitely isn't. Not it, at all. And it's more of a hope of what's going to come. I, I couldn't even tell you, like, if you said giving to me, us things that were wrong and then yeah, too, and acknowledging it, it, them I and said, saying we're going to move forward from it's here. It's like an apology. Uh, yes. and, and not even just an apology, but a um, they're acknowledging that exactly. they know what went wrong, number one. And, and we're going to fix and, shit. And, yeah, and that they want to fix it. And when this is over, I, I close the issue and you say to me, huh. Does this mean that we're going to get fucking Alan Scott in the regular universe and he's going to – I don't know. I don't know. I Yeah, I don't know. That's going to have to go with the other books, maybe another event down the line. But right I'm now, to find out though. Yeah, right now it makes me very happy because a lot of the things that we've been bitching about, us, just me and you, every fucking week on this podcast, <laughs> it does address. And, and the random strangers on the street. Yeah, and also we just did the – uh, the good, bad, and the ugly of the New 52, the two-part podcast that we did, and a lot of the things that you can tell people had there, – there were a couple things that people were really pissed off about 
it really does address a lot of that. Like yes. this couldn't come up. Like if they could have started this and a guy, it's fucking Alfred Hitchcock comes out, you know, like he wouldn't know. If, and he would say, oh, oh, you know what? Convergence didn't happen and walked out. Then I think even more people would be happy. That's the only, you know, and it's weird. And then he comes back. Now that it futures end. Yes. And you know, yeah, really. Um, just speaking of convergence, if they had a Wally West convergence issue and it was this issue, people would have loved it. Oh, yeah. Because this is kind of what they, people wanted. Uh, because yeah, you get Wally West. I think that, uh, Jeff Johns, obviously, he loves Wally West. Well, it's weird too, because I, when I was doing my little write up there for the beginning, I actually had to stop and think because I don't know that this is the Wally West from pre Flashpoint. Uh, it may not be. I'm saying the way I, I started thinking about it, because I called him throughout my review and even when I was reading the pre-Flashpoint Wally West. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It seems, though, that he has these like ideas how the universe was supposed to be, like he was there, but before it was tampered with and erased the 10 years. Yeah, well, so it's, I, I think it is this. It's meant to be this universe's Wally West that never was. Yeah, I think it's combined. I think that it was supposed to continue and it didn't because he even says like you, you, you know, there's that missing part and that we came back younger. And he even says himself, like, yeah. well, he says, you know, I, I look younger, but we all did. And then he remembers the Teen Titans that was exactly. forgotten. And, and that like was that, but yeah, that I think, happened in this universe. I think so. this is like one of those like weird, like you could go with even like a time travel, but a multiverse type kind of thing. Of, well, I'm yes, saying that I think this the speed force allowed theory. him to know what happened in Flashpoint, and also allowed him to know that he was yeah, part it's of the timeline originally. Only because he spells out like what happened in Infinite Crisis, and he kind of knew when he became Flash, and that seems to be like legit when that happened. I I don't know. Uh, the one thing I'll tell you, well, we don't even know how fucking you know. Uh, the like crisis on infinite earth affected well that's the problem that's what we don't know that's what we actually me and you at one point thought that's what this rebirth was going to be where they were going to show what happened then out of convergence what happened with the crisis yeah that is an issue because we do go back to the pre-flashpoint entire history of the wild west yeah you have the whole history and yes i think that maybe what you're saying as well that makes sense would have been like there is a uh, a divergence of what happened, the reality, and what was changed. And right. Again, here's the fun, the weird thing or the funny thing to me is you throw Doctor Manhattan in, and all bets are off. You don't know there's what the fuck could happen because the guy can do anything. Yeah, he's and, a goddamn you know god. I mean? Yeah. So uh, all that, but yeah, he shows up, and I know a lot of people. Well, even before that, I will tell you this issue is is separated in the spots, and uh, the first half at least is not for me. Chapter one lost. It, uh, even chapter two, I think it's in the beginning of chapter three where it gets in the parts where uh, it goes more towards me and like a manship. These mm-hmm. early parts are definitely a hey guys, you guys who didn't go to the new fifty two, you guys bailed. Look, this is what we're gonna do here. Look, Wally West is a great character for this because he's definitely oh, the poster child of hey look. They got rid of Wally now after all that time. He was so fun. He's my flesh. He's this. No, back to Barry and a dark universe. And so I thought that was, I thought it was brilliant. And also Flash, Flash is always involved with these things. And that's what I actually love. It's almost like a passing of the torch because every time we've had an event change like this, it's always been the Flash, whether it's the the beginning of the the Silver Age of comics when Barry was first introduced to him, like, you know, with the uh, Crisis on Infinite Earths to uh, even Flash, like, uh, like Flash, Flashpoint, you know, and shit like there's a bunch of others, but I can't yeah. think. But having Wally as the catalyst at this point to move us forward, it's great. I really enjoyed it. And I really enjoy it, too, because if you sat there and you talked to people who, again, I'm not talking about me, because Barry Allen's my Flash. That's the only Flash I really, you yeah. know, know. But if you said to somebody who was a big fan for years and years and years, and you said, hey, 
What character was fun that hasn't been in the new 52? What, Wally it's, West. It's Wally. It is. That, what else would there be? You know what I mean? They introduced, like, they kept Wally out and Wally, people yelling and screaming. And then when they announced, you know, the Wally West in the Flash book, people went nuts. Yeah. So I really do like it. And, uh, he goes to Bruce, the first one he goes, he's going to go see Bruce. And, and you get the idea. That's the whole kind of hokey thing about it. He has to be remembered. Like to, Mr. Twister and Titans. Yes, huh? He has to be remembered to be able to come back in this. And it's not, it doesn't throw me off though. I, I like it. I like the fact that, and that again, I, you could say how you said it with, it's one of those, like maybe that's not even, they say kind of that it's speed force, but is that more of a multiverse thing that to exist, you have to be known? I, I don't know. Uh, but I like it, but he goes to Bruce. A lot of people were upset that he didn't go, go to Linda right away. Uh, but cause he I'm always, saying, he always would, but he, he, has a, he, has a, shit done. he has a great reason why. Yeah. And he goes there. Now you, you get the thing where, this is thrown in this book where you also are going to get a lot of hints of where the rebirth number ones are going, how the characters are going to go. And even out of uh, the Dark Side War with uh, Batman, um, you have Batman there. He's sitting there. And the weird thing is he wants to know where Superman is. It That's doesn't weird. make sense. And you look, and it is the new 52 Superman he's looking at. He's yes. not looking at pre-Flashpoint. If you said to me, like, oh, he's talking about that pre-Flashpoint because when he went away, the other thing. This is one of his uh, parts of guilt, his denial. Yeah. Oh, where's Superman? Yeah, it, Super- it's, Superman's dead, Bruce. It's weird. Dead. Yes, it's, that, that'll <laughs> be it. But, yeah, he wants to know where Superman is. There's that, oh, no new sightings of Superman. Yeah, he's dead. We saw that the fucking last issue. Also, you're going into this thing with the three Jokers, and I imagine that from Dark Side War to now has been two years. Right. And uh, he's just sitting there looking at that script the whole time. He, he actually, his chair there, it, it's a toilet as well. He has not left that chair. But, yeah, it's weird, the Superman thing. But, uh, yeah, Barry, uh, Barry, Wally shows up. He's like, oh, you know, he's the, you know, the greatest detective. He shows up and, hey, do you remember me? And that's where you get the whole thing where he's like, hey, I was, you know, you may not recognize me now. I'm younger. We're all younger now. And that's where you get the idea where they're setting up that there's some times, that, not even just time missing, but also that, uh, people were upset that the new 52, when these, uh, heroes started, people were thrown off that these were, inexperienced heroes. Yeah, they're novices. Yeah, and that, that they show that right there. And they there. address this point where the legacy was taken away as, as Wally narrates throughout this entire issue while he get, keeps try, trying to have people remember him yeah. and getting sucked back into the speed yep, force and moving on. And the big deal is he says to Batman, you know, look at the letter, your dad, uh, you know, your letter from your dad. And uh, it's weird, though. Do you get anything of him saying that when he says it, that that means to bust through well, behind I, I was looking at this for a little while because we talked about this before I even did my review, but I think when he gets zapped back in the Speed Force, there is like a lightning bolt that goes out and breaks some of that wall. I see that. Yeah, I guess. And that's kind of him, you know, helping him. But yeah, and that's the, that's the letter from Flashpoint, right? Yes. Yeah. So I like that. I like that tie. And that's when now you're going. And again, this is also, this is kind of for me because then when you go, now you're going to get a Wally West, uh, history. Yes. Which you're going to have to do that. There's people like me who really don't know. And, you and get, honestly, I was a little thrilled. like that. Actually, I'm like, this is kind of boring. I know Wally West. Yeah. And I don't. Yeah. But you, you kind of have to do it. I, I like it because it, it, it was does, a nice refresher. Well, and also it does tie into um, both Barry for later and also even kind of 
points out the whole relationship with the Wally from the New 52. So you don't have to explain. You know, you get that whole thing with Iris and all that, so you got that. Yeah, that, uh, uh, that was a little weird to me because it's I'm, it even goes with, you know, Wally existing in this world as well, but before he was taken out from yeah. meddling or whatnot. But with the Wally West, the New 52 Wally West, we find out in this that he is a cousin with the same name, but their parents were not like, you know, they didn't get along. So they it was never Dan. met. It was, yes. you know, yeah, it was, you know, and they didn't like each other. But, yeah, they were named after the same one. That, that, that's fine. I have yeah. a couple. I have a couple friends that they have cousins with the same name. I have two cousins. With it's my fine. Name. And again, they, there are three Eric Shades. They're going to bring back Wally. My father. Yes, he's not going to be Kid Flash. So it's nice to have a Kid Flash. Um, and also, I, I hate to say it, you get rid of the, the black Wally West, people are going to get oh, pissed. Yeah. I, I like Wally West in the New 52. So do I. We haven't gotten enough of him. That's the only thing that I find at any fault. I like him. I like young heroes. I know you love them. I love them. Yeah. So I, I do like that. But yeah, it goes on. You even get the whole shout out. Yeah, we were uh, Teen Titans at one point. People don't remember that. I like that. I like seeing that. I like that they spell that out. Then they show when Barry the crisis, but that it's weird because yeah, that really a lot of this shouldn't have happened because of uh, the freaking convergence, right? I don't know. Yeah, how I think any that, of that, that works with again this. is that them wiping convergence out because if that's the case, I'm in. So am I. <laughs> yeah, right away. I'm fine. Whatever. Well, and is it one of those because convergence happened? Then and Wally's been out of time. That it, he's just saying what happened, giving you a history, even though convergence it, makes no sense to me in the long run because we have the freaking crisis on infinite earths changed. Yeah. So I have no idea what the ramifications of that are in the long run, especially for what we have a reformed timeline. Yeah. That had Pandora grab the Vertigo world, the Wildstorm world, yeah. and now this. and is it one of those where that is kind of saying to you, okay, you know what, all all bets are off again. You know, yeah. everything's going, and and if that's the case, that's fine. I'm all they don't for really it. spell it full out. But yeah, so after Flashpoint, as as the timeline was reformed, someone intervened with the rea- like with the reality and made the New Fifty Two universe darker than originally intended. Mm. And what Wally believes is that the person took ten years away from our heroes, hence the five year gap, and we start as a way to try to weaken our heroes for this mysterious force finally emerges, so they can have this war between despair and hope. It's it's mm. some far out, far out things for like uh, Wally to be going off on a limb and saying, yeah. but uh, this is trying to like just tie everything together the world's not the way it should be we need to fix things we need to find out what happened and if we don't they're going to come for us yeah for yeah. some reason which i don't know yet yeah and again you're going on you you see uh johnny thunder that's johnny thunder I, and you you like johnny thunder i i used to like, like the, the justice idea society with, i love the justice all society. This, the idea again, with him and his genie though is and, with, yeah and this is all this is all for people who bail this is not again Johnny Thunder and the I'm not that into. I don't know much about. I, it, I like so. the idea where Johnny Thunder was the one who during the McCarthy era fucking yeah, like, yeah. unmasked he sold them everybody, out. sold them out something yeah. fierce. He's got to bring them back together now. Yeah. I you, like that idea. You, you go kind of quick and and you know heavy here because then you have a girl who might be Saturn girl. Saturn knows, girl, yeah, and yeah. Uh, she has a flight ring, and that's pretty cool. She's uh, at the yeah. police custody. She's in the meantime, about though, yeah, again, with Superman, they're like, oh, they don't know. No, it's very odd. And then you get uh, Ray. And now this is going to you have that where you're going to say, OK, uh, we're going to bring back a lot of these old guys, yeah. these old people that people you like, like the Legion. You're going to like that. Then it goes into a full out section of, listen, the new 52 was devoid of heroes with partners, heroes with sidekicks. Right. You're going to get them because then you get uh 
the Adams. Ray Palmer Ray has Palmer. gone missing because he's been researching the timeline yep. at a microscopic level yep. and has realized that something's wrong and has gone missing when he tried to figure out what. Yep. So he tries to get a hold of Ryan. Choi. Ryan Choi. And, uh, it's so funny because he tells him what to avoid right as he's going to tell it. And it fucking blinks out. The video goes out. Now, the next one, it threw me off this a little. Um, it's Jaime and Ted Cord. And I know that you were like, oh, it better not be this. And we had Ted Cord. What gets me is why is Jaime there? Jaime went there looking for help, and Ted it's was weird looking. though. It, and I, it Ted just, became a fanboy. Yeah, I just I don't understand really that. I don't understand where they got this, you know, this connection. But I just got, I'm saying it's it's funny that he actually went to Ted Cord because Ted Cord has never been the Blue Beetle in this universe. Yeah, yeah. And it's just, but he wants some answers. He is a young guy who has a fucking scarab on his yeah, back. Yeah. He wants to try to figure out how but to get it off. Why does he some think point. Ted Cord has the answers? Ted Cord is a scientist. Yeah, it just seemed, it really seemed and odd Teddy, to me. Teddy became a goddamn I mean, fanboy yeah, and Jaime fan doesn't want any part of it. And you know what's, you know what's great about this is what's Ted Cord's superpowers? He's smart. Yeah. And it makes sense that, because you don't need him to be a meta powered guy. No. So he can become his version of the, you know, oh, yeah. of the Blue Beetle easily. And I do like that. But then it's kind of funny to me in my mind because in his, my mind, Ted Cord is older, even though we were presented to Forever Evil with a younger Ted. Yeah, yeah. But like the older guy is the like the sidekick, kind of like Stargirl and Strike. It's funny. Yeah. Uh, and he really freaks out. Then. Hey, I'm the Blue Beetle too, Jaime. Uh, huh? Dr. Huh? Dr. Fate shows up. He uh, this have is no, where shit gets weird. He don't have me. no hoodie on. No, this is the classic <laughs> Dr. Fate. I, lo- I love the art of that. And, well, this uh, is what I wanted when they first announced the Dr. Fate title. Yeah, this is really. the Dr. Fate I wanted. And he tells Ted then, uh, hey, that's not fucking – it's not, not alien. tech. It's uh, magic. Magic. I'm like, don't mind that. I do. Don't mind motherfuckers. it because now you kind of just tie everything into just – you don't have to go fucking zapping around the fucking universe. You, we didn't need to do that before. I know, but you would have always already, led to something with, with the this, alien tech. Say, we already dealt with that story in the zero yeah. uh, number zero issue. Of Blue Beetle, we yeah, don't have I, to go back. I actually don't think that that's even going to matter much. They're not even. This is all going to. I know that it means something, but I think they're going to just go from the here on. But I like. I do like the idea of sidekicks. I really do. Oh yeah, me too. That's why then, I wanted, I, Batman and Robin was my favorite book at one well, point. Again, then they go to a Damien who is not going to be a sidekick now. He's going to be, and it says he has new ideas. There's that fucking weird smile. That, happy, happy 13th birthday. Oh my God. Celebrating by happy himself. birthday to me. <laughs> and then they show Jessica Cruz, and that's where you get the whole thing where he's talking to Hal. Hey, what's going on? Who's Sinestro? And that kind of ties into yeah. what's going to go on in that. Uh, we get Calderon as, and, as the Aqualad in this yeah. universe is introduced. Yeah. So that's okay. They just throw that now. Yeah. The next, it's, uh, people love that character. Yeah. And I yeah. just love the fact that, here, he's here. Don't fucking worry. He's yeah. here. We'll move that, on. That's all this is. And there you, and then that's, now you get to the nitty gritty. Now we're going to be like, okay, we just showed <laughs> you some things. Now we're going to show you what we're, we were upset about. And there's Pandora. And Pandora, it's funny too, because even the, how she's talking, is like not really monologuing. She is really like just spelling out shit to the reader. Right. And like she is really, this isn't like, oh my God, I got to do it. She's just telling you what the fuck happened and she just gets blown. Doesn't, I don't get enough though because of how angry I was that we didn't ever use this character for what she was supposed to be originally. Yeah. She's just like, the heroes will find it out. Their, their hope will overcome yeah. your darkness and blam, she is yeah. Rorschach. Actually, actually, that's why I like it. 
because she is so really insignificant and we could just say fuck her. Uh, ah, she God, really didn't mean an anything. Answer. But yeah, the answer is she didn't mean anything. They, to me, they just tricked her and they made her do this. I still How? think that she was the one who, because she had that stupid box. They kind of spelled it out. She, that's the darkness. I think they used her to do that, even though Dr. Manhattan doesn't need that if it is, in fact, you know, him. Well, no, I'm just saying with like Pandora being the one who actually formed the new 52 universe because it wasn't like holding. So she had to take the Vertigo universe, throw that in, the Wildstorm universe, throw that in to make a complete world. Yeah, well, how about this? Because uh, they really spell it out later with Wally that she, it wasn't Pandora. They I know, say but the thing, maybe that they can explain later, which maybe they won't, that the vertigo, not the vertigo, but even the wild, that's her trying to get the hope back in that you had the wild storm. Oh, you know, oh, I'll, I'll throw them in. And all, oh, you're I'll not getting the that wild storm. <laughs> no, I'm saying just <laughs> those are all either. dark places yeah, as well. But either, you know, whatever. But yeah, or it was just that was what they put in. I don't know. I, I yeah, couldn't tell she's you. Done. She's done. Uh, then they go. Yeah, she blows up. It's the most frame yeah. for frame for when Rorschach died yeah, in Watchmen. And yeah, it really is. And uh, then you go and you go into uh, Superman. Oh, well, no, you get a uh, Grail. You Grail get a and Baby Darkseid. And again, still that alive is, just a, that, uh, is that more to uh, if you didn't read Justice? Yes. They have to throw it in. So you Diana has a brother. His name's Jason. Yeah. Then you go. Okay. Now we go to Superman's death. And again, this seems like. All of a sudden, people are just finding out. It just seems off to me. Um, and now you're going to go. The, the main issue of this is that the heroes have a connection that was taken away, and they're going to realize that the connection is still there. You get Dinah and uh, Green Arrow. That's the big one, Oliver and Dinah. And then, well, I'm telling you, you forgot about Mr. Razzo. Uh, well, that's next. That's oh, I thought when you were yeah. talking about I'm sorry, yes. No, that's well, when I thought there. when you said Superman, you meant pre-Flashpoint. No, and then, uh, no, Superman, they, they have Yeah, it's when we have this whole thing where everybody shows up at his death. Weird. They're all there. There's Beastborn. He's just sitting there. But yeah, and they're like, oh, they had a connection. They don't remember. It's bothering them. That'll, that'll go into rebirth number one for them. And, yes. and you have Superman and pre-Flashpoint Superman, now the Superman. And uh, he gets visited by Dr. Oz. And, Mr. Oz. Mr. Oz, I mean. And um, he's been in it before. He yep. showed up, and that was when... He wishes a Superman. Yeah, and that was the big thing when Clark... That, like, everything they did was to try to keep out of the limelight, and he showed up and knew about him. Um, but yeah, even here, it's really kind of hokey to me. It's like, oh, I guess shit's hitting the fan now. We're, <laughs> we're done now, because yeah, you can't have him running around where he's trying to hide or whatever. So we'll see how that goes. I say, and everybody's saying that uh, Mr. Oz is Osmodeus, but... I don't know. He looks very odd to me to be fucking supposedly be, you know, Osmodeus. Yeah, and even even if he is, uh, if he, it's weird to even call him Mr. Oz if yeah. that's the case. I mean, that's not very clever. That's kind of going with the deal. But uh, then you get Aquaman and Mara. They're going to get married. Uh, Aquaman proposes. It's great. That yeah. really like now we're getting to apologies where you're like, oh, we didn't allow that. We're going to. Uh, Wally goes to find uh, Linda, Lin and I think that this is to me. This is to show. That the new 52 universe still has some pull. That she doesn't remember him and that is, yeah, what, you know what I mean? That this she's is not going to be the anchor anymore that he always yeah, like, and relied I think on to come back. It's one of those where you are showing still that there weren't a lot of connections between characters that you want. I do, I just think that it's showing that it's still there. Yes, I, I agree. You know what I mean? And then, Again, this whole issue is a lot of like going into the rebirth. You get a little peek at the Detective Comics with the Gotham. Uh, yeah. villains, which is weird. No, that was Batman. 
No. Oh, yeah. Batman. You're right. Uh, it's weird because they're even like, oh, the sick. Like, do you get That's the idea? That's not for us yet. Yeah. Do you get the idea that they're from an alternate universe? Though? No. But why would she say the signal? Gotham, it's not for us. Not yet. It seems like she thinks it is. Well, I'm saying there are characters going to come out to try to be the heroes yeah, of Gotham. But and where are they from? I think they're from Gotham. I don't think so because when she says it, she's almost saying it to me. When he says, no, no, not yet, she thinks it's now. And it's not. She should know. You know what I'm saying? It comes I get to, you. It comes off to me like me and you would show up in Gotham uh, with the plan, and then I say, hey, there's our signal. It's not our signal yet. It's just weird to me that he spells it. It's very it odd that this is thrown yeah, in yeah. my mind. It is. Well, all these. There's a couple, of course. Then you get uh, Constantine and, and Swamp Thing. Uh, you get Wally with this connection with the people. You see Dick and uh, Vic and uh, uh, fucking Boomerang. Yeah. But yeah, it, 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 this is all leading to him seeing Wally West. We, oh, this is going to be Kid Flash. They explained that, which we did earlier. Yes. And it all leads to him with Barry, where you're, he's going down the line. He's going to die. If somebody doesn't remember him, he's going to be consumed. Every time he comes out of the Speed Force to try to get someone to remember him, it's killing him. And he'll eventually just die and go into the Speed Force to become the power. Yeah, and he ends up – and to me, right now, in this ending of it, I don't – you could say it's Dan DeDio. You could say it's – I said in my notes, this is Mr. DC. Barry Allen is Mr. DC. He is Dan DeDio. He is everybody who tried to force that thing because he comes out. Wally comes out. Do you remember me? I don't. All of a sudden, he remembers him. And he's yes. Like, oh, my God. The last second right before he's about to get sucked I remember back you. You know, and even that, he's like, thank you for your kindness, for your inspiration, for being there for me so many times. Uh, Very this nice. Is last time. It is. And he's like, uh, every second was a gift, and uh, I, I'll go with love in my heart. And that seems to be what gets him. Like the love in his heart. Yeah. He's like, goodbye, Barry. And I, Got me he, too. to me, he's like, Wally. And to me, this is DC remembering what the fuck they're all about. <laughs> this is the greatness that we had that we tried to fuck with. I remember now. You know what? Hey, he grabs him and he, he said, he's like, you know, Wally's like, I'm back. And Barry's like, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I forgot about you. How could I forget? And I really like it. I'm, actually, so I'm, I'm getting, I'm, yeah, so am I. So am I. Again, fucking, to me, like it son is, of a bitch. this is Dan DeDio. This is even Jeff. John. It's all of these guys who tried to force this other thing on us, remembering, no, you know what? This is supposed to be funny. We Let's had see. this. We, and we Yes. Just, we fucked up. And yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry we forgot about you. And to me, then, Wally is just the symbol of everything that was great before. And you're going from there. And yeah, then even even before I, I left because they did when he even showed Barry before when Barry got the pizzas for the kids. Right. And he's like, he's always having fun. I'm like, not, not in no, this regular no, book. No. And I'm like, there you go. That right there. But yeah, then you go. And that that's basically it. Uh, he's remembered. He's back. But yet it is not. This is not a earth shattering change right now. No. This is going to be a process, I guess. This is a segue to start yeah. spreading the word about how shit's going to like be yeah. from here on out. Yeah, and is it going to be one of those things that Wally goes into the Titans and they start – like, is it going to be like, man, those guys look like they're having a lot of fun. <laughs> and everybody wants to have fun. But yeah, then you have uh, Batman has the, uh, the letter. He goes, looks, and he finds the button. I don't understand that at all, but I don't either. I don't. I think it's just one of those. It's just there so people can like. It is. We are like spelling it out throughout this issue, but just in case you don't know. Yeah. Bam. But and then they they end with you know the whole thing that yeah it's Watchmen. Yeah. It's uh, Doctor Manhattan, but uh yeah to me it is 
only Jeff Johns at this moment. I know people are all up in arms and people are like, oh, I think they're going to do this and that and the other thing. Yeah, there's probably a plan. Hopefully there is. Hopefully because plan. in the new it's 52, there wasn't one. a lot. Of, yeah. But to me, right now, it's, it's more of a symbol of the Watchmen. Uh, I don't know Jeff Johns. I don't know that in, you know, you talk to the guy and he hates the Watchmen. No I don't idea. know. But I do think that Jeff Johns is a guy who loves the classic comics so he, you know a silver age guy and they, all these things and yeah shit got real and the watchman was one of them the watchman was gritty and all that even and we said like the dark knight well, yeah. could have been thrown Fucking in there. killing joke, the killing even the, joke the, uh, death, death in the family yeah and um to me that's all right now that this really spells out and yeah there's a lot of questions we want to know but i don't think that in a batman book in Batman Rebirth, you know, Batman number six, all of a sudden, fucking Rorschach's going to come show up and start fucking... There's more chance of Horshack coming out. <laughs> and fucking, you know, Mr. Carter! <laughs> you know, he's got... I don't think that you're going to oh, get Rorschach. what... I'm telling you, a lot of people are already, you know, already planning like, oh, but this is going to happen and that's going to happen. And I, I really don't think that it's that. Here's why. It, it no, may. I'm saying once we hit some like a, a year in, maybe yes. I don't I, even September for the usual events seems a little too early. Well, we talked about this last night, but somewhere down the line, but not soon, we'll start hearing more about it. But yeah. don't expect it right away. No, I, I don't. And, and really, when you say like, really, what do you think it would be? Like, are they, you know, well, say say to me they have Watchmen versus the Justice League. That's yeah. a big deal. The the Watchmen War. They're going to have that. It's just to me. That doesn't intrigue me, and it's, and it's getting to be nonsense again. You know what I mean? We're trying oh, I, to get right away from you. the nonsense. To me, this is just a symbol of the, what you're getting out of. Now, again, they, well, it kind you. of shows that he's still around. I'm sorry. Really, Dr. Manhattan went around and got rid of some of the nonsense. I don't agree with him killing Owl Man because I actually really like that character in Justice yeah, League. Yeah. But oh, – fuck, I lost my train of thought. But – um. In my mind, we have this. We know now that the world was created with this darker tone because the Watchmen somehow got involved. Doctor Manhattan. Well, yeah, and it, it, now, they spell it out too that when when Flashpoint happened, there was a you know a tear in the universe. Yeah, but while they it took was advantage, yes. of that. they took advantage of it to jump in and change shit. But that, that's what happened. When they talk about a war going to happen between hope and despair, I think it's more of our heroes just being the classic heroes that we love. Fighting against fighting it with against like going them. like having a lighter tone. Well, and here here's the thing: like you say that, um, it is a weird thing. In the New Fifty Two, you had a lot of these where you can still have dark stories. It, villains are villains. Yeah. But a lot of times in the New Fifty Two, like it was it was a fight to see who was darker, Seriously. the villain or the hero. Read the and last yeah, fucking arc of Green I Arrow. I think that the I think like you just said, I think that that's what's going forward are these new. You know, the new thing. It's remember, not, a, it's not remembering a the fun. War. No, remembering the fun versus it's about br they like bringing had. the light out of the darkness. Yes. And again, the, the clock is ticking across the DC universe. Yes. And yeah, they're going to spell it. And it's going to happen. Right, well, I just don't think it's going don't to happen. I don't know how anybody fights Dr. Manhattan. Yeah. Though. That's what I was, that was what I was getting to the point. If you had the Justice League versus the Watchmen, you're going to have to Fight have over. some way that Dr. Manhattan is like they show that all this. Know. Yeah. He's captured. He's somehow now that it's they not as strong as the that, Yeah, he's Mr. Twister. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I loved it. I loved uh, not even just what I read. It's just the feeling that I had and going forward. And yes, I really read it and said, you know what? You, you're you know what I was angry about. Yeah, and you I got really, me. I'm all in. I, yeah, and I, I take a lot 
too, uh, put a lot in that that you're like, okay, you, you get it. Shitload of things thrown at us, though. Yeah, because really, this it, we really dealt with every book for the last two and a half, almost three years. Yeah. And when all along we kept being forced into, oh, you want here's Convergence, the heroes you love, with the story we no. relied no. to. Uh, you know, shit wasn't what we, you know what I mean? They sold us a bill of goods a lot. And this one is like, we're sorry. And I'm in, uh, I said, I'm in until I'm out. If six months exactly. from now, fucking green arrow, I'm not going to look back. If green arrow sucks and issue six, I'm not going to look back. Oh, you know what? I really like rebirth and boy, it's a lot of fun. And no, it's going to go issue by issue, uh, team by team, book by book. But right now, I'm very excited uh, to see yeah, what this seems like. Jeff Johns is making sure that these are what the stories that DC fans want to read. Yeah, yeah, they're supposed to be fun. There is room I for know. everything. There really is room for a dark story. That, but it really did start to get, and, and not even just uh, just nonsense. The whole the truth, and that, oh my goodness, it Supergirl just, was angry for an entire run up, right up until yeah, the end. Yeah, a lot of these things were like, oh, I, I wanted like a Superboy, fun. Jesus well, Christ. we said there's there's a couple books that we read all the time that continued on the 52 issues where we just thought, hey, this character's supposed to be fun. Yeah. Flash, Flash has been fun some points, but that's a character. Green Arrow. That that should be a fun character. Sure. Green Arrow should be fun. And you can deal with your social justice stuff and still be fun. Uh, let's see if they do it. But, yeah, I, I, gave, I gave it a 10 out of 10. I gave it a 9 out of 10. Yeah, I gave it uh, – again, this is one of those where I say I get very emotional. Yeah. And it, it definitely – because it's pointing to something that I really want to happen and all that, I, I got all swept up. <laughs> yeah. uh, not that – and I'm talking about it. I don't think it's a perfect issue. But for me, at the time, it came at a perfect time to happen and uh, i'm all in but yeah uh we're gonna stop for a second right are we yeah. up to your uh shows are on right yes we are we are gonna listen to your side what shows a lot of uh finales right that's the season finale of flash and arrow Ooh, season finales you your shows are on and then they're off what are you gonna do then what are you gonna do with all your time not record a fucking show segment you're, that's for sure you're, you're not gonna record that and you start watching prison break <laughs> fucking right away I, that's what i did immediately i started watching prison break just because prison i had break. heat wave and captain like, hey, and, and i could just see you're like okay Captain Cold and Heatwave got caught. They, they were doing something in Central City. They got arrested. Now they, they're in prison. They are such they, good friends and partners that Captain yeah. Cold got himself in prison to break out. Yeah, and Heatwave. now we're gonna break them out. And you just every time they say done you out, I don't know what are the what are the guys' names in that show. Uh, Michael and Link. Okay, he's like, hey, my, and Captain Cold, you yell Nick. it. Mick, Leonard, yeah. Hey, Leonard. I have done all this so far. So good, but yeah, we'll listen to your shows around, and we'll be back with some more books. Shut up! My shows are on. Welcome back to this segment where we will look at the last two episodes of this season of TV, Flash and Arrow, and I don't know, depending on how things go over the summertime, we might have somebody else do this, I know a lot of you will be happy if that's the case, or it might not come back at all. I'm not sure at this point, but TV's over, TV's over, we don't gotta worry about it no more, man, we don't gotta worry about it. So let's get right down to this with Flash, Season 2, Episode 23, The Race of His Life. I promise you, I'm gonna take from him what he took from you. A race, Barry. Between you and me, 
to see who's the fastest man alive. You want to kill this guy? The Flash, season finale next Tuesday at 8, 7 central on The CW. So we got the final episode of season two of our favorite superhero, The Flash. And I gotta tell you that I was really looking forward to this because I love watching The Flash, but I was very angry right away because half the episode is The Flash being, you know, seriously upset because his father died last episode and his friends locking him the fuck up. I want to watch The Flash, I don't want to watch The Flash's friends take care of things. I know it might be a dick thing to say, but I want to see a dude run fast and take care of things with speed. We didn't get a lot of that. Eventually though, Wally stepped up and released Flash from his goddamn containment cell. And we got to find out what was going on in the goddamn world. See, Zoom wants to race while, uh, Barry. And the thing is, you realize, I realized this last um, promo like that led into this the you know next week on the flash that the whole thing is they're gonna race and them racing is gonna speed up this goddamn thing that the uh, professor zoom has it's gonna destroy the goddamn multiverse and I, I love it it makes a lot of sense to me it's gonna be this fucking uh, photon goddamn device and it's gonna destroy everything except for prime earth or earth one that we call that here I was a little upset <laughs> no, I'll get to it but um Flash creates a time remnant, and he's able to go out and save Joe, because there was some shit going on, and he was able to take out Z Zoom before anything bad happened. It was good. He And then all the energy that was gone, it fucking sucked it up, and it's, it's good. It's fucking Flash mumbo-jumbo fucking weird science nonsense. It all works, so I like it. And we find out that the man in the Iron Mask was actually freaking uh, Jay Garrick, but in that world, it was it looks like Henry Allen. And I have a problem because he says he, he's not from Earth 2, which kind of bothered me. He's from Earth 3. And whenever anybody says Earth 3 to me, I think evil motherfuckers right away. So, I wish they wouldn't have said that. Earth 3 doesn't work for me. And I didn't like the way that oh, a fucking Wesley ship uh, looked in the goddamn costume. It was just this big old yellow bulge of the lightning bolt bothered me for some reason how yellow it was. I thought the freaking Hunter Zalman looked amazing as Jay Garrick in the beginning of the season. Having freaking uh, Wesley Ship look at, like, have it didn't really work because he was just kind of bulgy. I don't... Anyway, fucking, we go on fucking all our Earth tours. They go back to Earth 2. Their planet's saved. All right, going back. And Barry decides, yep, uh, my dad's dead. I'm a very angry person. I got a lot of stuff to work on. So I'm gonna go back in time and create a flashpoint. That's right, we're at the end of season two, and Barry creates the goddamn flashpoint by going back in time and saving his mother. And I was flabbergasted. I'm like, this is a little too soon. Wally doesn't even have his goddamn powers yet. What are you doing? But it's a hell of a cliffhanger to go out on. I'll give him that. I can't wait to watch it. Let's move on. Next up, we got Arrow, Season 4, Episode 23, Schism. The nuclear attack in our city is imminent. This is a mercy killing on a global scale. I know that this city has been through tough times before. We will survive this. For our final episode of Arrow this season, we kind of get a rehash because we get these nuclear weapons thrown at us again. 
everybody's doomed. It's this big over-the-top goddamn thing, which really, it seems so weird that we're dealing with this kind of scale. I don't know. I'm used to, you know, like we got fucking villain versus hero, blah, blah, blah. We got nuclear weapons going after the fucking world. We got to take care of it. It's weird. I don't know. It makes me feel weird thinking about it. But what we have here is the city going insane, fucking rioting, doing all that terrible shit. And Oliver actually comes forward and inspires the people. Everything's going to hell. Oliver gets up on top of a taxi cab and starts running the goddamn speech talking about hope and being this being their home. And at first I'm like, oh, here we go, some sappy fucking nonsense. Uh, by the end of that fucking speech, I was feeling it too. I'm like, what do you want me to do, Oliver? I'll get up out of this goddamn chair right now and do whatever the fuck you told me. You inspired me, boy. And he inspired the rest of the city too. The only problem is, at the end, we have a showdown with Damien Dark, which we've had throughout the series. And Damien's like, "You, what makes you think you could stop me? Blah, blah, blah. We get this whole thing. We get the Spider-Man 3 moment where the city's like, you stay away from him. This is our city. Blah, blah, blah. We're going to help you. But then it becomes the Dark Knight Rises, where it's this gigantic fight between Oliver and Dark, the people of the city, and the ghosts. And I'm sitting there like, yeah, I saw this in Dark Knight Rises. I wasn't really impressed with that, but all these ghosts, they had machine guns. Why did they just put their weapons down and start fighting hand-to-hand? I, I don't get it. And then the fucking... Oliver, using his hope, like, the he, the speech he gave inspired everybody, gave them hope. It cast away the darkness, which made Damien Dark vulnerable. And, uh, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about it. It's weird, but the thing that I really didn't like is that, okay, <laughs> Oliver beats Damien, and, like, what are you gonna do? You can't do nothing. And Oliver kills him, and... It bothers me so goddamn much because, yeah, season one, Oliver killed a shit ton of folks, but we're past that. Here, My heroes don't kill. They always find a third option, and he just kills fucking Damien here, and it bothered the shit out of me. <sighs> goddamn it. Goddamn it. But anyway, so Damien Dark's dead. They re-fucking program the missile. People don't die. All is in the ends well, but Diggles are like, fuck this shit, I'm out. I killed my brother. I'm going re-enlisting in the military. I gotta learn to fucking be a goddamn man again the way I was. And uh, Thea's all like, you know what? I love you, brother. I can't do this anymore either. Shit's crazy. We end this episode. It's just Oliver and Felicity, and that's it. I'm like, well, I guess we're getting back to basics. But back to basics is when Oliver killed people. I, hopefully he doesn't fucking kill anybody ever again. A weird ending. I'm not a huge fan of this season. I do look forward to see what happens in season five, though, just because it's motherfucking Green Arrow. This one was kind of a wash for me, though. Well, that's our shows for this week. See you after the summertime, maybe. Who knows? When our shows come back, things are happening. But we got a bunch of reruns we can watch. We got a bunch of old stuff. You can watch the old fucking 1997, I think it was, Justice League of America show pilot. It's on YouTube somewhere. There's a bunch of stuff to watch. Good times. Until then, everybody keep watching TV because having a life is overrated. I bought a bourgeois house in the Hollywood Hills with a trunk load of hundred thousand dollar bills. Man came by to hook up my 
cable TV We settled in for the night, my baby and me We switched round and round till half past dawn There was 57 channels and nothing on 57 channels and nothing Hey Eric and Jim, I'm just Matt E. I'm just calling in for my uh, quick minutes uh, review of DC Rebirth I have to say I really enjoyed the story of the Kid Flash coming in, uh, you know, trying to reset the universe. And, of course, he brings a message that, hey, everything's been fucked up since uh, Flashpoint because some almighty deity god kind of creature just kind of fucked everything up. And who did they make it? Fucking Dr. Manhattan. God damn it. Why can't they keep Watchmen separate? Thank you very much, Jeff Johns. You just fucked Alan Moore in the ass. You know, they should have just kept those things, guys separate from the DC Universe because they were great as a standalone group. You know, it was something that Alan Moore came up with because DC fucked him over with using Blue Beetle and Captain Atom. I mean, come on. Do you really have to bring them into the DC Universe? Keep them separate for crying out loud. Anyway, I'm kind of pissed off at Jeff Johns about that. I mean, if you wanted to make a cool character that you could, you could, you know, say reset the universe or screw the universe up... What about the main bad guy from Multiversity? I mean, he was pretty cool looking that Grant Morrison created and uh, Ethan Van Skyver drew. I mean, come on. Motherfuckers. Goddamn DC. Goddamn Marvel. I'm I'm whooping these two two big... two. Ah, see, I'm so angry I can barely even talk. Ay, ay, ay. Anyway, have a good one. Keep it real. Talk to you later. Bye. All right. All right, we're back. You know what, Eric? The, con- the concrete was his enemy. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. It we is stopped weird. and watched Twins. No, yeah, we went. We might as well. I'm telling you, you well, you told me, yeah. and I agree. Uh, we now talked about Justice League. We now talked about Superman, and of course, we talked about Rebirth. First off, right there, seven trillion books worth. Yeah. Uh, what I think Rebirth might have been seven million pages long. So we have already yeah, talked no, a lot. Better 80 or 90, something um, like Maybe it, we would have thought ahead and we should have recorded all the podcasts before we did those books because now everything seems like nonsense. I don't want to deal with any of this anymore. It is weird. Everything does not matter to me now, and nope. it's going to lead to what I'm going to tell you right now is, in my opinion, a lot of these books, if we go – and again, we made this joke about a rebirth, uh, DC uh, Weird Science DC Comics podcast and anything. I'm going to make that a rule now. If something that is carrying over, not a rebirth, something from the new 52 carries over, if we give it under a seven, we will not even discuss it. It will not be, we may not even flash review it. It's just done. We may, we may mention it. Say, hey, by the way, Dr. Fate came out this week. Because I got an issue later on. I would prefer not to talk about. I think you have an issue next week again. No, I mean Actually, later on this podcast. Okay. Well, yeah, but uh, you still uh, next week you have Doctor Fate again. <sighs> it comes out again, and you hate it. And it with so goddamn much. coming on, we want to have the the funds and the feels. Why go back? Why fucking deal with the nonsense that you don't like? You look forward. Look, have the I hope just, inside I really, you. I really don't know why uh, these books. It's such a weird. Especially thing. the books that they pick to continue. Yeah, it's such a weird thing just to continue some of these. Um, Teen Titans. I like, but yeah, yeah, Teen Titans where you have this big, I, I don't know. These characters you really don't care for, the book has been garbage for so long. Dr. Fate, fucking uh, Cyborg yes. has one more issue. And I, I'm looking now, I'm paging down because I think we're in this little section we have three books. 
all of which are ending. This is their last yes. issue, right? These are three. Okay, I wanted to make sure I didn't slip something in there. We have three books, all of which are ending, and uh, they're okay. Uh, but yeah, it seems weird to talk about these after Rebirth, but we're going to start yeah, with four what, books. Is it? What's the fourth? We Superman, have, Lois, and Clark. Oh yeah. Oh my God. So they aren't all good. No. <laughs> There's a hint. There's a spoiler. Oh my God. Uh, if if you just tell me right now, take out the trash. I'm gonna go find my copy of that and fucking throw it out in the street. Actually, I wouldn't. I would not throw Superman, Lois, and Clark out in the street because I'd be afraid that some little kid might pick it up and never like comics again or. That's a, that's a fear I have all the time. So upset with that book. First one that we're going to talk about is what I said was one of my favorite books of the New 52 and the DCYOU, and that is Grayson. And this is Grayson number 20, Smoke It Up Air, <laughs> written by Jackson Lansing, Colin Kelly, art by Roger Antonio, Jeremy Cox, and Carlos M. Manguel. You Manguel. like Carlos M. Manguel. I, I have. I have sung the praises of this book to anyone who will listen and even those who won't. And while I thought the quality dipped off when Tom King and even Tim Seeley, I'll throw him in, not a big fan, but I'll throw him in there, when they left for their rebirthery pastures, rebirthery, Lansing and Kelly ended up impressing me enough with this final issue. Sure, it's not the best of the series. That's number 16, Eric. But the two ended it all by showing me that they finally got, and not even finally, that they got what this book was about. They showed Dick Grayson being a selfless hero and had some fun, and that was that was fine with me. Sure, we all saw the Somnus satellite coming a mile away. Don't know why they didn't shut that fucking thing down. Uh, but the book we ended, needed it for yeah, this. Yeah, you needed it, but the but it's weird too. At one point. Didn't you think they were kind of getting away from that? Like there was going to be another way and they were going to fool us. And I then, actually thought that was going yeah, to happen. And then like a page later. Put they put too much thought into it. Yeah, a page later though, then boom. They, so they oh, there it us. is. Nope. It's kind of a weird backdoor way of doing it, but yeah. Uh, the book ended with me not being pissed off as Dick and Helena head off to their rebirth debuts. Yeah. yeah. I'll start off, number one. Awesome cover. I told you to look at it. Yeah, that. you it's can't get enough so of that. Good. It is so good. It is actually... Pretty much to me, it's the greatest hits of the whole series. It's who doesn't great, love a greatest hits? And it, it even it, it's great. I love it. I love it. Love it. Love it. Uh, it has even some weird people that I think only appeared in Midnighter because <laughs> you have that weird uh, that fucking techno woman that uh, Grayson and Midnighter fought at the one point that I fucking wanted to kill somebody about. But that, that's beside the point. We'll go on. With what the hell is her name? Uh, yeah, I can't. It was like I, a weird hokey name too. It was. It was like like she was like uh not rewire. I almost said, oh, but something God like that. It. Like that's gonna bother me now. Check no check. Uh, <laughs> Might as well have been. So annoying. But uh, what's that? I don't have my I lady parts anymore. This, I think it was midnight because I remember just going nuts about it and yelling about the dialogue. It was a hokey. I think it was this because Grayson was involved. Well, uh, but uh, Grayson has, I think, jumped. They they jumped back and forth, but maybe that is the case. Maybe. Fuck, for all I know, it could have been Robin Ward. But I know point. Midnighter was there with her. I mean, uh, uh, with, it could have been Batman and Robin Eternal. For all I know. Yeah, that's true. It might have been. But yeah, you start off. Uh, basically, this book has to do two things. You have to have Dick Grayson. Uh, actually, you don't. You didn't have to have everybody forget. You could have went forward with everyone knowing, but you knew it wasn't going to happen. But you had to have. Everybody forget that Dick Grayson was Nightwing, and you have to have Helena somehow get out of being Otto Netz's vessel 
because she's going off in her own book. Fuck, and even being matron. Yeah, well, uh, yeah, you have to get them both out of this book, and you got to get them clean out. It is one of those things that is spoiled by, you know, knowing what's coming up with birth. Uh, But you go in and basically... Yeah, I'm not gonna have a lot to say about it because there's not a lot to go. No, basically, it's half of it's a mind fuck. Dick Racing saying to Autonets, "Hey, listen, uh, you know what would be really great? It, it'd be really great if you took me instead of Helena, because man, you could just erase me from existence. And look, I am a fresh, young. Look, I've got muscles. I, I kick, kick ass and kick ass. take names on a regular basically basis. What it was, and uh, it seems like the two things are kind of." Uh, thrown out there that I don't really get, but you get the idea that Autonets always wanted Dick Grayson to be that. It's almost like the answer was always yes, but also you get it really pushed that Dick and Helen are in love with each other. Are they? Especially, and I I didn't get that. Because that kind of came out of left field Maybe I'm way off. Um, Through this whole thing, I know that Dick has gone through the extreme to save Helena. I got it that he... Just a couple things. I think that he felt responsible for what happened, number one, and I think that he's a good guy and thinks that Helena was not bad and wants to save her. That's it. I did They were this. close kind of friends. And they kind of got together a little. Beside the point, Eric, early on. But it never, to me, seemed like, you know, that at the end of this book, they were going to, like, have to say goodbye and it was going to be heartbreaking. And stuff. No. I, I thought they were they were friends. Uh, but, yeah, uh even Auto- having passionate kisses and holding hands. Yeah, yeah. Very odd to me. Yeah, well, Dr. Nets agrees. I want Dick Grayson, and boom, that's where we get it. And he, even Dick's like, it, it's funny, I'm reading it, and he's like, listen, you can take me and erase me from existence. Nobody will know. And I'm like, aha, that's what you're going for. But yeah, they, he agrees, and he's going to do it. In the meantime, then, they have a weird deal, and the art threw me off. And we were talking about it before we started. Uh, the section where they have Helen and Dick together. In the white room. Yeah, when I first started, I'm like, okay, they're in the hypnos. They're in Nets's brain. I thought that Dick went in to grab Helena, that somehow he has to get her out of there. Uh, but it's neither. It's all, I don't know. It really, I can't explain it to you. But the whole thing was. They're in we, the ether for all I Yeah, we about. better hurry up because he's preparing it's very hokey. But again, this is leading from the hypnos, which we said. At one point in this book, we made fun of it, even though I love the book, where Dick just pressed his forehead and these hypnos, and we had that whole thing with the Robins uh, getting it so that they could go against the hypnos, which never, you know, there was a lot of stuff. Uh, Lansing and Kelly do have a lot of nonsense to wrap up here, and I think they do a good job. Um, but yeah, that fucking. Also, it, Helena and Dick are making out in what appears to be a Grateful Dead concert, or possibly <laughs> Woodstock. I don't know what's going on, but also they're bleeding. It's kind of. It's, I'm telling you, I see Helena bleeding out her mouth. I'm like, that's fucking gross. What yeah, are you doing, gross. Dick? Yeah, you know what? He he's getting his wings, Eric. As oh. he's getting his wings. Uh, I do want to mention though. I didn't even mention where. Oh. I do want to mention earlier. The book starts out by showing like a greatest hits, even yeah. like, hey, your world fell apart, and you see like even with his uh as the flying Grayson. But who the f- there is the weirdest version. Also, uh, okay, I I do get the tie-in with Lex. I I forget yes. all about it when he went there, but that was such that a one minor issue. thing. Yeah, one issue. It was like a panel. But <laughs> the end at, of that one issue. I was reading this. I'm like, okay, there's Dick. Why are we seeing the the hills have eyes here? 
Uh, oh, fucking Michael Berryman. Michael Berryman. There he is. And at the end of Weird Science, there he is. He's apologizing for the party. Uh, there, it's so, it's so. You have a lovely home. Yes, it's so. I, I'd really hate for this to mess up my teaching gig. <laughs> that was it. I'd really hate this to mess up my teaching gig. Uh, but yeah, then um, <laughs> Helena gets out. I don't. I, I guess That's the I, thing. I, we were talking about this a little bit before. Dick and Helen are in the ether as their minds are switching. I don't switching. think they are because I see a door. Is that a door out of the ether? I think that it's just like a doorway in the know. mind. I don't but know. I, I swear when they come back, they're in the real world, even though we see some spiral shit going on in the background. And, it, and to me, freaking, they were both out of commission for a second. Autonets took the time to undress himself as Helena and redress himself as Dick Grayson. Yeah, it's weird. And now has I, Helena the by only, the throat. Well, the only thing that it, it, to me, it's now he is just, he's jumped into, that's the body now. Uh, the clothes or the clothes. whatever, but the clothes, it's kind of the same outfit. It's, it's very it's similar. It's exactly the same outfit. Yeah, so it's just, he's just now. That body. That's just how it seems to work here. You decide he takes over. The Somnus Satellite obviously is also involved in the whole process because he even says, like, what are you doing now, Somnus Satellite, when they're in the – and he says, Somnus Satellite, activate. That's when it ha- – it's weird. It's weird. It's very odd. But, yeah, Helena and now the Dick Grayson slash auto nets start kicking the shit out of each other. She spits in his face. They activate the sun, the satellite. You get that hole where you have uh, auto nets' crazy eyes, the bug eye type. Bug eye glasses. And, um, it's not a good look, then, auto. Then you have that uh, globe. This definitely is Antonio's uh, idea of, like, I'm going to do that art like Michael Yannon. Yeah. Yeah. It, it doesn't come off as, as great. I swear, though, once um, Dick starts fighting back inside his mind yeah. to try to take over the body, because we find out before that that Dick is, wants to do this because he is, he's told Helena, I've trained, I can overcome this. Yeah, he even says, and he even, s- at one point he even says, I don't have a plan where you get the idea. He just wants to save her, but he's exactly. going he's but to put it on the line that, you know what, I can kick some fucking ass. If Dick Grayson ever gets mind controlled in the future, I'm calling bullshit though. Yeah. Yeah. Because, yeah, because he basically, to me, this is where you get a backdoor thing of where he is kind of in control of the hypnos, possibly. They don't spell it out, but that was from before. And now he's in Autonets' mind. He's going against the Somnus satellite because they're, Somnus, what is the meaning of this? It's he's a like, fucked up. He history. can't help you here. We're in the mind. But this is the part where, again, we have gone here where I like the idea that Dick has put himself there. If I die, fine. Whatever. What what else am I going to fucking do? He doesn't have anything to do. What, is he going to buy his kids fucking pool passes? Fucking go to the pool all summer? He's not doing that. Nobody does that. Yeah, he's going to fight. And it's like, hey, we're in here in your mind, and it's all of me. It's And it is. And, again, it is something like it's it's like a – it's fan service. It is. You have Nightwing, you have him as Batman, you have a Flying Grayson, you have Robin. The Flying Grayson, he's in big trouble, Eric. <laughs> what is he going to do? Oh, fucking and prance then we around. Have, we have Talon Dick Grayson. Yeah, and Talon Dick Grayson, which is odd. It's very um, odd. But I hate that goddamn mask. I do too, but if he's in control and he's just going to go, I, I don't know. I can't even explain that. But yeah, and Auto Nets is basically says... Fuck it. Okay. Game on. And they start I'm a fighting spider now. right away. Flying Grayson is a big truck. <laughs> What's he doing there? He is a big Some acrobats. He's going to get 
dead. He's going to get killed. He's going to get dead, Eric. He's going to get real dead. He's going to get dead. But then, then they're like, hey, you, you know what? You're the one who's an idiot because you left yourself in here with him. And it's, I'm like, who? Oh, Batman. It's Dick Grayson Batman. It's still yeah, Grayson. It's, it's you. Fuck so, off with yeah, all that. Yeah, yeah. But I, it, it's fun, though. It's fun enough. I don't it, know. Is, it, it was just so convoluted with it, this fucking it, hit nose and the somnus and how this is all working on a, like, I don't even know if that was the physical plane where he's fighting fucking Helena. Couldn't tell uh, you. I think it was. Uh, I, I'm going to go with it because it, well, it was just I crazy, though, because only, the costume changes. Only because, well, well, it's going to. That's what happened the whole time. Every time he, when he jumped into Helena, the costume changed. It, I'm that's saying, though, just, when he was in Helena, though, he, she was off paddle for a while. I think he got, like, you know, he got his mind put into her and then changed into the costume. No, he said, he, they said, where is he? And he's preparing. They said it. So I guess that's what happens, that he's off. But yeah, once I, he definitely had the same, you know, kind of thing there. I'm looking at it now. I'm looking at this costume. It just, to me, it, he has the same cape. He's got the same outfit. No, no, I'm saying, though, it's the same thing. Just the fact that we actually changed clothes from Helena to Dick. Yeah. I'm that's look- crazy to me. We took the time out of there so he could change his clothes. Who? Uh, Auto Nets, from Nets. when he was Helena to when he became Dick. I'm looking. I don't think that the clothes didn't really change. It's the same outfit, really. Yeah, no, it's the same outfit, but it was on Helena when we started. Yeah, but I'm saying that Dick. because that's just when he popped out, they were both there. She, he wanted her to run. He's going to take control of her body. That, that This thing is more of like a body snatcher type thing. He just jumps into the body. I that's understand a, that's, that. But, but the yeah. freaking clothes. Yeah, I'm saying that's his outfit. He just control- It's just how it's been. It happened before. Like I said, when they showed up, he wasn't wearing when he jumped into Helen. He wasn't wearing Helen's clothes then. He had this outfit. This outfit must be just how it works. I don't know. I don't think he's changing anything. It's just when he jumps into a body, he's always got that outfit on. And I again, you're also talking about a guy who legitimately he doesn't have a physical body. No, he's not a man. He was a computer program, pretty much. So when he disappears, he's just the fucking computer program. When he pops up, that's like a, I don't know, I'll go with it's a simulation of, of his embodiment. So it's always going to have that outfit on. It always will. If he jumped into you right now, he'll have that fucking outfit. It'll be you in that outfit. That's just, nonsense. It just, it's always, that's how it seemed to be. They, it's like not Martian like something Martian costume. Yeah, yeah, there it is. Like I said, it's more of like they said, he's gone, he's preparing, he's just, he's not a, that's why he needs the body. He's not a physical thing. Oh, I know when, why he needs the yeah. body. It's just the fact where the clothes just yeah, show up. Think, uh, yeah, I think that that's just part of the program. If you're going to say it is a computer program, you even said there might be a machine, but whatever it is, when you jump into this, that's what it is. If it's a, a movie and it's somebody who, uh, I don't know, I'm trying to think of a movie that it would be, and it's uh, somebody who jumps into bodies, but they always, I don't, it's just so you know who the fuck it is. Oh, I know what it is. Yeah, I just think yeah. it's nonsense. Yeah, it's just, uh, like I said, uh, the only reason I don't care is because we it's never been different. It's always been there. It is, it is established. So I'm going with it. He disappeared out. Now he's there. You have him fight. Boom. And I, I really don't think, I think that when he pulled out, he pulled out. Okay. Uh, yeah, Helen and, and Dick are in the regular. They're in where they were. It's not in any sort of nether world or whatever. Right. The I physical think, plane. I think the art threw it off. It's very odd. Helena was supposed to run, and she didn't. And then boom, 
he took over Dick and started strangling and they were fighting and, and you go from there. But now, now Dick gets in to his head. He's got, I'm trying to, you know, figure this out. He's got his hypnos. He controls him. He's Try there. Figure it out, the man. Hypnos Explain are going it to me on, whatever. Hypnos and, are the fucking sonic screwdriver of the DC. No, they are, they but anything he's you doing need them that, to do at and any then given time. He uses this word that shuts him down. He's used it before. Yes. That suchigamo. That is suchigamo. the secret word. That is, is his word to disable the hypnos. It happens. Zoom, zoom, zoom. He goes, and then we get a weird uh, one week later where Tiger kills his woman. <laughs> Yeah. And I do not understand that. He was already supposed to be dead. Yeah. And then Dick and wakes up. We saw up. dead in yeah, the beginning yeah. of the Dick fucking book. Dick wakes up. Dick wakes up. He goes out. He, they're at there. Helen is there. And they have to just get the fuck out. They seem to be a little lovey-dovey uh, more. Helena says, you know what? When this happened, I realized what I was. What? Not a thing. Noah Bertinelli. She's going off to be Huntress again. She's going to you. She's going to go and she's going to chase her dreams, Eric. Chase her dreams. And uh, Dick is going to go off to be Nightwing. And uh, <sighs> Helena spells it out. Hey, listen, you, you didn't think that I was going to let the sun, the satellite, do this without a backdoor where everybody remembers, you know, people who you care about. I, I gave you that little bit. They had to do it. They, it, something had to happen so that Batman remembers them. That, the but, thing is, too, it's weird to me because she had that back door where a list of people who will still remember Dick Grayson. But when Dr. Otto Ness was fighting Helena, <clears throat> pardon me, he says to her, uh, Dick Grayson's only ever loved one girl, and it's been her name was Barbara, and she was way prettier than you. And I'm like, yeah. yeah, Helena's never heard of this person before, so this back door, Barbara's not on that list. Yeah, but I, I don't, I didn't get the idea that she didn't ever hear of her. Uh, I think that she might have known who that was it's not uh, like it's just dr nets wouldn't have and that's why dr nets, that to me that's was dr nets when he got in the mind said it's like oh i can i can see his mind oh yeah he doesn't love you he loves this barber girl i thought that was more dr nets not knowing who that was than her i just like, don't think that helena would put barbara on that list i don't know uh here's the weird thing it, it's a hokey thing like what do you do go batman you know what I mean? Yeah. This, because she could certainly say Batgirl. She knows back, you know, oh, Batgirl's part of that. She knows. And again, though, she knows more than we think, I think, because of that whole start with knowing identity. Sure, that whole like, identity. She knows yeah. So I, I think that she, again, it's hokey. Uh, maybe maybe it'll it'll tie into something later where somebody doesn't remember him. But no, I don't think so. I just think this is, boom, secret identity. Boom, off to... Oh, to yeah. Earth. That's Total all. Total like, yeah. swipe away all the stuff we've had. Yeah. Back to fucking status quo. And the thing is, we have Grayson open up his shirt, and we see the Nightwing symbol underneath, and it is the baby blue Nightwing from That's old. A, it is the And blue. I hate that goddamn yeah, symbol. Like everybody, everybody loves it, and they bitched and moaned when the fucking red one came out, when his new costume came out. Yeah. Now he, to me, he's like... I, I'm going to be a hero. And I'm like, he opens his fucking shirt. I'm like, you're going to be Harper Rowe. Yeah, you're going to be Bluebird. Harper, you know what's weird, too? I, it, it gets me now. It seems like such a step backwards. You know what I mean? You I love that Jason, red costume. I know. I'm just red saying in general, Nightwing. Yeah. You, it's like such – and again, you could say, oh, this is what they're talking about. You want to get back to the fun or whatever. But it's so weird to me that we're bouncing back to Nightwing – it just seems odd to me because all the other books do seem like it, it's something going forward, and this just seems like we're going to just go back to that. Uh, next thing you know, fucking Nightwing number three, we're dealing with Haley Circus again. I'll fucking strangle myself. <laughs> but yeah, it's Tim Seeley. I, I actually let you – you're reviewing that. I, yes. I 
we'll see. Hopefully I like it as well. It's my favorite hero. Yeah, right. uh, but no, it just seems like when I saw that at the end with the Nightwing deal, just to me, it just seems like a step back. And not a step back like a, hey, remember the fun? Just a step back. You could have went forward with this and had them – I don't know what else you can make them. Uh, and people want them to be Nightwing. I want them to be even Nightwing that, too. People want them to be Nightwing mainly because they hated the idea of Grayson and they just want Nightwing back. But it just – to me, that's like – that. like you said, Huntress – it seems now Dick's too old for that to me. It seems like he's beyond that, that he should not even – like he should just want to go and do something else. I don't know what it could be that you would sell a book. You have to have Nightwing because that's the title of the book. Just I seems, hate that goddamn baby, baby yeah, blue symbol. Seems odd to me. He looks so cool with the red, and it, it matched with the rest of the Robins with yeah. Red Hood, Red Robin, and the red and black fucking Nightwing suit. I'm like, this yeah. matches so well. Now we're back to this baby blue, and I'm like – I really thought that this symbol is now Bluebird's symbol. Yeah. Yeah, really. But I uh, – No I more Bluebird. Love that cover. Everybody hates her. Love that cover. I'm looking I know at my you notes do. now. I just was going through. Um, Yeah, there's even that point I said – I was talking to you earlier that um, when the Somnus satellite activates and nobody – it's like Doctor Who when they're like uh, – people will ask who uh, – you know, when they say Dick Grayson, they'll say who. I'm like, Doctor Who. Yeah. It's that fucking Asylum of the Daleks episode. It actually angered me. But in general, I really didn't mind this issue. I know you think it's hokey or whatever. I don't care for Um, it. Where you had like this. They had to tie everything up. They only got a couple issues. I'm telling you. You like the hypnos from when it started? No. No. You like auto nets? You like that whole spiral thing where they had the uh, fucking spiders? Yeah. That's what they were given. They were given this. Oh, this wasn't their story. They were given the worst parts of the – not even the worst parts. The parts that made no sense. And to me, it at least made enough sense that when they're going off as uh, – there's Dick. He shows his symbol. I'm like, okay, he's Nightwing. I didn't say, wait a second. Uh, it's fine with me. Um this is one of those where you also didn't have the end where they're like, hey, what are you going to do, Dick? I'm going to strut. <laughs> you know, like that. It, it actually wasn't a throwaway story. They had to tie things up, and to me, they did makes as much sense and as little sense as it always did. They they were never going to be able to explain this stuff because not a lot. We said the hypnos at one point. We were yelling and screaming because all Dick did was press his forehead. Yeah, and I don't, shit I don't understand. So, and uh, I didn't mind. I liked it enough. I didn't like the art, but I liked how they tied it up. I liked that it made enough sense to me as a fan of this series that I was okay with it. It's done. It was not as good as what we got before. Not at all. Uh, with Tom King especially, but it was okay for me. I give it a 7.5. It's not, I didn't say it was a 9.5. Yeah, yeah. I give it a 7.5 because it ended and the stuff that they had, like even you saying about uh, Nets being, uh, they didn't throw shit like, like that Superman where all of a sudden you find the genome. There was no point in this issue, except maybe Tiger killing us. <laughs> but other than that, there was nothing that I was like, what the fuck? They just went against everything I, we had. Helena and Dick being in love, too. That is kinda... weird, but they, I, I, yeah, that, that was a little odd. They did force that. But it wasn't like it was like, oh, my God, because they, they, they did knock boots here. They did knock boots. What's that got to do with love? What's oh, you, love well, got you know, to do with Some it? people, they knock boots, and then they think they're automatically in love. That's usually the ladies. Is that you in college? That is me in high school. All right. I, I wish. <laughs> I would give this a 6 out of 10. Yeah, it was okay. But uh, we're going to move on to back row. Uh, I had a lot of books this week. Uh, yeah. For the longest time, I was, like, sitting pretty. 
Two books. Like, laughing it up. I it fucking came home to roost this week. <laughs> There's Batgirl number fifty two, another final issue written by Brendan Fletcher, art by Eleonora Carlini, Mink Yu Young, Serge LaPointe, and Steve Wands. I'm not even gonna mention that Serge LaPointe sounds like he'd be a defenseman for the Canadians, sir. Sure would. Only even mention Before you get into your thing though, I'm looking at the cover of this. Batgirl looks retarded on the cover. <laughs> You her, did her say that. The placement of her eyes just seems weird to me. And she just has that happy ass retard grin on her face. Thank God. Uh, you're not, that's, I, I'm only allowed to say, uh, she, oh, she, she looks like she was slapped, like upside the head. Like she's got a swollen eye. I don't know what's going on. I don't know. I hate this cover. You know, though. that's, uh, Babs Tar. Yep. Babs Tar, I think, did that. And there was also a uh, variant that she did as well. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. Maybe she was like, I'm not on that book anymore. Who the hell cares? Oh, there it is. Uh, did you like the variant? It's uh, in there. Uh, she's got – oh, no. She's off there, too. She's got a lazy eye in that variant. Oh, no. That's the variant I'm talking about. Oh, that's about. what you're talking about. Look yeah, at the regular I cover. I, I have now. The regular cover, it's like one of those where she might be winking, but it's like the most unsexy <laughs> wink you've ever had in your life. She just got stung by a bee in her cheek. <laughs> Yeah, you were t- that lazy eye's pretty bad. Oh, I'm telling you, the variant one just throws me off yeah. when I look at it. Yeah, it's almost like she sees something shiny. Actually, to me, they have like a, a, a flashlight and they're shining it on the wall and she's chasing the fucking happy ass retard fucking bum right into there. But the, those legs aren't retarded, are they? Let's go no, they on. Are not. Yes, let's go on. Uh, Brendan Fletcher helps Batgirl pack her bags. Get the fuck out of Burnside. Uh, get ready to leave uh, Burnside. But before she leaves. She's a little bird's prey action, a little not-so-surprised party to go to, and even a little villain mixed in that really doesn't have anything to do with nothing there. I really don't care for that villain at all. Uh, I don't think uh, Brendan Fletcher did either. <laughs> uh, I said in my review, I'll say it here, yeah, she was nice. <laughs> it wasn't great. It wasn't horrible. It just, it, it's one of those where it was nice. <laughs> the only thing... I took away from this book, really, is that I'm just angry that this is not the Birds of Prey team that we're going to get. Yeah, I like that. Now, um, I wish – and, <clears throat> boy, if you want to lay some hints down that, that that's what Brendan Fletcher wanted to do. Yeah. Because, geez, there's mention like, hey, there's my little birds. And they're, oh, hey, we should get a BOP tattoo. It, it happens throughout. Um, to me, he is ending this series. And and he kept going. The team Batgirl broke up. They broke up, Eric. Um, but Nothing yeah, lasts forever. He, he stayed on, and to me, this last issue was more of like a, hey, um, you know, we're just gonna get going. Yeah, we got, we got. There wasn't go. a lot. To, there wasn't a lot to it. You, get, you don't gotta it, go home, but you can't it is stay weird. here. Yeah, yeah, it's closing time, baby. Uh, you start off with Gladius Commander in Gotham Academy, and last issue we were told when uh, Dinah, I believe, with Vixen showed up, and she's like, they're not after you, they're after revenge from Gotham Academy. No, they're really not. It doesn't no. seem... No, they're trying to... Uh, Gladius Commander wants to make a bomb out of the Neca, Necahedron or whatever. Uh, but yeah. yeah I Necahedron? Yeah, I like the girls in Gotham Academy. I like Maps and Olive. They fucking stand up. They're fucking, they, they have some sass to them. Yeah, they're stupid is what they they're are. They're sassy. Calm down with that. Sassy. You're going to die. But yeah, they're in there, uh, and the what we wanted to be the birds of prey. They're kind of just hanging out, and they're like, "Hey, I don't know if we should go in there. It looks like a trap." No, they're, they're just little kids. They've captured little kids. You better get your ass in there. <laughs> kind of now, me off. there is something that I, I really just wanted to put the book down when this happened, though. It's when they go to rescue the girls from Gotham Academy. Yeah. And then there's smoke comes out, yep. and then everybody jumps in, and Harper says. Smoke from below gets them every time. Yeah, yeah. and I'm the, like, 
What? Yeah. The weird thing about that is is that Olive starts using her powers, and her powers she burns the shit out yeah. of things. So you're like, okay, she's yeah. setting the fucking That's place on thought. fire. I think she is. I think that fucking I think Harper, Harper's taking yeah, <laughs> she's stealing the thunder. I, yeah, Smoke below gets him every time, and they're like, hey man, that Harper kicks ass. It's because even spoiler. Thanks for the cover, Bluebird. <laughs> No, it's not her. She's making it up. Now, the the thing that really angered me is that that's all you get with Harper. Yep. This is it. She's gone. This was done your last done. chance, and she's done. And I really lo- I loved her. I loved her. I didn't love the whole forcing her into being a superhero type deal, but I did like her. And I, I loved- really enjoyed the character. Like yeah. I said, I like young heroes, yes. and why can't she be one? I'm yeah. all about her. And here you Show go. Show me more. You also have spoiler there. Yeah. And I like it, and you get the idea there's Vixen. Uh, God, she's I wearing that goddamn things. mask. And uh, you have Batgirl, you have uh, Dinah showing her stuff. Jeez, she's sure jumping is. in. Holy moly. But uh, yeah, I would have liked this where you do have Spoiler and uh, Harper who are young. And I would like that Batgirl is a little older with Dinah. They train. They fucking birds of prey. There you go. That is all the I team. want. It's the team we wanted. They go down. And uh, you know what? You get crazy and tell me that maps could be an oracle. Type deal. They're, they're Ryko and for fucking we yeah, are. Robin. I'm in all. I, I love it all. But yeah, then um, you have the weird thing where there's Gladys Commander, and we will find out very soon. It's not. It's no. not her. But yet has the craziest. And it. it I looked. At, it's Kali from fucking uh, Sinbad. Remember? Yeah. That, and oh, I'm I like, know. Holy crap! I love it, but it doesn't. It, it's nothing. A I don't care. This, I'm telling you, see, she grows six goddamn arms. I'm telling you, for the whole deal, that's all I could say about this. I. I, it was nice. The, the issue had nice interactions. It had a Birds of Prey team that I wish we would go on. I like maps. I, I love maps anytime she's in there. And they kind of go. And then this is where I'm reading it. I'm like, okay, this is, this is okay. We're, we're getting there. You have maps using the fucking battering. Fucking stupid. That's the one Damien gave. Yeah, I know. I yeah, know. But it's okay. Um, then once they fight this supposed Gladius commander, then take her mask off. At Matt, and I hate off, that everybody is called Gladius. Yeah, well, first off, uh, Maps, uh, if you knew what you... Uh, oh, you're not Gladius commander. Oh, you mean the lady with the blonde hair? She took off with the map. No, tell her that before, Maps. God damn it, you're smart, Maps. Don't let this happen. But up until this point, I'm like, okay, this is where the issue just is like, okay, we're just ending this. Uh, because they're going to have a little cat and mouse with uh, Gladys Commander. They're chasing her around. It leads to uh, Gordon Clean Energy, where they are having a going away party. Uh, that's ruined. A surprise party that surprise party that, that Batgirl knew about. And it's it's ruined. They go there. I did like the Gladys Commander. I, I hate saying that, by the way. But yeah, Gladys Commanders use the quick change. Uh, fucking escape oh, yeah, again. Because yeah. yeah, gets a guy, she escapes. A firefighter like gets off. A firefighter off. goes off. And then Barbara just goes to attack. They fight for a little. Use the El Toro. Boom. Captured. Oh and it's God, like, it's... and again, it's, it wasn't, it's nonsense because it's it really nonsense. didn't mean anything. But Not again, I think what this was was that never meant anything. There, there was no even reason for a villain. If it was up to Brendan Fletcher, possibly this would have been an issue where they, she, Barbara would have just went around and said goodbye to everyone. Uh, but yeah, the, the villain's there just to be the villain. It ends up done. She goes back to this party. I'm taking you down once and for all, Commander. Unlikely. I have blades hiding, lying in wait the world over. I have two right here waiting to taste bat blood. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) 
Yeah, El Toro. El Toro. Done. Done. Pinatas. Done. But yeah, they go back to the party. Weird that Luke isn't there. I don't know why. And they uh, spell it I out. I believe he is stepping out. He is, is he stepping out? <laughs> they just like, oh, he's busy. Yeah. Very weird. Is it that they wanted to more concentrate on the others? I don't know. But well, yeah. I'm telling you, she's going away, and she's not even getting to say goodbye to Luke, who they had this love interest yeah. out of nowhere, and now we're not even going to acknowledge it. No. So she says goodbye to everyone. Um, you get a little flashback at some points of what they uh, – you know, their their history together. It's weird. Like, there's no real history. With the with identic Canary. memory thing. Yeah, but there's not. It's funny. Black Canary, you see her uh, kicking ass and singing. <laughs> they didn't have. But yeah, she's like, when we get back, we're going to get matching B.O.P. tattoos. Like, you son of a bitch. Well, I wish this was the team. But, uh, yeah, you just, it, it's okay. You get this. You even have with uh, freaking uh, Alicia where she tells Barbara she's transgender. You, you know what I mean? It's like a greatest hits deal. Yeah. And she's just going to leave. She's going to leave. She says goodbye. Frankie all of a sudden is now on I, I don't understand the whole Frankie thing. I really don't. I hate to say I don't. Half the time she's in a wheel. I don't understand what's going on with her. But, yeah, she's there. Dinah and Vixen, they're going to crash on the, the couch. Why, why does Black Canary have uh, white hair at the end? Uh, is she. I think she had white hair in the regular book of hers. I, I always remember being blonde. Yeah, I think that it was kind of back and forth between white and the, I'm even looking in this issue. So am I now. Yeah, nah, there's Olive. Olive, boy, she has white hair. I'm looking, yeah, it's white. It's yeah. white through this issue. I, I think that it isn't her regular deal. And also, it's okay because if you go down to the nitty gritty, Brendan Fletcher also did the Black Canary. Sure did. So this is a, also to say goodbye to that as well, kind of. And uh, also does Gotham Academy. So he's thrown all his characters in. Uh, I'm, I'm looking, Gladius. yeah, Gladius. I'm looking at my favorite panel is when maps gets picked up by the supposed Gladius commander and you see spoiler coming out from the fucking, uh, bookcase. Yeah. <laughs> so funny. But yeah, uh, yeah. this just ends everything that yeah, I ends. about she, this run of back. Yeah, and she's going on and she's leaving Burns. So she's like, I'm going to have a lot of stories to tell. She's going to go. Um, I don't know that uh, Brendan Fletcher had his heart in this. I really don't. I think he just wanted to end it in a nice way. There's that. It. This is. Um, it's unoffensive to me, really. Uh, the villain didn't matter either way. Gladys Commander is an awful villain. I think yeah. he realized it, so he just went with it. And it was just to say goodbye. She was gonna leave. She gets in a taxi and leave. Um, I like the art. Um, and I just again, I thought it was okay. I was not angry. I, I'm, we're talking about it now. There's a couple of these issues I get so angry with. This one just ended. I'm like, okay, that makes sense. It's going I on, whatever. Really, just I'm telling you, I read this book and I didn't care throughout. It yeah. was just all nonsense to me. And I really hope that something changes in Batgirl when we move forward. Well, it's a new team, so I know. See, she's gonna travel like Kane and Kung Fu. <laughs> she's gonna. Nobody us. knows that reference anymore. I know, but that's what she's doing. She's gonna go and train around the world. Oh, do you know how travel. I learned that reference? How's that? From Kung Fu, the legend continues in the 90s. I like Kane. I like <laughs> David Carradine. I like him. But yeah, I gave it a 7 out of 10. It, I would it, give it this a me. 5 out of 10. Yeah. yeah. Nudge, nudge, wink, wink. Yeah, it did not annoy me. There's some later that annoy me more oh than God, that. Yeah. But yeah, the next one I really liked. So do I. We are Robin number 12, written by Lee Bermejo with art by Jorge Corona, Rob Haynes, Trish Mulvihill. That extra eye always throws me off. Yeah. Mulvihill and Jared K. Fletcher. 
This is it for our We Are Robin book, and I blame all you fuckers out there for not picking this up for the reason it was canceled. All you motherfuckers out there. It's rebirth. This, if this would have sold well, it still wouldn't have went on. There's I no way. I, I got no way. This, this wouldn't is, have. This would not have made it through rebirth. The this is one of the best books to come out of the DCYOU, and I'm sad to see it leave. But we end on a nice low-key note with our heroes going after one of their own who has made a bad decision and fell in with a bad crowd. That's about it, but it was still enjoyable as hell. Um, and in the one point, uh, that Redbird, he even spells it out when he sends that message. Like, we, it seems like we could have had more. We didn't get a fair shake. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, okay, Lee Barhama. We, we <laughs> get it. But I think he did get a fair shake. I don't think, again, that you have the rebirth books. These are all, these are the meat and potatoes. Sure. They're not meat and potatoes. And you're getting Duke. He made Duke better. Yeah. Like, Duke was good. I love He's Duke. better now, and now he's moving on to, to the Batman book. And this issue really, to me, Duke's awesome. We get so angry at points because Duke is too good. Yeah. I love it here. I love I'm, it. He's I, right on point here in my mind. I just – that he knows it's Alfred and nobody else does. Again, I it, love it's, that. But again, it's one of those where – Oh, he, you know, he always knows what's going on. It is, he has been forced into that all along throughout all the things he figured out who Batman was. If he figured out who Batman was, of course he's going to he know beat, who the fuck Alfred is. He beat Dick Grayson in a fucking fight. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, if, really, he goes there, he knows that Bruce Wayne is Batman. Yeah, he would know. Yeah this shit but yeah i really like it again because you get these characters i love the art um and it's the story basically is even if we aren't robins anymore per se when shit goes wrong we still we will come are. together and do the right and, thing. yeah we're gonna do the right thing and, and protect because this is a guy who we know is just uh, you know he's up against the wall yeah and uh, i just thought when i was reading this i'm thinking to myself if i was down and out in gotham I, you just try to rob Bruce Wayne because it seems like he's just going to help you out anyway. Because Alfred <laughs> says it like seven times. Yeah. Hey, we can make an arrangement here. Oh, Mr. Wayne will make an arrangement. But The um, focal point of our issue is a kid named Cisco who was once one of the Robins before the Robin War happened. And his family is going through some dire straits because his father owns a construction company. But Bruce Wayne's company keeps underbidding him, so yeah. he's not getting Which the contracts a, he needs. It's a dick move. It's a very it dick move. It's a dick move. And then Cisco finds himself going to some shady characters looking to earn some quick cash, and he doesn't want to do it. But when they say they're going after Bruce Wayne, he can just, you know, it's almost like it's a little payback for my family. It was you weird fucking to me. It was, it was just kind of weird to me that that was like the thing. He's, he doesn't want to do anything illegal. Then Bruce Wayne <laughs> mentioned, hmm, all right. But yeah, I, I liked it. Yeah, I, I liked it too. And I'm saying, uh, before he goes off and does this shit, he sends a message to one of the Robins, Suge, Suge R. Suge, Suge Knight. Suge R. Never, ever Suge Knight. No. That, Freak. you know. He's, I can't get that phone. I got Ice Q. Or fucking Ice, ice Q. I got vanilla, vanilla ice, ice out the window here. But he sends her a uh, message talking about how he does believe in doing the right thing. Don't yeah. if, don't believe all the things yeah, I'm having. I was up against the wall. I had no other choice. Yep. Remember me how I was. And no, I also, I also like, was like basically even says like, listen, I'm not going to tie you guys in. I don't want to sully the name of the Robins. So don't worry. More but, than it already has. You know, yeah. if you if you hear shit about me, just remember I I had to do that. Uh, but yeah, I like so that. With this message, should cause the rest of our Midtown Robins in to fucking help out. 
Yep, and we get to see them all for one last time. You see that uh, Dre's mom is a fucking whore, Eric. Yes. That's all I got there. You've always seen that Dre's mom is I a fucking whore. Cont- it's and so that Dax does not want his mom to smoke. A lot of these, yeah, yeah. That's... And that's actually where we start out with our Midtown Robins, where we pick up right after the events of Smiley taking over the school, and they're giving their statements to the police and telling yeah. them what they did to stop it. And they're kind of riding high on the fact that they're kind of heroes now. Yeah, they but... are. They're, they're because of the – with Smiley. I, I we got also th- get the fact, though, that – even though they're riding high, they're, some of their lives still fucking suck. Yeah, like, there's some poor shit. mom. Yeah, Izzy's some. fucking bitch of a mom. Yeah, but even that, Izzy's bitch of a mom seems to actually be, like, uh, nicer. She holds she's, her hand. She's, yeah, I'm and, saying, though, she's, they're on a fucking, like, uh, a train, and they're not even looking at each other. I know, but then she reaches over and puts her hand on it. I thought that was, like, that's the beginning of them making up and, and making things right. I like that. Um, I thought that Dax was just mad because he got ashes in that hamburger. Because his mom is cooking, smoking, and that is one of the things I hate so much. And he goes over that. I, I'm like, he's like, Knock mom, that shit I off. don't care about that smoking. Just not when you're fucking making eggs. It's like fucking Peg Bunny at the beginning of the theme song yeah. of The Married with Children. Yeah, it, it actually threw me off there. And then I'm like, oh, no, it was that whole thing. But, yeah, um, I, I liked it, though. I like seeing those guys. But, yeah, it kind of sucks because it's the last time. But then, yeah, you go into the part where – there is the break-in, and the Robins call themselves together. It's almost like the getting the band, get, uh, the band back together one last yeah. time. And, and they I all like, have grappling guns, and they all swing in all badass. I'm yeah. like, okay, our heroes have evolved something fierce since we started this issue last yep. year. Yeah, I liked it. I liked seeing them again and uh, the whole deal. But, yeah, um, then you have Alfred involved. But the one thing that threw me off is that with the guys all dressed up in the Robin, I got confused. Uh, Did you? Because of the art. Uh, not just the art, but the costumes. The costumes threw me off because of all, like, these guys. And it was guys very in dark in there, so. Stuff like that. Yeah, it, it sucks. But, uh, yeah, uh, go on then. Because I love, like, when they swing in. I love Duke's outfit. It's all very pretty simple at this point because they come in to start kicking ass, but it leads to Duke very casually calling out that Alfred is Nest, and I like it a lot. I. Re- for a while now, I've wanted a big reveal where Alfred comes out and says, you know, I was this, and I wanted motivations behind why he did this mm-hmm. and his reasons. But we get this very, really casual, yeah, you look good without that mustache and beard. Keep it up. And yeah. it kind of adds to the carefree nature of the characters and the, how young they are, yeah. which I really appreciate. And I like it, too, knowing that it goes into Batman because that – now you know that both know what's going on. Yes. You know what I mean? So you know. And, and I'll be, I think they already had the uh, Batman Rebirth number one. The preview came out that where you see that it starts off with Duke going and like, yes. hey, Mr. Wayne said I could have a job. I liked it. I liked the whole thing. I like Alfred uh, being a good guy. But I also like – I love – Alfred is a, is a badass. You, sure you is. know what I mean? He like – He's shit talking goes, shit the entire yeah, time. Shit He's goes cool wrong. as a cucumber. He is so cool with shit like that. And I even like the whole thing with, um, like, hey, Bruce, Mr. Wayne, he likes that rebellion. It's spelunking. <laughs> yeah. And you're like, like just laughing. He's like fucking basically. Opens jumping. up a freaking uh, a secret closet. He's got and, parachutes and, and helmets. And you get the idea the rest of these Robins are just so n- a bunch of numbskulls. So like, it's a good thing he likes. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, I like it. And yeah, at the end, I put in my notes. Duke is fucking awesome. Yeah, he Duke is. It's great. Uh, because of that. And I, it's completely turned me around because we have been upset about that the whole time where. You know, he knows too much or whatever, but I'm he going with it. It's the culmination of all the Robins and their best yeah, aspects. And this, and it's weird 
because it's almost like he is what Harper was trying, like exactly. trying to push. But it, it's Duke now. I like it. it. Duke will probably become Robin. I'm all in. I really like it, and I like the fact that when he does, I hope that it ties into some of these. So do I. I hope you see Dax getting pissed. Go back like, to oh, Midtown like, and talk. And it's almost like a like to me, it would be like a a, a grunge band selling out. Like, man, we already were Robins, and we were together, and we were against that. Now you're the fucking man. You know what I mean? This is why we all did this work with Batman. That's yeah. what I'm doing. Yeah, yeah. I, and then I we have some jealousy going cool. on. Yeah, I think that'd be pretty cool. But, but yeah. no, we'll, we'll see Duke again in Batman and All-Star Batman, and I'm yeah, really it's happy weird. about that. weird. There's really not much to say about this issue, really. No. You know it ends I mean? with them just being a team and going yeah. after the bad guys. And, and it's one last thing, but you know what? This, to me, is the most satisfying ending of any of the – books that have ended so far yeah. to me because this wasn't one of those uh hey we're just gonna go off in the deal no this is an actual story it is a one shot pretty much well, um and that, but it ties in but it is you could you might be able to jump on this actually you might be confused no, but no, it's it, not it wasn't, this is a new story it's a one shot you already have finished the one stuff and you get this and it's not forced it's not hokey it makes sense through the whole thing and it ties shit up when duke oh. says that about alfred it ties it all up and it's very low key. It's like they're not taking on a supervillain. It's them just taking on some burglars. And I appreciate that because these are young characters. Yeah, when we had, formed, an issue. You yeah know, we had an issue when they were fighting. Talents. Yeah. Fucking nonsense. That, that's but, ridiculous. Alibermeo and Jorge Corona were a perfect team on this book. And yeah. it made me love it even more than I possibly ever thought I could when they yeah. first announced this. Because I'm like, oh, God, just going to throw some more Batgirl and shit out there. Yeah, yeah. I love this series. I am yeah, so I sad so. to see it go. Like I said, the, it threw me off a little the art at the end because of some – it was dark. Yeah, there was some you issues all these the guys. darkness. And also even you had a couple of these Robins that uh, – like a, the new girl. I, I don't know him. Then you Shug. had the guy in the fucking with the mask on. Well, I'm saying you got – and... Dre, Dre's always been a little off on the way he's yeah. been portrayed because he is just a hood with no face. Mm-hmm. So it's always been a little odd for that. But I yeah. love, like, when they're just kids, mm-hmm. love the way the style works. Yeah, I, I really liked it. Um, yeah, I, I really do. I, I gave I, this an 8 out of 10. 9.5 for me. I loved it. I really did. Um, but we're going to move on to one I didn't like. Uh, but much more. We have Superman, Lois, and Clark, number 8, written by Dan Jurgens, art by Lee Weeks, Scott Hanna, and Jeremy Cox. I have loved every issue of this book until now. This is I I have really liked every issue pretty much. Uh, Rebirth is here, and this book just ends. Dan Jurgens <laughs> doesn't put on the brakes. He slams it into a brick fucking wall, and almost everything he built since this book debuted is slammed with him uh, with little to no explanation. It's very obvious that DC loves these characters, but has no time for Oblivion Stones, Hank Henshaw, and Inner Gang now that Rebirth is here. Badass Nation. Boy, this is yeah, Badass Nation. This is, a, uh, this is not good. It is not good it's at all. It's such a terrible way to end it. I'm telling you, we fell in love with this series, and it, it's all we had besides for American Alien, because Superman was nonsense for so long. This is all we yep. had to go to, yeah. and now we end it like this. Yeah, and it, it almost it's weird, too, to me, because it's one of those where you get the idea that, uh, okay, pre-Flashpoint, Superman's going to go on from this. We're going to go into the deal, and then it's like, okay, well, then this book doesn't matter. No. Because really – and yeah, when you go into rebirth, they don't want to talk about Oblivion Stones. This, and you know what? I'm happy not yeah, to. Yeah, I, I am as well. But book. yeah, if you cannot tell me that this book, Hiathus. you can't tell me that when they said, "Hey, uh, Dan, uh, rebirth's coming," he was caught <laughs> off guard because yeah. they this 
this has four more issues. But I still have six more issues of Badass Nation going on. No, you got to end that. Yeah, yeah, this has a bunch. And it's it's weird, too, because I I get this issue, and it starts off, there's John and Lois talking, and we always love that. We always love the family stuff, and I like the whole deal. So do I. He's going to try to use his superpowers. He just realized he has powers. He's all excited. Um, There's a couple things in this issue that throw me way off. Yeah, Rangers there. I, I put my notes. You can see him for in better times, Eric. It's weird, though. There's a weird thing in this book that runs through where the timeline really gets fucked up because this happens before the uh, Superman, right? Yes. The uh, final days of Superman. Why then do they have to really explain in the final days of Superman about everything? Remember, hey, we got to have a talk. Uh, yeah. It doesn't make sense. It really doesn't. Uh, so I think you're just supposed to not even think of that because in this, they even have at the end where he's like, yeah, buddy, we're going to do this now. It doesn't make sense then later to go back where you, we got a lot of slanting to do to you, Johnny. Johnny, boy. What a Jono. That a one Jono. Called him Jono. Hey, Jono. Fucking nonsense. But yeah, even this, he's like, I, I, I might have powers. I'm going to try to fly. And mom, I'm going to protect you from inner gang. Flies, falls on his face. <laughs> I love gang. it. Yeah. But even then, he should, we're, I'm going to protect you from inner gang. Don't worry, John. We have something in the works about them. I'm like, really? What do you have in the works? Uh, but yeah, Weren't you just set on fire like yep. two issues ago? Yeah, and, and I'm telling you, this is where I'm like, okay, I'm starting to get angry. And then they go, hey, your dad's off because he's having those visions again. again. Oh, those visions. Yeah, these visions that just popped up, Eric. They have visions. And now, not just visions, they are calling to him and telling him where to go. Yeah. And like, really? So they end up at that island where Hank Henshaw crashed, where they, you know, this whole it's still thing started. That we're, they're still there. Yeah. That it's that we're, we're going to go where it all began. He goes down and it starts getting so crazy because then he's like, I see, I like to, I see this woman from my dreams. I see Hank Henshaw. I don't know who that guy is. <laughs> he's like a customer number three in a movie. He's fucking nothing. But yeah, then she turns he's around. He's an extra. Yeah. Yeah. Then she, it, he's saying this as he's flying. Then Hyathus turns around the Kryptonian. He comes. What, what? When did you get the idea that there was it? Where do I get? Because. If you said to me she's calling to him, later she says she isn't. She no. says, nope, that was the ability. So where do you get it? But then he's like, I'm glad you can see me. <laughs> what are you talking about? Uh, and then he just busts in. Now we're going to have a fight. Fight to the finish. Fight to the death. And yeah. they just keep going. There's only one way this can end. Yeah, Either he dies or way. she dies. And, and, and Superman says, hey, I don't plan on dying. Nobody dies. And no. in the meantime, she is so upset about these Oblivion Stones, but yet drops it. Hank Henshaw picks it up like a zoinks, it. zoinks, puts it in his, he doesn't even put it in his pants pocket, he puts it no. in his fucking shirt pocket, then says, oh, you're having these visions, you must have the other half, and then Superman oh, thinks yeah. back and thinks, that must be that thing I got years ago. Oh yeah, that's what that oh, is, that years necklace, ago. you just put that, it together that like necklace that? necklace from years ago. And really, so now... How does that even work if this is found on Jupiter? And I don't even understand how Hank Henshaw found this on Jupiter. I know. What, what was he, just cruising around? You'll never get I don't even know that. how that works. Can you but even land know. on That's Jupiter? That's what I'm saying. And in the meantime, you get the idea of, of how this is going, where Superman keeps thinking to himself, that Hank Henshaw... He's got something wrong with him. I'm going to have to deal with him later. He keeps saying, I'm going to have to question him. And you're never going to do that. No. You're never going to do that. So then Hyathus, I did like, because Hyathus actually, her power set is to control plants. 
And she uses that. I like that. I like that they actually did use that. I I just like that at least they're showing that they know who the character is. They just fight. Now, at the point, that's when she drops. uh, Superman freaking blasts her. She drops the thing they're going to fight. Then she basically, she this Oblivion Stone thing and Hyathas ends by her saying, I'll be back later, and disappears. There is a huge problem. She, she likes the what, – what does she like? Oblivion Stones? Is That's that what I thing? hear. She's now left without one of them. Yeah. She had one of two. She doesn't have any now. Now, you might say you need a complete set, Eric. She only has one. She <sighs> only has one and just disappears and says – here it is. It, it's the stone I want. I shall have it in due time. <laughs> Out. Then – you keep going where this guy, this fucking... What's I understand why she wears a helmet, too. Her yeah. fucking hair is crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. Then there's the guy who was the extra. Chambers, who are you? You aren't Superman. Hey, you'll have to find out later. He just flies away. <sighs> Superman flies away. And that's where this Chambers then says to Hank, I know you know more. I'm going to nail you on this. Done. We'll never but see But the thing it. is, They're- somehow they incorporate... I don't know if I missed this whole subplot where Chambers... Has been investigating mysterious fucking oh, like people saving has. things, nope. and he's like, "This must be the guy who I've been yeah. investigating no, about." Never, I'm like, "What?" Never said it. What? it was thrown in there. It was just thrown in. Then they go back. There is Lois and John. Superman flies in, and they're like, "Hey, there's Ranger." They're like, "Hey, Dad, you're here." They start talking, and that's when Lois says, "Hey, by the way." My book is coming out next week, but the authorities got an advanced copy. Inner gang's all arrested. <laughs> like, really? By this point, I was so angry that I'm like, you got to be kidding me. You have to be kidding me. You have to be kidding me. That that's all. It's a whole organization. They're just all arrested. I'm telling you, why okay. didn't Superman take the Oblivion Stone away from Hank Henshaw? I don't know. And why didn't he even go back and like take the other one and throw it in the sun? And every or even time just grab it so it's out of the fucking reach of Hank Henshaw, who he's worried about. Yeah, he's worried about Hank Henshaw. Just go, he just flies away, and it's like, hey, by the way, oh, it's I, supper time. And now you, go. Have, you have you have this what's supposed to be like tugging at your heartstrings moment where it's Superman's like, hey, listen, this was my outfit when I used to inspire people. I like that. I actually I did really did like that. And he's like, and I, I like that. And I like John. John John's puts like, it on, and John even says, you had a cape. And he puts it on. He's like, maybe sideways. I, yeah, maybe if I try harder. And he does lift up. Now, where do you go from here to, to him going into that fortress of not knowing it? <laughs> Doesn't make know. sense to me. Yeah, he puts I, it I just actually, I, I like it. I hate the fact that he fell on his face the first time. The second time, though, I'm just gonna try a little bit harder. Yeah. And here I do it. Especially because they're like relaxed. Before you have seen the only time he ever did his powers was when he uh, basically He's about to die. Yeah, he was subcon. It was in the subconscious that came out. It was like a oh, lifting a car. Yeah, yeah right. I would have liked that. Uh, but yeah, you get that. It's fine because he he's going you off. You are my he little super, super boy. boy. Yeah, it's so hokey. So uh, but up oh, and there's Ranger. He's gonna be dead. You're gonna but die. yeah, it it doesn't tie in well with the whole final day. I can't wait till I can't wait till the rebirth when we get to meet Ranger two. Ranger two. Yeah, he'll be there. Because that's what I will refer he'll to him be forever. Be there. Because I'm yeah, reviewing um, that book. <laughs> and uh, what's weird too, even at the point. Uh, earlier when I was like, I wonder when this does happen. Yeah, you know the time frame, but even so, uh, they do call out the other Superman at one point yep. and don't say anything. But yeah, it's weird. You get your cape, Superboy. It's time we go. thought the art was awesome. 
Um, I thought I enjoyed it enough. I thought the story was bullshit. Very bullshit. But there, I said I wouldn't have minded a. Um, I don't know. I don't know. The, really, if you were going to do this, you might as well just cut it and not even. Res- you didn't resolve anything anyway. Just fucking yeah. boom. Uh, have an epilogue where they explain after the final days of Super <laughs> what they're going to do. I, I'm telling you, that would have been better for me. Like, you know what? Inner gang uh, got this, and Hank Henshaw's still out there. But uh, but you know what? It's I have to put those aside because it's time to be Superman. Even you know what? Even all though, I need is fucking Clark sitting at a desk with his hand under his chin, stroking his beard as he fucking just goes over this in his head. Yeah. yeah, that's what. I'm and then for. let's move on to the tone of how we'll be in, in the future. You have uh, where there's stuff going on. You see them do it, and everything is through John telling you through his point of view. What happened? Like, and da- dad said that. Dad exactly. said that Superman died. It's kind of died. off how, how yeah. I uh, can yeah. understand it. Yeah, and like, a, like that. Like, because then you can play around with like, uh, mom just told me to forget about inner gang, but I know there's that. It's shit like that. It would have been better for me. And like, yeah, dad's upset. Uh, I see on the news that Superman died, but but my dad did. You know, something like that. Nothing. I don't know. Something. It's not nonsense. Yeah, it was all nonsense. But yeah, I uh, I gave it a four out of ten yeah. because I like the art. I like Lee Weeks' art. I have liked it all along. Um, yeah, but even so, like even that last panel where he's there uh, with the "You're my Superman," I really liked it. I liked it, I and that to me. I hate what's going on, but I don't mind. Like I'm like, okay, here we go. A highlight of the book was that first part, though, where it's just Lois and John talking. Yeah, but even that gets nonsense. And then she's like, we have a way to get in. We have a way to get in or gang out of the picture. Really, really. Yeah, I think I'd give it a 4.5 out of 10. It it was not good. I'm art-wise, 3.9, story (laughs) point one, terrible. But yeah, I this is by far to me. The worst tie up to go to a book that's going to continue. I would have rather, I don't know. I would have rather him where they go, you know what? Uh, Superman now because shit, shit goes wrong. Everybody knows him and he just goes around and straight up kills everyone in Inner Gang, snaps what? fucking Hank Henshaw's fucking neck. I, I don't and think, then I don't like this. Story. comes, he rips her fucking head off and he's like, yep. All done. And then rebirth, here we come. And that is, Heat Vision's and, fucking yeah, badass yeah, nation. Does all those, yeah, does all that. And how he explains is like, it's weird. I really felt dark for a little, but now I have hope. <laughs> it goes off. And you oh, see Wally really West, West come out from, from behind and gives him the thumbs up. Boom. Done. I hated it. But uh, yes. yeah, we're going to move on to the Weird Comics history. And then we'll be with Reggie for a bunch of books. Weird Comics History. My name is Reggie. My name is Chris. And we like to bring you some weird comics history every week on the WeirdScienceDCComics.com podcast. This week we have, Chris kind of gave me a gimme here. He gave me a little treat. Uh, decided he wanted to give uh, do a subject in my wheelhouse. Uh, what are we going to be talking about this week? We're going to be talking about the man, the myth, the legend, Arnold Drake. Yeah. Now, who is Arnold Drake? <laughs> Good <laughs> he was a—he's he, an author, writer, just a 
journeyman. He he wrote to write. He wanted to be paid to write, and so he did. Yep. Um, it, it's it, it's funny in uh, in school here. I, I I was taking a writing class and. The teacher was asking how many writers were in the room, and everybody raised their hand. Sure. Uh, and then she said, uh, you know, a lot of us think we have the, the next great American novel in us. And asked who had the great American novel in us, and, and if you didn't, put your hand down, and everybody put their hand down. <laughs> it's like that's when you find out there is a difference between being a writer and saying you're a writer. Yeah. And yeah. On, Arnold Drake was definitely a writer. He, he was about it. He went to work. He put, you know, a hand to keyboard and uh, cranked out a lot of pages of text. Absolutely. Uh, and he also uh, left uh, some great creations in his wake as well. Uh, some enduring ones as well, uh, to, to be said. Uh, the Doom Patrol, especially. It's probably his most famous creation. Absolutely. And uh, also, uh, you know, uh, Dead Man, he's certainly known. Yeah. And uh, uh, sort of kind of known. You had Stanley and his monster. Yeah, I, I, think, I think this <laughs> podcast might have mentioned him the most in its a few episodes that we've had. This is the third time we've brought up Stanley and his monsters. So obviously there's a running theme, but I don't want anyone to think that this is a popular comic at any point. No, we are the uh, co-presidents and only member <laughs> yeah. of the Stanley and his monster fan club. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, his his work wasn't limited to DC. He also, uh, you know, there was a little movie about a year or so back called Guardians of the Galaxy, and yeah. he was the one who put the original Guardians of the Galaxy together. It didn't really resemble what it is now. No, but, not really. But the name was there, and the idea of space and the concept, yeah, and, you know, running away from space law and stuff. So there, there was a lot. Uh, that did carry over, but it was four guys or four aliens, and they each had different body yeah, that forms. One was it was like close. a crystal, and there was a Charlie Twenty Seven or whoever. Yeah, yeah it was like an android. It was, it, you know, to be honest, it was sort of esoteric. It was a more high, hard sci-fi book. Um, I don't know if I'd run around recommending it. Really, it's kind of crazy, but hmm. it's uh, definitely something very different than the Guardians. I think a lot of people are familiar with. Absolutely. So uh, Arnold Drake was born March 1st, 1924. His parents were Mark, Max Druckmann and Pearl Coe, and Max Druckmann was a furniture salesman who, who was quite successful, and they lived in a good area of Queens, New York, called Forest Hills. In the uh, in the May Parker neighborhood, right? That's right. Wouldn't have been, wouldn't have been too far from where uh, Peter and May ate their waffles or whatever in the morning. Uh, their wheat cakes. Uh, that's right, wheat cakes uh, <laughs> in Spider-Man's neighborhood. Um, he was the third of three boys, uh, his older brothers, Irvin and Milton. They became songwriters, and Milton Drake wrote a song called Mare Z Dotes. Do you know this song? I do. I just, I've never seen it, I've never seen the title of it written. I, so. I, didn't, I didn't know, when you look at the lyrics of it, the, the, the joke is that it's phonetically written out, the whole, the whole verse, yeah. so it's Mare Z Dotes, Doze Oats, and Little Lambs, Lead Ivy. But, uh, that was probably the most famous, I think thing they ever did. Uh, Irvin also did uh, some musicals during the 40s and 50s, definitely during the 50s, that uh, I think got some acclaim, but he wasn't up there with Sondheim or anything. So this is a talented family, is my point. Um, these are not, uh, you know, three accountants. They all went on to do something artistic. Yeah, they were and, all in the uh, creative field. And obviously changed their name at some point from Druckmann to Drake, which probably was just a... Uh, entertainment I think probably a good idea in those days especially yeah easier to be noticed with a more with a, with a one syllable last name yeah and uh, I don't know if Druckmann has any kind of ethnic connotations that they might want to uh, assuage but uh, I think it might 
Could have been. Could have been. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, but uh, Arnold, he uh, he was drawing and he was writing and drawing comics as early as uh, age twelve in nineteen thirty six. Yeah. He had uh, contracted scarlet fever, and uh, that kept him bedridden. Yeah, for almost a year. That's that's insane, so, isn't that? It's kind of crazy. Kind of lost a year of his life doing this. Yeah, and uh, he uh, he had asked his mother for uh, for some contract bridge scoring pads. Yeah. Which uh, that's bridge is a card game. Yeah. But, yeah, but and, the uh, pads come and they're kind of oblong, so they're sort of comic strip sized already. Yeah, like the newspaper strips. Yeah, exactly. So so that was his plan was to use that as his outline for his, his base for making comic strips. Yeah, and he uh, he wrote and drew a, a little strip about a mutiny on a cruise ship. And uh, as he continued, he found that the uh, the word balloons got bigger and the drawings got smaller. So that uh, it kind of uh, organically pushed yeah. him towards uh, writing rather than drawing. I should probably become a writer, but let me tell you, as we'll find out uh, later and probably actually in the second part of this podcast, he didn't give up drawing entirely. No, no. But, uh, you know, he, he definitely concentrated on the writing. I also find it funny, and, and he's talked about, he talked about this in interviews also, the idea of mutiny on a cruise ship. You know, has there ever been mutiny on a cruise ship would there you know why would there be mutiny on a cruise ship it's like his total misunderstanding of what a cruise ship is <laughs> yeah, it wasn't a pirate ship <laughs> yeah they, these are these are people going from island to island scrounging for resources you know they kind of go out there they got the lobsters already so uh yeah the band's entertaining them and they got the buffet I, of course i would love to see this uh at this modern epic of story oh yeah <laughs> yeah, that would be that would I've, I've be never quite seen, interesting. I don't even know if I don't know if it exists anymore. I've never seen a reproduction, but I'd, I'd love to see it. Absolutely. And uh, outside uh, outside the confines of his uh, his bedroom, uh, more fun comics number seven, which uh, that's the is that the first DC comic? More fun is the first true what considered the DC comic. You know, it was national national before back that, then, but yeah. it was yeah. I mean, that was the first ever thing they published. And this was the first book that had all new material. That's the, the that that was the weird juxtaposition that I hope to create there is that, uh, you know, while he's inside, drawing comic strips, and that's the, uh, you the, know, the only graspable goal for an illustrator, or one of the few ways an illustrator could make a good living in those days. Right outside is a brand new way those guys can make a living, absolutely, uh, and, and writers as well. Uh, sure. Just uh, kind of bubbling outside his 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 forest hills apartment. I like to think up the block at uh, Shlomo's uh, <laughs> chocolate shop, soda shop. You know, the soda jerk is pulling sodas and selling Western comics, and here comes a crazy comic down the pike about lumberjacks and ballerinas and whatever the hell else. But it was all original uh, stuff. So you know, it was opportunity. It was it was the opportunity. He was he was coming into age right as the opportunity was beginning, and uh, he would exploit that going on, but. First, of course, uh, like most people of his age in that time, he was drafted into the U.S. Army in 1942, mm. I'm pretty sure. May have been 43. It's, uh, I couldn't quite get a date, but he would have been 18, 19 years old, so it would have been perfect timing for him to go uh, fight the uh, back the hordes of the Axis powers in Europe and uh, Asia and Africa. But he uh, didn't actually go overseas. He no. stayed in America, and as I understand it, he was in Rhode Island putting on instructional theatrical performances for GIs. Uh, I assume it was about, you know, wear your rubbers and uh, keep your guns clean and, you know, try not to... Basically, stuff about staying away from prostitutes, let's face it. That's really all they want to tell you about. <laughs> <laughs> it's, the main, it's the main, you know, they, they just want to keep everyone from getting syphilis. 
Yeah, stop. No, yeah, we don't want you to get itchy. Yeah, so I, I, I assume that's a lot of what he did. And from there, he did his time there, I think probably just the flat four years. Uh, in fact, I would almost guarantee it because he went to college and then grad school on the GI Bill. He went to the University of Missouri, which was the best school for journalism at the time, got a journalism degree, and then he went to NYU to get his master's. Uh, that's that's also, this also places him squarely back in New York City right around 1950. Yeah, and he uh, created what is, in some circles, considered to be the first graphic novel. Yeah. Um, it was called It Rhymes With Lust. It was like a crime noir type of thing, and it starred a, uh, I believe it starred a female uh, protagonist. It did, yeah. Yeah, and, uh, it, oh, go ahead. I think her name was Dusty. That was the thing, or Dusty. I think you're right. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, it was written with uh, Leslie Waller, and they uh, created a pseudonym together as Drake Waller. Mm-hmm. And uh, so it's, you know, shows as one writer. It was drawn by a, a fellow named Matt Baker, who was a, a black illustrator. Yeah, and uh, pretty okay. rare for even for a black illustrator to get work in those days. So for him to sure. be such a such a brand new thing, you got to uh, wonder if they knew. I wonder. <laughs> if I, I don't know, but he, he he's a fine illustrator. You know, uh, for the time and and for any time, if you if you get your hands on that book, and you know, we'll tell you about it how you might be yeah. able to in a minute. Uh, it's it's really worth just the art alone. It's really striking and very great in that that mid century style. Oh, it's really good, really good stuff. Uh, they uh, actually had to convince uh, a, a company called St. John Publication to uh, to publish it, mm-hmm. and they had uh, started a uh, what would become an ill fated series uh, called Picture Novels. It wasn't a graphic novel yet. And uh, there were only two books published. It was this one and another one called The Case of the Winking Buddha, which was not by Arnold Drake, so we don't need to go any further in that one. No, I just saw, I saw some pictures of it uh, while doing research for this, but uh, I didn't really dig too deep. And uh, Arnold Drake uh, described this as stories illustrated as comics, but with more mature plots, characters, and dialogue, which is so ahead of its time. Yeah, this, this, this is the answer to... Sort of what, you know, uh, Frederick Wortham was complaining about, you know, about comics being for kids. And he's like, no, they mm-hmm. don't have to be. We can make adult stories. And yeah, they can be aimed towards the adult and young adult market just, to, you know, just as easily as, as to the children. And he was a young adult himself. So, yeah, you know, he was he probably was, writing he was, what he, he wanted to read. Market. Yeah, he was writing yeah. what he thought he'd want to see. Yeah, and uh, this uh, went out of print for a long time, as one would imagine, and uh, was reprinted in 2007, right around the time of uh, Mr. Drake's death by uh, Death blah, 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 by Dark Horse Comics. Yeah, and that's pretty much the ver- that's the version I have. I think that would be the version most anybody would have sure. today. I, I, it's really worth getting if you can. It's interesting. It's really it's, cheap too. Yeah, it's it's not expensive. It's uh, it's it's a nice fast read. It's kind of a crazy story. You can tell that he's a young man, you know, kind of getting his writing chops up. <laughs> he, uh, it's sort of like five movies into one. It's like a western. It's like a romance. It's a uh, mining town. There's just there's just so much going on just shoveled into this thing. It's, it's got some light sexual situations, but it's not pornographic, obviously. But it's important to say, though, that this isn't people with word balloons. Uh, yeah. This is this is pictures with text next to them, so it's. Uh, I think there might be some balloons, but it's mainly uh, text throughout. So it, this is this becomes the question: What is a graphic novel? When you know when does that line blur between comic and graphic novel? If you know pictures and text, well, every children's book could be a graphic novel. 
Sorry, if that's the case. But anyway, so that that's the debate. That's why we say it's considered by some to be the first graphic novel. I think it definitely is a arguable entry right there. Sure. If nothing else, it's a good bridge. It certainly is a bridge between the comics and the graphic novel. Yeah, I would, I would agree with that. Or even like a bridge between comics and like Playboy comics and the Harvey Kirkman sure. stuff from the 50s and 60s. This sort of, it showed that there was a market for adults that wanted to read comic material. Uh, yeah, and it was more than it was more than just a caption. It was it was a descriptor. Yeah, it was, it, and these are fully realized stories. These aren't. This isn't just like a. Uh, I mean, it, it rhymes with lust. is a very complicated, complex story. To be honest with you, it's. Uh, yeah. I you know I I hesitate to say it's a necessary piece of literature, but it's uh, you know. It's a fun diversion. It's a fun diversion. I, you know, if you can get your hands on it, and uh, you know, it's it's worth checking out. So, uh, not long after that, he uh, met Bob Kane. Um, Bob Kane was his brother Milton's neighbor. I guess they probably lived in Manhattan, I would have to guess. I'm not sure. Mm. Uh, but through meeting Bob Kane, actually, I mean, from what I understand, Arnold Drake was picking up a little bit of work here and there, uh, drawing, a f- writing a funny animal, a gag strip, uh, maybe contributing, you know. I mean, in those days, comics would be usually two or three stories and then a bunch of one page. Things features, yeah. So I have a feeling he did a lot of stuff like that. Uh, probably did, probably did some of the tech stories that comics needed to have in those days for the two, you know, get the right postal rate. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is just me kind of conjecturing, but anyway, he was doing a little <laughs> bit of work before he met Bob Kane. But when he met Bob Kane, he did his first mainstream comic book work, um, which was the Return of Mister Future for Batman '98 in March 1956. It features Batman and Robin meeting Jules Verne in the past, uh, which is a story I've never read, but Me I would love to would love to get my hands on it. After that, he did another one for uh, the House of Unexpected that he's talked about, which is the, the two assassinations of Abraham Lincoln. Yes, uh, I saw a little bit about that, and and, and apparently he had a thing with the story where he really thought he was turning a certain uh, thriller genre on his head by doing it. You know, I'll tell you, a lot of these comics are tough to get, and it's because of Arnold Drake's pedigree. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think if people know that Drake or, you know, certain guys, Bill Finger, uh, it would be another one, wrote these, because often they were uncredited. Um, yeah. They, they, spike, they spike in price. So uh, I have not seen a lot of these. Uh, some of his later work in the 50s is collected, and uh, we'll get to that right now. Yeah, uh, some uh, titles at DC that uh, are commonly uh, written by Arnold Drake are uh, Tommy Tomorrow, which I have very little experience with, but I know there was a brief resurgence, yeah. uh, or at least a, a mention of him in the in the early to mid '80s. I, I, I think they tried to pull him out uh, in like a, you know Adam Strange's domain or something like he was, hmm. he was around in some space adventures. Uh, it was a pretty stupid backup story. Uh, you know, Tommy Tomorrow sort of says it all. He had a jetpack, laser gun, shot aliens. Uh, as a matter of fact, Arnold Drake hated writing this one and had made up a little song. <laughs> every, every time he had to write it, uh, the song, I don't know what the actual uh, melody was, but this, the lyrics were, Tommy Tomorrow, Tommy Tomorrow, I hate writing fucking Tommy Tomorrow. <laughs> so There he, you go. But, you know, he wrote it a lot. He wrote a lot of them, uh, and this was a, a job. This was This was... What he was told to do, and or the, uh, the opportunity he was given, more more likely because he was a contract uh, worker, he could have turned it down if he didn't feel like eating. 
and he didn't have a, he didn't have a Twitter that he can complain on. Exactly, he could, exactly. He couldn't jump on Twitter and say, you know, they're not they're not being fair because I can't write my uh, magnum opus about Batman or whatever. So he, he wrote that and uh, a couple other ones that are a little little better known. Yeah, and I think uh, before we move on, we could probably put that Tommy Tomorrow song to Merzi Dodes. Probably Tommy Tomorrow. <laughs> Tommy Tomorrow. I fucking hate Tommy Tomorrow. Yeah, man. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> He also uh, wrote uh, Challenges of the Unknown, yep. which uh, they've been a semi-ubiquitous uh, uh, troop yeah. in D.C. They come and go, but they're always somewhere. Anybody that knows their D.C. stuff knows of these guys. If not, you know, this is this is a Jack Kirby creation that really uh, you could see as a prototype for Fantastic Four and later stuff. Oh, that certainly. Was, that would come, but a lot of people wrote it over the years. A lot of people drew it over the years. It's a D.C. property. They even brought them back in the new 52 as a you know, DC Comics show. presents, yeah, yeah I, I can't really remember. But even through the years, there was a there was a Challenger series in the '80s for sure. And they did the, there was the Jeff Loeb and Tim Sale one that went about eight issues. That That's was really right. good. That, well. that was a big resurgence that they really wanted to do. So you know, they show up here and there, and, and you also around. see them in the general you know background milieu of the DC. Yeah, in the miasma. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> there was also, uh, yeah, this is uh, the celebrity comics here. Yeah. Bob Hope and Jerry Lewis had their own comics. Yeah, and let me tell you, these are incredible comics. You know, they, you know, readable copies are not too expensive. Mm-hmm. And they are just so off the wall and madcap. I recommend I'd imagine. Anyone that likes a wacky comic, you know, if you, if you, if you like your comics very seriously, it's not going to work. But if you like to have, like, Jerry Lewis... You know, I mean, the thing is, his movies are already wacky in his stand-up, but in the comics, when Jerry Lewis wants to do something, he makes a Jerry Lewis robot. You know, that that kind of thing. Or or, or Bob Hope had a uh, <laughs> he had an alter ego. I think Bob Haney actually created it, but a super hip, which was his like superhero hip fifties guy. You got to see oh, these things to believe. Oh, that's folks. great. Uh, yeah, I, some of my favorite comics. <laughs> And uh, Mr. Drake also wrote a story in Showcase Number One, starring one of my favorite superheroes, yeah, uh, a Fireman Farrell. Who, who who doesn't remember Fireman Farrell? You know, oh, he was in Rebirth, right? Literally, I remember one of the stories is he saves a cat from a tree. I mean, that's literally one of the stories in that book. There's three stories about Fireman Farrell, and one of them is he saves a cat from a tree. Like this is is this a, really a comic book? If it's, are, we, are we really seeing this? Uh, he also wrote a, a pulp crime mystery novel called The Steel Noose in the mm-hmm. 50s. Uh, you can get that. I actually, when I did some research, you can actually get it on Kindle right now, I think for a buck. Oh, uh, wow. But it's, it's, someone is reprinting it. I have, I have an original copy somewhere. It wasn't tough to get. And it's a pretty serviceable pulp novel. It's uh, well written. It's not tremendously written, but it's, it's engaging. And, you know, if you're a fan of Drake, you might want to uh, check it out. So Certainly. the point the point being, Chris, the man worked. He worked. Through he was 50s. a writer's yeah. writer. He yes. Was, he was he was not sitting around waiting for work to come to him. He was pursuing and working and, and writing what he could get his hands on, and that eventually led to a moment in late nineteen sixty two, early nineteen sixty three, when uh, DC editor Murray Boltonoff went to Arnold Drake and asked him to create a new superhero team that would uh, probably serve in some kind of challenge to Marvel's Fantastic Four or maybe even the Avengers by that point uh, and what came out of that was the Doom Patrol mm-hmm. and that's probably the most famous creation of Arnold Drake's and that's why we are going to leave this episode here 
Absolutely. And continue next time with uh, Arnold Drake post Doom Patrol up until his uh, expiration in 2007. I hope you guys enjoyed this. I really enjoyed talking about uh, Arnold Drake, as you can tell, and Chris can probably tell also. Yeah, it was uh, quite an education. I enjoyed this. I really, uh, you know, to me, uh, these guys that are reliable, they put in work every day. Uh, You know, they support their families writing. You know, these guys are worth more to me than a million uh, prima donna Twitter. Twitter (laughs) Twitter-based authors, I'm not going to name any names, we'll just leave it right there. Absolutely. Uh, if you agree, if you disagree, if you want to correct us, you are directed to please write into Weird Science DC Comics blog at gmail.com. If you want to follow me on Twitter, I'm at Reggie Reggie. And I'm at Ace Comics on Twitter. And as I say every week, you got to go check out Chris's personal blog. Chris is on infiniteearths.blogspot.com. Uh, still cranking out daily, huh? Still daily, and uh, I. I did a little bit of a cheap heat the other day uh, doing a, a look, a, a pretty in-depth look at the uh, Uncanny X-Men Teen Titans team-up from 1982. Yeah, that, that one got a lot of looks. It did, it did, and it was a, it, was, it took a long time to do. It was a, I put a lot of work into that one, and uh, I was pleased with how it came out. It was, uh, that was a nice, it was very long, very detailed. If you haven't read that, you have to check it out, and if you have read it, you have to see Chris's take on it. It was great. <laughs> So um, that's that for this week. Next week we will be wrapping up our history of Arnold Drake and the Doom Patrol and the other wacky things that he came up with. Uh, Thank you guys for listening. you have anything else there, Chris? No, that'll do it. Uh, Thanks for listening. So long, guys. See ya. If the words sound queer and funny to your ear, a little bit jumbled and jivey, sing Mersey Dots and Dozy Dots and little Lamsey Divey. Oh, Mersey Dots and Dozy Dots and little Lamsey Divey, a little Divey. Hello, DC Comics Podcast. Hello, Jim. Hello, Eric. Hello, Reggie. Uh, hello, Chris, and hello, Mother. Um, dancing Mike again. I'm going to try to keep it a bit shorter this week, not uh, podcasting to myself. Um, just wanted to uh, comment on Dr. Fate, the new Dr. Fate series. I am a huge fan of Dr. Fate, the character. So I remember I was at my comic shop. I was, you know, looking around my weekly thing. I was like, ooh, there's a Dr. Fate comic book. This is when the first issue came out. I didn't even know it was coming out. And I looked at the cover, and I was like, eh. And so I kind of flipped through it, and I looked, and it's like, wow, it's got really crappy art, and they've turned Dr. Fate into a complete, total dumbass and a new 52 fucktard. So I was like, eh. Well, uh, I don't have to buy that one. And judging from the reviews, it's, yeah, I think I made a good choice not to get into that one. Uh, The other comment I wanted to leave was... um, I was dying laughing at work, again, trying not to, you know, draw attention to myself and make people think I was a complete lunatic when um, Jim was talking about Kung Pao enter the fist with Master Pain, Master Pain, because I love, love, love that movie, and my wife hate, hate, hates that movie. So anytime um, I say, my ass, ha, 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 she gets mad, but what really sets her off is 
if I do that sound, she gives me a look that will um, kill plants and small animals in the vicinity. So um, just really enjoy. I, I love that movie, and I laughed so hard just hearing some of that. But anyway, I uh, just thought I would leave a short message this week. Enjoy the podcast, and uh, I can't wait to hear the next one. Keep up the good work. See you later. All right, and we are back. That was Weird Comics History with my man Reggie and my other man Chris. And what? Mm-hmm. Wait, Reggie. Yeah, you're I here with into us this as part. well. What happened? Yeah. It was I a fell leak. out of weird comics history into it the present. Was, right <laughs> into the present. Ah, uh, yes. Well, we're going to talk a couple of your books, one of mine, and something that I'd like to call everyone's for the ages. Oh, yeah? And that's, yeah, that's Scooby Apocalypse. Uh, and when we get to that, just the name, I keep saying Scooby-Doo Apocalypse, and it's getting me angry already. Future's Quest. It's just Scooby. Yeah, yeah Future's Quest, I know. Well, we're going to start off, Reggie, with what book? Secret Six, number 14, written by Gail Simone, art by Tom Derenick, Jason Wright, and Rex Locus. As Lady Shiva attempts to indoctrinate Strix into the League of Assassins, our team of wayward criminals and freaks breaks into the League's compound and kills every one of them. Shauna, a.k.a. Ventriloquist, skewers Catman and abandons Ferdy, but on the next page, Catman is fine, and everyone goes back to live with a Dibney suburban home. This may not have been the intended final issue, but it'll do, pig. It'll do. Uh, what do you? What did you just call Gail Simone? Oh, uh, I was actually talking to you, <laughs> sucker. That's right, fatty. Calm down, uh, with that. You're you're a huge Gail Simone fan, and you know what? From the Twitter response, she's a big fan of yours as well, Reggie. Yeah, we are BFFs. Big fan. You guys sure. are BFFs. BFFs. Uh, it's weird. I have not read this uh, Secret Six in a while. I think I read the last issue. It's a, it, again, it's one of those books that kind of sneaks up on us every week it comes yeah. out that i'm like oh holy crap that's still going and because of the editorial issues and basically you telling me about them uh every time it shows up i am shocked i think i missed yeah, a couple I mean, issues the the run the run pre-flashpoint uh that that stemmed out of villains united is one of the best sustained runs of any team book i think that dc has done in the last 15 years you know it's up there with the jla of uh, Graham Morrison and Mark Wade and those guys, I think, but uh, it's, it didn't have a sh- good shot here in the New Fifty Two. It, it oh, it's totally destroyed right from the get go. Yeah, yeah. Even so, when Eric was doing it, he uh, it started showing. Well, first it was delayed a, a lot, so they yeah. had. And what was weird, it was delayed uh, like after two issues. It wasn't even something that was delayed after you know twenty issues. It, it, it was actually the first issue, then it was delayed, and then Convergence happened. Yeah. So and when, and then when it came up. back, all of a sudden Mockingbird was Riddler out of nowhere, and the rest yeah, of the, two, uh, the previous two issues didn't make sense. Yeah, and it's yeah, even the, funny. The story changed drastically, yeah. I mean, r- ridiculously. And you even said, like, you're talking, I don't know why, for some reason Christmas around December comes into mind, where Eric was wondering why we were only on, like, issue three or four, and it had yeah. been out for so long. <laughs> and we kept saying that it was weird. Because we were trying to, we always try to figure out crazy shit and come up with theories, but it didn't seem like it was just art that was the problem. That usually is the delays. And I don't know that it was Gail Simone as well. I, I think editorial just had their hands in it way too it's, much. You know, it's a lot of conjecture, but it really seemed that way. And this, and this issue specifically, 
Uh, not, a, not a ton happens. It seems to me, though, that it was meant to end a different way. Because it's just the, you know, Catman gets gets seemingly killed. And then on the very next page, he's standing up fine, talking about how he has nine <laughs> lives. Yeah. And then the next three pages after that are just, everyone lives happily ever after. It, yeah. it was good... It was good as a final issue for those of us that got invested in a character like Strix and other and the other people like Catman and mm -hmm. uh, Scandal Ooh. Savage. But I mean, there was a whole storyline where Scandal asked Catman to be her like surrogate, her her, her baby daddy. You know what yeah. I mean? To, to sperm donate daughter. sperm to her, yeah, to her and Jeanette, so they could have their uh, a baby. What what happens with that? We have no idea. You know, there's like a lot of lot of loose threads. Obviously, I say it happened. There were more. Okay. I say it happened multiple times. Every yeah, single fashion well, again, we're, we're going to run into this a lot, uh, especially uh, from now on, because we still have these books, some crazy books that will continue on into Rebirth. But even this this week, we're having one, one we're going to talk about in a couple books from now that we're getting these endings. It, it is a weird thing where some of these endings have been forced. Uh, some have been forced to get the characters yeah. into Rebirth. Uh, this, obviously, there's no Rebirth book coming from this no. and this almost seems to but me it just see, it seems like it, it wasn't expected no, and that's, yeah, what's, yeah. that's what's strange to me <laughs> and about again it. Like, is it possible that this was an issue and whatever that was written way back it's weird that's this true book, this is one like of the few books in. yeah this is the one of the weird ones that like you said all bets are off who knows what was going on because of how messed up uh, you have said over and over uh, you know you usually bring class and intelligence to the podcast reggie <laughs> so you have said there were issues missing at one point, they they were gone, and Definitely. yeah, and so who knows when this was supposed I, to I happen? I think that's or gone. true of the second arc. I'm, I guarantee, I would I would bet my uh, smarmy reputation bottom, on the third, the third arc when when she's when she's destroying these these alabaster stones to get Black Alice to save Black Alice mm -hmm. or something or other. It's a long story, but it started with she had off. to find. Well, it started with she had to find four, and then after two of them, the next two were right next to each other. Yeah. And it just it just wrapped up like, you know, it basically yeah. wrapped up with the shit happening off panel and Black Alice just saying, Ah well and then, you know, everything worked out great. Damn. Hooray. Well and, and so uh really, something definitely uh, happened there. So for the, who knows for, what it yeah. was though. I mean Yeah. I don't know. Who knows? But yeah, for anybody yeah. who wasn't reading, basically this whole issue is them going to uh, Lady Shiva has Strix, right? And yep. they're going to go get her. They get to her, and then they kind of convince Lady Shiva to let everybody go, and it's over. Yeah. <laughs> That's basically it. Uh, after Strix kicks her ass a little yeah, bit, yeah. you know, but... You know, but it was a little convenient. You know, Lady Shiva first is like, "We will never let you go." Yeah, and it's she's weird. Like, like two panels it. later, and then she's like, "Yeah." Although they did kill everybody. Yeah, so yeah, so they like, did. What is she gonna do? Yeah. Well, even with that, like, it's that weirdness where we have all this build up and it just ends immediately. Yeah. It was very fun throughout. Yeah, I didn't it mind. Was. And I, I had all, a good enough time. The whole culmination just seemed to be a farewell to Strix, not just the Secret Six. Really, just sit a Strix. Yeah. Well, she she's definitely the breakout star. You know, the two things people talk about, uh, you know, Ralph Dibney coming back and yeah. being with Sue Dibney and Strix. And I think more, I think that Strix is, is more striking to me because, like, I, I didn't give a shit about Strix at all. You know, yeah. like when it started at <laughs> well, all. Well, quite frankly, all, I don't I think we're fuck. ever. I thought all the talents were stupid. I don't think we're ever going to see so her again by them, for a by while. Them. You know, no, I think this is it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why I think this is but kind of a goodbye. Would. What it is is it it shows Gail Simone is her strength is I think writing team books and these character yeah. moments. You know, and uh, you saw that 
in this series, but I don't think... I wouldn't recommend this series to someone looking to read Gail Simone stuff or looking to read something weird. I'd say, read the older one. Because yeah. this one is just too disjointed, even though there are they're definitely really good moments... But it's overall, it's sort of yeah, yeah. B minus. Yeah, I uh, I just liked it at especially the especially that first arc in my yeah. mind that I read. I like at the end Strix. Yeah, that was a wreck. Strix is dressed wreck. like she's in Dexie's Midnight Runners. That's why I like it. That's, <laughs> I love that. That's why, you that's why I like it. I, I'm right. She's on the corner, freaking singing "Come on, Eileen," <laughs> dancing the fuck around. Uh, oh, yes, but God, yeah, really, so there's funny. not much to say about this book. Really so I, I did end up giving it an eight out of ten though because it, I you know I'm gonna miss it and uh, definitely inflated it definitely a somewhat of a bullshit score but I felt like the, the work done in it deserved it uh, overall yeah. uh, not a bad comic what and, did you what did uh, we you start to see it go eight out of ten yeah I, I it's hard for me to really actually give a score because I haven't been reading it but I didn't get angry. And I enjoyed it, and I knew... Like, I know the characters I've read. I just missed a couple issues among there, but I, I did not mind reading it. I had a good time. I'd say that 8 out of 10 is pretty good, because I really do like the art as well. Yeah, yeah, I don't think that's a bullshit score at all, because I'm, I have not read this regularly in a long time now, but it made me wish I yeah. had just how much oh, fun I had reading this. You're so, yeah, heart. I would go 8 out of no, 10 as well. I think 8 out of 10 is pretty yeah. good. Uh, Look at that. I think that's a first there, fellas. Yeah, we, we agree. Yeah. Holy a three, moly. A three-way well, agreement. Well, here's the deal. We talked ahead of time, and we at least agree this next book sucked. I don't know if our Definitely. scores will jive, but, uh, you know, it'll be who's the lowest. Because I, I think that we're going to be fighting for the yeah. lowest. I mean, I'm looking at my score now, and I'm feeling like I could have gone yeah. lower. I, I have uh, a score in my head because <laughs> it's something that we, me and Eric have discussed before that we really don't like to go under. Me and you discussed it as well, Reggie. Uh, but we'll go, I'll tell yeah. you when we get to that. But let us. what All are right. we talking about? It's uh, Teen Titans number 20, written by Tony Bedard. Art by Ian Churchill, Norm Ratmond, and Tony Avina. Internet superstar Metatroll93 has taken to creating memes for supervillains, and Red Robin is just one of the targets. Hard to understand why, since when he finds out, he's just kicked the crap out of every one of his teammates by exploiting their greatest weaknesses as part of a sick training exercise. The team seeks to rehabilitate their image by breaking and entering Metatroll's 93's apartment, only to discover he's been mind-controlled by Monsieur Mala and the Brain, who don't find internet memes funny at all. And yet... Even they could not save this unbearable turd of a comic book. <laughs> it's so bad. <laughs> and it was so oh fucking bad. I I told you guys before the show. I don't. Th- I definitely don't think I've read a book this bad since. I, I don't know which one it would have been, but one of the later Convergence okay. titles, you know, uh, yeah. in that in that series. It may not. It may may be as far back as the last time I read Teen Titans, before, when I dropped it. Uh, I was uh, when when Bartor showed up. I mean, this was just painful. Yeah. It is so. I, Lex Luthor was one of the greatest things in this yeah, in this book. And he's just in there for like two panels. <laughs> you know, he's hardly. I, I, I liked his. I liked his response. Yeah, yeah. I mean, this book should have been should have been Reggie Cat. Uh, it's, it's so bad. You know, it has it's, the fucking yeah. Brotherhood of Evil in it. Yep. You and, know, and like that's you think you think. When I saw them, I was like, I'm yeah, all it, in. This it, is great. it was very quick too. And I'm sure you were like, oh my god, yeah. finally, I'm gonna enjoy this. Something is going to get crazy. I jumped in head first because I'm like, all right, shit's going to be fun right away, and then it yeah, stops. Well, that's the whole thing about yeah, this. What? The minute the Titans show up, it's fucking And I know sucks. that Rebirth, the whole thing with Rebirth, let's bring the fun back. But, it, boy, why can't these books, you know, why, I don't understand how something like this couldn't be fun. 
You, like you said, uh, <laughs> Monsieur Mala and the brain right there should just be hilarious. But with their strange pseudo marriage, yeah, and then but yeah, and, I, and I'll be honest, the the uh, the whole internet memes thing. I think that could be funny. It could have been. I, I it's just ridiculous. Them, you know, it was, a, now, it was a little stupid. You know, we have this internet memes thing. I just want to know. We have. Tim Drake doing this whole Teen Titans thing for a while now. The thing that puts Batman off is when someone no, starts I, doing I, Yeah, memes. I was going to say, the thing yeah, that I, I love was I would love to really pin down what time frame this is happening in. Because, like, say at this moment, uh, you would tell me that Superman is going to die. Or if it's before that, the dark side war. And Batman's concerned about memes. Uh, it, something else yeah. has you to be happening. You can say anything. Batman's yeah. concerned about memes it's is ridiculous. So, Listen, the man has a lot of concern to he spread should around. Not even have, he should not know who I mean, this the, is. The, the point of that scene, though, is he basically said what I've been thinking. You know, this whole thing has run off the yeah. rails. And yes. the fucking Teen Titans is but just off the, the rails, here's the thing. Man. If you only have a couple of... Well, again, it does go into uh, Rebirth. But this run, like Tony Bedard's jumped on for the next... I guess there's one more issue... Possibly one or one two. Or two yeah. but it, it seems like this is going to be just a self-contained little thing. Where I guess at the end they're going to, like you know, did. at the end it'll be like, you know what? Maybe it's better that we're not a team. They'll all walk away. Yeah. Have some fun while you're doing it. Make some fun. Yeah. Even poke fun at this whole disaster of a book the whole time. The new Fifty Two. I mean, yeah, that'd be that would be good. I, I mean, if you're if what you're saying is correct, and I think it is, this is your yeah. last chance to show. But you them know what? I, you know, maybe, right now I'm going to pitch. It. I'm going to pitch. Idea which, which, you guys. which you saw a little instead bit of last of, issue. Yeah, instead of these memes, have it that somehow they are getting involved with somebody who wants to get them a PR agent and try to find the, the nice things about them and, and poke fun at everything from the New 52 and all that. That would be better there than this. Go. Just have this PR agent yeah. something like, hey, Red make Robin, people say that you're unlikable. You do, you know, and, and freaking Tim Drake, what? I don't understand. Well, we, we actually kind of had that when they renumbered when uh, freaking, what the hell is his name? Uh, yeah, yeah, asshole. freaking Maxwell. Uh, Manchester Manchester Black. Manchester yeah, because then that's when every they started going right into uh, that, like uh, Beast Boy was on yeah, Saturday yeah. Night Live I'm saying, and shit but like even that. Even poke fun at that. Uh, I don't know. Do something. You could get crazy with this and still end up at yeah. that last point where, like we said, Damien is going to lead the Teen Titans. I'm sure that that last issue is Damien showing up because that's the tie. Batman is now angry. At memes, it's going to end up with 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 Damien showing up and like, guess I got to pick up the pieces for you once again, Drake. Yeah. And then he actually means exactly. he actually means the rapper Drake. And then he goes off to another uh, Raptors uh, basketball game. And then and then we're good. Tim Drake comes out of the bathroom. Hey, hey what what happened? No, I, it just did you did you see Drake Drake put out uh, on his Instagram a picture of Sarah, Sarah Silverman from when she was in Saturday oh, no, Night Live? No. I don't. Why? Why? Like it's such a weird fucking thing to put out there. Drake, anyway. That guy's on the, the edge. But who the fuck do you guys follow on Twitter? He's on Instagram. I don't Weird. do no Instagram. Yeah. Oh, no. I'm Is all this in. Uh, what's this guy's name? What's this troll troll name? Uh, ninety three. Meta troll ninety three. Phantom ninety three. Uh, at, at one point, I thought DC fan was in the book. What, what are these things with these memes? <laughs> but yeah, really, the whole thing is memes online, and it really—it just makes me laugh that the whole D, the whole it was DCU, stupid, but it wasn't the worst. The whole thing DCU about the though seems to come to a halt because of this guy. Like he's got—he's getting yeah. a lot of retweets. <laughs> really? 
I love the I love this shit. Like somebody brings it to Luther, the fucking head of LexCorp. You know, one of the yeah. biggest. Like you, you think you think Jesus, somebody's going uh, to yeah. the head of Exxon and bringing just him remember, memes? I mean, you know, just like, think the though, there is probably a trillion memes of Lex Luthor out there if this was real. And yeah, then he he Whoa. sees the one with the the fucking Joker and thinks it's funny. <laughs> You think, so, you, think, you think Trump has a memes yeah, guy? He, you know, he may. He's, uh, and you know what? But what do you do when you see these memes? You're going to go and find this smelly guy in his apartment? Well, the, it, you know, their idea was either they, they were going to, you know, make him an ally. That was the best. See, there we're getting towards this kind of let's get our, our thing going. You know, that is actually what I was talking about. They're going to get this meme guy on yeah. there. But why? why? How about this? The whole thing should have been Tim Drake learning how to use Twitter. And then just making his own memes, and they're horrible at first. But then he he picks the, up. That would have been a good way. I mean, the first their first recourse in like, oh, we got to rehabilitate our images. Let's go fucking commit yeah. a crime. Let's and break, break into the guy and, and kidnap like, him. This is why everyone <laughs> yeah, well, hates you. You know, like you and guys like you said, this suck. whole meme thing actually is probably the best part of the issue because when they go, basically, mm-hmm. there is a training segment that Tim Drake has the whole Teen Titans going, and it's basically him in my mind. It is him upset. They even spell it out. He's upset that, you know, they failed. And he is now going to take it out on everyone. And he's just a dick. Really, really. He's a dick. That, number one, that is probably the biggest faux pas of this whole goddamn book in the New 52 is the characters are not likable. And you have characters that should be. And he's preying on their weaknesses. Yeah. And he's and it's fucking it goes on for a full yeah, half yeah. of the issue like that's half yeah. of the book, it's just that shit and, and then them talking about like what yeah. a dick and again he is. you you have oh, Bunker right. Bunker Thank and you. Beast Boy are the most likable in this team I would, and I they would even agree like with that, yeah. you get it so that Tim is such a dick that he's exploiting that he's like oh you're yeah, you're he's exploiting their friendship yeah, is that you're a good guy I knew you'd be a good guy. Fuck yeah, you, fuck dude. You, you know, like fucking Batman calls. Get me on the line with Batman. I'll call. Tell him to so send you home. I, I hated. I hated this book, and I hate you for making me review <laughs> this book. And I gave. I gave it a four point five oh, out of see? ten. Oh, at the at the end, if you want to know the, the spoiler, is the brain has is controlling. Yeah, Metatron yeah, is controlling him when they yeah, show up, and he's also at the end. He threatens uh, to control the Teen Titans. He seems to be controlling uh, Wonder Girl. And that's how it ends, right? He puts the controller yeah. on her. Yeah, and, he, and he's threatening. To, and, and, and I said in my review, yeah, control yeah, all of them. I, you maybe know, the, maybe no, you have Control them to jump off a fucking cool. bridge. That's what I want. Jump <laughs> off a go. goddamn bridge. Hey, Reggie, I have not been reading this book regularly, but tell me how Power Girl's power is going to the new Power Girl translates to her growing That's even from before Reggie even started well, reviewing it. All of a sudden, out of that... Oh, I know. It was what I was doing Even, as well. I just wanted right, to see yeah. if there was an explanation that There is no explanation. It just happened, and she said, oh, my God, I have these growing powers. She was emo Chuck. DC editorial said, we need a grower. That's what we need. A grower and a shower. It's Bumblebee. And also, it was the same time. Bumblebee is the growing and shrinking girl with Afro Puffs. That's who she is, basically. So I bet she's In the meantime, at the same time, they kind of got the idea of, hey, Bunker, making brick walls is not that exciting and gave him construct power. Yeah. So he's making construct as Which well. Which is cool. I, I do I, like I that. I like Bunker. Yeah. I, I like dig But that. yeah, there was about the same yeah, I, time. I, I, like, I, I love when he was stuffing bricks in those people's yes. ears yeah. last issue. Well, even when he grabs a hold of Tim Drake gigantic here with a gigantic brick, brick, hand. brick yeah. hand. I love yeah. that. that. It, that's cool. You know, but it was, uh, Tim Drake I can't, I'm trying to remember the, the exact story. It was when uh, the team 
had to go down. It, I think the elite were still, you know, Wonder Girl and the elite were still fighting, but they had to go down in that, uh, like, basement of some lab, and that's when Power Girl all of a sudden became this fucking, uh, you know, uh, Apache chief powers and, and kind of just explain, yeah. like, oh, yeah. I don't understand it. <laughs> all right. Well, I, assume, do I, I assume what it is is they're not getting rid of Boob Window Power Girl. <laughs> yeah, yeah. For rebirth or for anything, you know. She's, yeah, but she's, she's on Earth too. Yeah, so so they obviously have to make some differentiation, especially now as all the everything's going to be piled yeah. in on one another. That's, that's I didn't mind the art in this issue, but uh, um, but yeah, the story was garbage, yeah. and you gave it higher than I would have, Reggie. I did not I love go the for. art, but it, it you know that the no, art no. was not the problem with this book. But I did I did not love it. But there were you know if it was a good yeah. story, what, it what would you fun. give it her? Yeah, I'd give it a four. Five. I, oh, five. Whew, wow. You're getting real. Yeah. I actually made a mistake this week reviewing things. Wrong. I gave a uh, issue a five this week on the site, not meaning the fuck you that we claim that the five now is. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, no, I, I might yeah. have thrown out mixed messages, like, on every date I've been on. <laughs> uh, goodness gracious. Hey. But we're going to move on. Yeah, four for me. But we'll move on to Justice League 3001, number 12, written by Keith Giffen and J.M.D. Mateus, art by Colleen Doran, Timothy Green the second. What, what ha- I was thinking of this when I was, what happened to people being juniors? Really? Well, I, it annoys me. I I'm a third, <laughs> and this second is stealing my fucking thunder. I'm hey, telling I'm still you. still a junior. Yeah, yeah, you're a junior. You're not fucking Eric Shea that's the second. But I, I'm going to go by that from now on. Fucking I think you nonsense. Should. I'll fucking strangle you. Hi-Fi. <laughs> and probably my favorite name What's this week. What's people go with names like Hi-Fi? Hi-Fi and Sal... <laughs> second. Sal Cipriano. <laughs> Sal Cipriano. And I really like Sal Cipriano as a name. I, I, that might be the most Italian name I've it ever heard. It sounds like a Gotham villain. Since Super Mario. And uh, the, the funny thing is I looked up because I wanted to tweet him and I looked it up. And unfortunately, there's a Sal Cipriano that seems to be involved in like a uh, triple murder suicide or something. Yeah, and that's, that's all I could not find. Him. No, it might be. I, I did not Maybe. think it was him. I don't know. But... There's Isn't my Cipriano the name of one of the Robins from We Are Robin? Hey, Dre, Cip- Dre Cipriano. Hey, Cipriano. Maybe, yeah. I, I don't know. We'll have to look at that. We'll have to look. It's not Sal Cipriano, though. Keith Giffen and J.M.D. Mateus and the unlikely run of Just League 3001, and they do so by showing us a bit of the past, mixed with some present, and leave the future wide open. With arms wide open, Eric and Reggie. You like that song, Reggie? I have enjoyed this series so much, and while some may be thrown off that everything isn't resolved, actually, nothing's resolved, I take this over a rushed ending any day. Keith Giffen has had some pretty crazy finales, and I think this one is just as much of a fuck you to DC that Threshold was. Instead of killing off his creations, he leaves everyone out there, including Flash and Background, the present-day DCU, and will sit back and let the fans of this book yell until they see more. As for myself, I think this book had an impressive run. I'm fine just imagining that the characters are out there fighting somewhere in the void. You know, it's yeah. funny talking about Giffen endings. I don't even remember the ending to Lara Fleas. 
Uh, I don't either. Mm. I was thinking that too. And then this is this ends with a the last panel is a meta ending. Yeah. With Our fleas demanding that he is not involved with any book with failing. And Nort. And he he always <laughs> is. He's always in these failed books. But yeah, I said in my review that Keith Giffen. It, it's like he is like the best eulogy writer ever because I do <laughs> enjoy the thing when Threshold. Me and you might have been the only ones who actually ended up enjoying Threshold though. It wasn't the greatest. Only at but we, the end. we had fun with it. And at the end. And then the last issue was so crazy because it, it tied into that whole game show yeah. type thing, reality show. And he had everyone get killed. <laughs> Blue Beetle just disappears. It was so funny. Uh, this isn't quite so uh, funny like that. But I liked it because you get a peek at all the characters. You get a little weird uh, character development of how the Wonder Twins kind of came about. You have Terry and Terry. And the girl, Terry, who ends up becoming the Flash. God, I hate talking right about away. it when we do this. I know. It's, it's tough to say this. But, uh, <laughs> that she is... She was upset all along because when they were doing this, they, they spelled it out. It's a cannibalistic type of splicing that made the Justice League. We see at the beginning where it appears they were trying to make a Green Lantern and the person died. And the boy, Terry, uh, <laughs> he's, he's a, boy. a piece of shit. He's a piece of shit. And he didn't care that somebody dies. Like, he's all business. They're going to do this. This is where you find out uh, in the book, he ends up being one of the five. Yeah. He actually is the lead. He's the leader. But uh, <laughs> he's taking, uh, he's taking uh, stuff, uh, commands from Lady Strix in this. Uh, but you see right away. He was he was on the the bad side right away, and that just leads. It goes back and forth. You also get to see douchebag Superman one last time. I think it was that they know that everybody liked that, that character, even though he's awful. So all of a sudden he's there, and he's yelling about his um, his costume that he hates it and wants the classic. But yeah, maybe a little tighter to show my show- codpiece. Yeah, he wants to show his cock, and it basically <laughs> just shows you. The characters and leads to you finding out that basically the Wonder Twins' mother is Lady Strix. She wants Terry Flash, uh, but the battle's going on and she ends up zapping her into the present day DCU. That's about it. There's not much. You get the characters yelling. You get to see Gal Gardner one last time looking all sexy. Nice. I think uh, it's a toss up between Robot Lois. Uh, tor- Red Tornado <laughs> in Earth 2 and Gal Gardner in this to who I think is sexier. But uh, yeah, and you get Supergirl and it, it really, it's a big battle between the Legion of Doom and the Justice League. Nothing is resolved and it ends with Flash and Batgirl, not Robin, Batgirl in the present day. The, this Tina who jumped in. Originally she was a robot suit Batman, which was awesome because it was taking place during the robot suit Jim Gordon Batman and she has kind of changed throughout of who she thinks she is and now she is Batgirl and in the crazy way of the future where they have you know everything sketchy she has a Robin outfit she looks like Carrie Kelly with with green hair and yeah and I love her I think that she unfortunately only came in later on if she was in from the get-go would have been one of my favorite characters and uh I like it. I like the fun. It really shocked me that that Giffen and DiMatteis didn't go the route of making fun of, say, Rebirth with this. Uh, it would, to me, it's a perfect thing that they could have had uh, Cadmus and all that 
kind of say like, hey, you know what? You heroes, you guys are too miserable. We're going to make these happy ones and end up at the end with these fucking Justice League of fucking morons smiling and stuff. I I actually thought that's that's what it was going to end up. And I think that maybe they didn't have all the time needed to really give it a proper fun ending. But it it ends it very open. Uh, Not hilarious. But I like it. I like all the character interactions, and I love the art. I thought the art was great. Um, but, yeah, if you want a solid ending to your story, you're going to probably give this uh, probably eight points less than I gave it <laughs> because you do not get any ending. But I thought that was a funny way to end it, that it just ends. Uh, but, yeah, I really, I'm trying to figure out something well, I'm to saying, talk about I, uh, with this, but there really is I know much. you've enjoyed this run. You've really been, like, a big supporter of Just League 3000, Just League 3001. <laughs> Yeah, three. I was more of a supporter of three thousand. Once three thousand one started, and even it's not that it was the all female team, but it did start to drag yeah. a little uh, for me. Uh, but yeah, I, I enjoyed it. I'm telling you, what, as a casual reader, like I jump in every now and again with this book because when I was reading it before during three thousand, I was really bored with it. It just really seemed like a one trick pony. Yeah. And jumping back in for this final issue, I could care less about Terry and Terry's backstory because they're just. Not interesting to me. Yeah, I liked it just because of what they were and what you went through. But yeah, it's this is. I thought the ending was kind of funny. Them bringing brought into the fucking DCU. Yeah. But uh, like the present day, and then but at the, the end, rest yeah. of it's like and a big old battle with characters battle. I don't care and about. And backgrounds. Like we said, there's Nort, and he's like, "Hey, we're canceling you." Hey. Larflees does not appear in canceled comic books. Larflees, and then says, I was trying to think how the last issue of Larflees went, and I couldn't. Which it may even end very similarly because that was kind of a goofy deal, anyway. But uh, I would say that this book is a lot like what we say time that Reggie does Harley. That if you're in, you're in. If yeah. you're out, you're out. If you're invested in the characters and like them, I think Gal Gardner was one of the best characters in the this book. It was I, it was I very good and that. funny. And uh, other than that, though. I don't know what to say, but I loved it. I gave it a 9-3 just because I've always liked it. Also, if you look in the one part, it even looks like a freaking uh, Booster Gold's in it for a second. He looks like he's dead. If you look, the one thing he's in, he's in this, he's in this rubble. He's just laying there. It looks like it's supposed to be him, but yeah, uh, I really liked it. It's tough. I mean, you can give it a score, Eric. You haven't really been reading it, but. No, five out of ten. I'm telling you, I said this is not anything that you would jump in on. <laughs> no, it's, not at all. You know, we've had twenty some issues of this. M3, so I knew the characters enough from what I've read, but even that is like, yeah. nope, can't just jump in with this. Right. Well, the next one is a number one, so we all could jump in. We can jump into this pool, and unfortunately, Do I have this to? pool is a pool of garbage. And can I, I just stick my toe in I, and swirl it around a bit, not go in people, at all? People even made the claim on the site that this could be the Jim Warner version of Batman 44, Eric Shea. Because of oh how much God. I did not like it, it's funny. I gave it the same score. I think that Eric gave that Batman forty four. People, does, does Paul? Paul, does Paul that's who like claimed. It? I think Paul was the one who people called it out. People care he loves about Scooby Doo as much yeah. as Batman. He loves these. Yeah, he, he, loves he, these he books. does. I am not. This is now two of these Hanna Barbera books in, and I'm talking about Scooby Apocalypse number one. But uh, two of these books in, and I am almost out. I really. Yeah. I, if it's up to Wacky Racers and uh, Flintstones to save the day, I don't know what's going on because those are the two I was least looking forward to. But uh, actually, I'm wrong. Uh, that future quest I didn't care about. Five, Eric. 
Yeah. Five. Scooby-Doo Apocalypse Number 1, written by Keith Giffen and J.M.D. Mateus. I think we just heard them. Art by sure Howard did. Porter. High five. Wait a minute. Art, isn't that the art team from JL3001? Sure. Yeah, Wait a second. Yeah, and Nick, Nick J. Very Nath. busy this month. He likes, uh, he's a little different, but hey, he's the letter. I don't know him. I don't like him. He's the letter. Uh, that was a good name. When, he's not Sal Cipriano, I'll tell you that. Sure is. When the Hanna-Barbera books were announced, I called dibs on this one immediately. And I did. I said, I don't care what you freaking scraps you guys fight over. I get Scooby. I'm a big Scooby fan. Uh, you know that we're doing those? Yeah. And the, <laughs> I was a big Scooby fan. The idea of the gang fighting off a zombie apocalypse sounded awesome. Did I make up the zombie part? <laughs> I think I did. I don't know. Because <laughs> I was waiting for zombies. I am not against a reimagining. And was one of the few that didn't have a problem with Shaggy looking like a hipster. And I'm, I'm going to ask Eric, remember? All that shit hit, and me and you had the discussion about how Shaggy was always behind the times a bit with his look. Remember when we said oh, yeah. that when it came out, like, he was a hippie after hippies were gone. So we thought, oh, the hipster, <laughs> that actually makes sense. And the time, it we does. were all into it. We didn't mind. Sure. I am, however, against Giffen and DiMatteis sucking the fun out of this franchise. I just had no fun reading this whatsoever. And if it wasn't for the awesome art, I might have given this book a 2 out of 10. It's a little hint about Ooh. what I did give it. But well, it's, it's crazy you're talking about that hipster thing, though, because besides for the look, he did not come off as a hipster at all. No. He, he, and you know what he comes off as? If anybody's going to complain, he's a little too smart and savvy. That's what he yeah, is. Yeah, he's not and so much of a bumbler, it. yeah. Doesn't have a no. lot of opinions? No. I, he is a guy who is a, he's good with dogs, and yeah. he's a good guy. He's basically a good guy, Shaggy. That's, that's what he is here. Nobody else is. Shaggy kind of is. Or, uh, Scooby's it. okay. But yeah, everybody else is so unlikable. And it starts off with Velma. And it's one of those, you know, tricky things you start off where you see in the behind, uh, in the past with a flashback. Eh, she's doing something weird. You don't know what it is. It ties well into it. And she seems to be, you know, the bad guy, right? Even though she tries to spin it her way, uh, to me at well, the end, the, the big thing is we find out about the four, but then she she almost slips and says the yeah, five. She almost says the yeah. five. And four. Believe me, I mean at the end you you don't think that at one of these issues you're going to find out that she just she was the bad scientist with the heart of gold that freaking oh my oh, god yeah. I don't want to do this. They'll show her fighting with somebody else. I don't think we should do this. <laughs> Fucking wanted to throw well, her off forgives. the tower. That's what I She forgives Fred for throwing a camera at her head, so she's going to be all right. You yeah. Know? Eh, Fred thinks she was How a How is that camera man. still working? I you know what else? Uh, to me, why not make fun of Fred's uh, kerchief? Why don't you do that? That's some funny stuff. There's a lot of stuff you can make Daphne's fun of Daphne's got here. one, too. Yeah, I know. <laughs> they have matching outfits. But, yeah, <laughs> Daphne and Fred are part of a failed uh, reality show. That is now Which I like that idea. I, I actually would have loved if all of them were just part of they had to upgrade their deal. Hey, guys, we're not making some money. we got to get on this you know, ghost hunter shit. And they start yeah. doing that. And then you realize, even if, if it tied into that of, say, uh, hey, these guys are phonies, but we're not phonies. You know what I mean? Something like well, that. Even if they are phonies and they accidentally like come across something that's real, like this whole big over-the-top like uh, world domination bit. Yeah. Uh, do you have the book, Eric, open? No. Uh, the credits page, I believe there is Scooby Dumb, by the way. Oh, yeah. I, see, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think I see him. I think it's a little Easter egg there. I see a D. Let me get, and, let me get past uh, these like, uh, 15 variant covers. 
Yeah, yeah. He's got more of a look. I really do think that is an amalgam of Scooby Dom. There you go. I think he's in the book. Uh, But yeah, Scooby Dom. It's dynamite. Oh, yeah, it's dynamite. You're right. Still. And I'm out. I don't care about dynamite. I actually like Dynamite. But yeah, uh, you would think that you would have that, like you said, have that where they are phonies. They, they even know it, but they, this is how they're going to make money now. And then the apocalypse happens and they have to deal with it. Like, that seems fun. But no, you have a failed reality show on the Knitting Network. Daphne is an overbearing bitch who yells at Fred, who is not likable himself, though they try to give him the pratfall jokes, but it doesn't... They're changing the dynamic a little bit too much, yeah. uh, in my opinion. Like we said, Scooby... I like Scooby. Uh, yeah. Shaggy comes off as a little too uh, intelligent, and I don't know, but he is a nice guy. You, the only thing I like is the relationship between Scooby and Shaggy. Though I'm telling That's you, people were upset about Shaggy. God damn it, Shaggy's a good-looking guy. I'm looking at him again now. God damn, I fucked the shit out of him. Holy crap. I'd let the Holy dog watch, sc- too. Wow. Scooby-Doo, right. indeed. Whew. But yeah, I usually don't uh, like eyes get, on me, but I would. Uh, yes, and basically the whole story ties down to judging me, that, lousy uh, dog. Daphne and Fred get a inside tip. Oh, we're gonna get this thing. It's gonna make our show back on the regular cable. Oh my goodness, it's Velma. She's gonna tell them about this whole plan, and it, it seems like that's her way to uh, make things right. She's gonna tell everybody what's what's what. What's going down? And in the meantime, Fred conks her over the head with a camera because she thinks he's a she's a mole man. And boy, mole person. I I know that uh, Fred threw the camera, but then he went to town beating that dead horse of a joke. Yeah, uh, the fucking oh panel after panel. And we mentioned before we went on. Uh, Tonight, they also really want to shove those last names of the characters, and it, it almost seemed oh to me God, like they, they want ever. to prove that they know them. I don't know why. Um, did they why ever go exist? We know things. Uh, uh, yeah, you know? I know yeah, they, they did. did, but it was kind of like yeah, a, uh, almost like a trivia type thing. Uh, but still, yeah. why say the last name? I know who Fred is. Everybody I think I've had who's that reading this. Trivia. Yeah, it's always a trivia thing. So, but I want to hear Shaggy. I want to hear Fred, Daphne, Velma. You just go with that. Uh, though it's like they almost it's so weird because it's given to Demetrius who quote unquote are the funny guys to me it almost seems like they're going out of their way to not be funny to make this serious and I don't break in the mold I think, to I be think this issue was really I, I don't. Uh, a lot of tell not show and that was the problem you know a lot of talking about stuff that happened instead of yeah. seeing it you know which might it's have made so it more weird. interesting to read you know this, this was just... really could have been stretched out the four issues instead of just standing around and discussing all everything yeah. at once and yeah. it's like they have to like okay we're, and maybe it's one of those things maybe when we go to the next issues this will all pay off because we know all this info it's an info well, they dump. want to get this to the monsters a, right away. a weird info dump and yeah it ends with them going down they're going to get the scoop velma takes them down into the facility where she works where shaggy happens to work as well where Scooby right underneath made. burning man right underneath the burning man and uh the whole thing there is there's page after page of like hey it's the secret room and shaggy saying there's no secret room like, listen, dog trainer, shut your mouth. But, yeah, it goes on yeah, and on. They get down there. And is it a shock to anybody that when they get down there, the apocalypse freaking is, is now activated and they're the only ones? No, I was yeah. waiting for it to and, happen. 
But they spent what's five that? goddamn more pages talking about what's going on. Yeah, and, and when it happens, it's not even like, I love the last panel. I'll tell you, I love it. It looks like yeah, a Universal Monsters uh, dream come true. Yeah, the fact and, that I, uh, when, when I talked to you about it, I think we had said zombies, or maybe I, I had it in my mind that it was zombies. And then when I saw that it was Universal Movie Monsters, I was like, all right, that's cool, yeah. I was very confused by the end. Because they spent this entire issue talking about like pacifying people and making them sheep. All of a sudden, we got Universal monsters everywhere. Obviously, shit has gone wrong. But uh, you know what I thought it was at first, though it it mixes and matches uh, franchises. I actually thought it was the Groovy Ghoulies. Remember them? I love them too. (laughs) They do. They look like them. They're not. Yeah, they're not Hanna-Barbera though. But I I really, I was like, man, it's Groovy Ghoulies. I thought it would be so cool. Uh, but yeah, and then afterwards, where I don't know, Eric, you saw next Apocalypse right now, and you you finished, you were done because there's not even a, a pa- the next yeah. page. It's the backup when Shaggy met Scooby. <laughs> yeah. I had no idea this had a I backup. Had this issue I just, okay, Dark I read it. I'm done. Came out. I kept. I missed the first backup because I think there was like weird alternate covers. There was shit thrown in there. You no, had no idea I what I was talking I about. But yeah, there was some. This is like right after you wanted to get out of here so much, you didn't even turn the goddamn page. Uh, but yeah, you you get the completely uh, intro. Uh, you know the origin of Scooby and, and Shaggy meeting, and in all in all, I did not really learn anything that I would have either figured out for myself or kind of already knew. There was nothing. Oh, yeah. that's exactly what I did. What are you guys talking about it? Yeah, there basically there is a. There, it's a genetic experiment on the dogs. Uh, Scooby's failed, and that's it. And Shaggy feels bad for him and protects him. And Done. Rescues him, Done. Yeah. The only other thing you get is Velma walks by at one point and bumps into them, and they kind of like, "Oh, you don't want to, you don't want to mess with uh, the fucking Ice Queen right. there." Yeah. But that—that's about it. Stupid yeah, shit. you get the idea. Oh, she's she's more than she said. We know all this. We really do. And what's yep. weird is we did not we need to back about, up. No. Are you looking at it now? Do you have it out? It's it's nonsense. And the thing that really gets me angry is we're talking about another, say, what, six, seven pages? Where how about showing us some stuff from that original story there and not just info dumping to get to this? Yeah. You had the opportunity to, to spread that story out. Instead, you're going to do this. It's nonsense. I, I know that people like it. I had no fun whatsoever. And I, I'm making the call right now. Unless the uh, Wacky Racers and uh, Flintstones fucking Wacky Raceland. Yeah, Raceland. I think that's what. I think that's going to be the best. I think that's going to be fun. I hope so. That's what I'm and, doing. Yeah, and I think it's the one that we. Uh, anybody have any expectations going in, Reggie? You you have any? Thing going into that Not one. Not really, no. I, yeah, I so expect I think, it to be like, it's a mad, 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 mad yeah. world. And, and again, now With you mad have Max. an expectation, and it's going to be fucking terrible. But uh, no, if, if these don't get better, I am saying right now, the number twos, you guys are on your own. You go buy these issues. I, I'm not going to continue even reviewing it, probably, at, even though people seem to like it. Maybe I'll get Reggie to do it. Reggie, where's the Vincent you, you Price? Take all my scraps. Where's, no, no. Hey, where's the where's the Vincent Price sorcerer from the Thirteen Ghosts of Scooby Doo? There you go. Yeah, I, even that. If, if they even here's the deal. Have some fun with that. Where all of a sudden they go into the lab and they pull out an amalgam of Kiss. 
<laughs> Something like that. I don't know. Have it, have it fun. You. I told you guys, make it like the Brady Bunch movies where the, it, this is the modern times. And, yes, it's dark. And there's all this. It's even like – and it's the cartoon gang who is out of time, out of place, but yet always seems to solve the mystery. Just do that. I don't know. Maybe I'm an uh, idiot. The, hey, the most fun I had with this book was Scooby and Shaggy making fun of fucking hipster pizza. Yeah, hipster yeah, pizza, which is funniest. funny to me because everybody was all up in arms about Shaggy being a hipster. Hey, he's, obviously come off here. An, he's obviously an anti-hipster. So all that, I think they sat back when people were yelling at that. That's why you didn't hear much. I yeah, think the only thing you heard about arm, it. Though. Yeah, I'm looking at him now. I, I think that when it did happen, they even said, oh, don't judge a book by its cover. Yeah. And yeah, you know what that, he is? He's Oliver Queen. Yeah, he looks it. He does look like it. I, I like Shaggy and Scooby here. If the only likable characters. Yeah, they are. And really, you could have just had them in a book, and I'd be fine with it. I, I hey. wish that I didn't read this. I gave it I'm a saying, 4 out I, of 10. I don't know if you guys get the reference. We said it off air, but I hope somebody does. But Fred, to me, his character really comes off as Fred from a pup named Scooby-Doo yeah. than anything else here. Yeah. I, I just, I don't know. I, I don't know. I'm shocked well, I didn't see that that I was Dynamite at the beginning. When Top yeah, totally Cat and Huckleberry Hound cross over into the Justice League, <laughs> you're going to be wishing you were reading these books. So. That's, yeah, that's true. I better read it because, you, you know, know. Heavens to Megatroid. Heavens to Megatroid. Oh. <laughs> you know what's going to happen? Guy, they said that you, your voice, Snagglepuss. Snagglepuss. Snagglepuss, yeah. Snagglepuss, yeah. Heavens to Megatroid. I think that uh, we're going to get Scooby Dummy. He's going to show up. Hey, hey Scooby. <laughs> and then they'll kill He's him another thought experiment. Hey, they are scared. I really would love it if at the end we find out that Scooby is Scooby Dumb and Scooby. Yeah. I, <laughs> I don't know. It doesn't Whoa. seem like they want to play Scrappy's around with stuff. Scrappy's the killer fucking dog. This is the fun thing. You get a property that you can play around with. You can do whatever you want with it. And yes, you can make it crazy. And we told, we said before, this all seems to be a reaction to the Archie. You know, uh, mm-hmm. afterlife with Archie—that they're always behind and they're going—and right. now you get this, and it's just not—it's not even charming to me. Well, that was like even the, like in the, the Scooby-Doo live-action movie. As horrible as that was, the best part to me was the ending where we find out that Scrappy is taking revenge on them because he's pissed. Yeah, yeah, dude, give me that. That something. was fun as hell. Wow. Yes. All right. Wow. Well, Shut up, we, Reggie. Oh, jeez, Reggie. But yeah, that's that's uh, the books. It seems like. I, I know that it does come down a lot to uh, Reggie. You do a lot of the the thrown aside books, yeah. So it does seem like it's the hate section whenever we join up with you. Yeah, like it's like, Secret hey, Six. let's get let's get Reggie on, and he's gonna piss the shit out of me. And I don't know how you piss the shit out of somebody, but you do. I'll tell you. I'll t- yeah, Your it's books. not hard. No, but uh, no, I give gonna, this a six what, out of ten. Okay, uh, what would you give it, Red? I'd probably give it a six out of ten, also. Man. I, I like the art. It just after I, reading I like the Justice League three thousand. Yeah, end. I like that ending. I just Great it's last not page. very fun yeah. to me. But that's not actually I, the last page. No, no, you thought no, it was. But yeah, now we're gonna stop a minute and move on to a very short digital spotlight. Hopefully I'm a little uh, happier than that Scooby, Scrappy, Scooby (laughs) Dome. I put as my header Scooby Dome. 
Scooby Dumb. Scooby Dumb. I was going to put Scooby Dumb, but I like Scooby Dumb. I, didn't I was wanna... actually confused for a second. I was like, why didn't he put Scooby Dumb? No, I didn't want to put that. I, I didn't want to disparage the name of such a great character. But uh, we are on plus, digital spelling. It, it would be a chance he would have missed to put out one of his great puns. Yes. You know, like Connell. Kind yes. Of... Yeah, I'm, I'm holding that. I'm holding on to that. But yeah, this is Digital Spotlight. <laughs> Very quick one, because there was one book. One book this week, uh, out of nowhere, it kind of confused me. I went to do um, The Legend of Wonder Woman on Thursday, and when I went, it was not uh, in the store, but there was a Legend of Wonder Woman that was from 1986, and I really am calling out DC a bit for doing this, and I know it's a Wonder that Woman essential. You can look at this. Well, it actually is just the Wonder Legend of Wonder Woman. It's the same exact title. It's from 1986. And the thing that gets me, I, they can't say that they weren't trying to trick people because they put it out on the day that the regular new digital book comes out. If they were yeah, just going to, sure. if they were just going to release that, you know, they put it out on a Tuesday or a Wednesday. Thursday. Some people, and you can tell by the cover, but who knows? People probably went on and like Manship. He's out there. Look at that. <laughs> Boy, they're, they're growing retro. He'll grab it. Yeah. Freaking 99 cents drawn down by, the drawn by Trina Roberts. I, I actually, Robbins. is it? I actually was thinking of reviewing it. I still may. Uh, I have not bought it. I may not, uh, do that, but I may, and I'll tell you how it is. But, uh, as of now and right now, the only thing that we're going to be talking about in this digital spotlight is Injustice, Year 5, number 23. And that was written by Brian Bucciolano. I hope it's 23. I, I wrote that. And I'm, <laughs> I'm actually, I think that I never went back and checked. So as we talk, talk amongst yourselves while I check this. The latest issue. It is 23. Is what you mean, the yes, latest chapter. It was 23. I was right. I, I, I actually realized that I may not have done that right. But yeah, it's Injustice, Year 5, number 23, written by the Booch. Brian Bucciolato, art by Marco Centucci, Rex Locus, and Wes <laughs> Abbott. Wes Abbott. Well, it was leading up to this for a bit, and it finally happened. I'm going to throw a spoiler alert here because, again, I, I hate to keep bringing manship up, but I don't know. You, did you get the idea that our whole podcast is a spoilerific podcast? I mean, yes. we'll spoil the shit out of everything. And yeah. a couple of weeks ago, he got all mad that I spoiled Injustice. Out of all the books... We got a digital book. We and he was so upset. But yeah, here's a spoiler alert again. If you don't want to hear this manship, fast forward for a little. But I, he has read this. But uh, Alfred was straight up murdered this week, and I've oh been talking God. to Reggie a lot about this. Uh, but it was not Superman. Uh, it was a bloody kind of birthday party. The whole thing. It, it was pretty cool. Where. You have uh, Bruce. He's in these uh, fucking lead mines in Alaska. It's freaking terrible. But he he always talks to Alfred on the on the video, and the whole setup is that Alfred will never tell Bruce when his birthday is. And they kind of play back and forth like, oh, I thought you were the greatest, world's greatest detective. You can't even figure that out. And Bruce just seems to occasionally just throw parties for Alfred. Uh, out of the blue, hoping he stabbed the day of yeah. what it was. And it's one of those. I do not know what's involved. He is in the lead mines in Alaska. Somehow the whole mansion's decorated. Um, you call it catering service? Decorators? I guess he did. He's a rich fella. But even then, if he calls, I think Superman would want to know where that call was coming from or where the... I don't know. It leads to a lot of craziness. But it was a nice thing where... Hey, man, he, he doesn't have kryptonite power. He's not hearing radio signals and true. all that. That is true. That is true. He's... You know, that's the regime. Nonsense. But, yeah, so there, <laughs> there's like an impromptu birthday party. There's Bruce on the video. And... Um, 
In the meantime, they get an alert. And while they're talking even, Bruce says, hey, have you heard from Damien? And uh, Alfred kind of lies. Oh, no, I haven't really heard from him. And also does not tell Bruce that Superman was there like a day before threatening him, that if he doesn't tell him where Bruce is, he's pretty much going to kill him. Uh, he neglects to mention that. Uh, he, he doesn't want to get him upset. Well, it doesn't yeah. matter anyway, because it's uh, Victor Zaz has uh, broken into the Batcave. He just slices, he kills Alfred. He murders him. Uh, really, there's not much more to this issue but that. Uh, and then the do, issue do ends. Do we know why? No. He, because he's, he's Alfred and he's part of Batman. He says, you tell me where Batman is, I won't do it. He okay, won't tell him. I don't know. I don't know what, like how Zaz would know that Alfred You knows don't know. Is. You have no idea. You don't okay. know why or what, curious. but he knows that he... Doesn't well, Zaz work for Superman, though? I didn't know what well, that's the thing. They don't. Uh, the way it's being played out, I don't think Superman's them all. I think mm. that that's a big uh, thing where he does not... Uh, it's not involved, but we'll see. And obviously, Batman's going to think that, and I think that's where it's going to be. It's going to come down to Batman going after Superman because of this, and Superman being like, I, I did not do it. But in the meantime, Whoa, at the man. end, at the, meantime, at the end uh, Damien shows up <laughs> With a birthday present as well, and he's the one who finds Alfred dead. And the solicits coming up, another freaking spoiler manship, but the solicits have mentioned that something was going to happen that brings uh, Damien and Batman on the same side for a bit. It was obvious that's what this was going to be, and that's what it is. And it goes on, and everybody that I talk to about this book hopes that uh, Deadwing comes back as well. I don't think that's going to happen. But Why not? Because he's gone. He's he's left. He's done. But uh, the art was okay. Uh, it was a quick read. I got a cough. <coughs> the only thing that I had an issue with was because of this, you really think that you would have some... Uh, well, it was a big moment, Alfred. I really didn't have any emotion to it uh, anyway. I, I don't know if it's because last issue... Uh, we saw that he, Alfred was pretty much tempting death with Superman anyway, being a dick. I don't know. Yeah, and yeah. it's just the last. Tell me where Batman is. Yeah. Yeah, it wasn't even that. He was like, fuck you, but. asshole. And, uh, yeah, and it's the last panel where you see him dead. And maybe next issue when there's a reaction to it, that'll sink in more. But as of now, I really didn't have that much emotion to it. Plus, it's, it's Alfred. He hasn't really been that involved in the whole story. So it's just something yeah. to get Batman and, and Damien back together. But yeah, I uh, don't know what I gave it. I, I wrote Good. all this. I think I Good. gave it. I think I gave it a nine. But yeah, I really liked it. But <laughs> it was very quick. The art was okay. Uh, but that's it. Uh, go to the site and see what I gave it. I was not prepared for this digital spotlight. One book. <laughs> One book. Came out of nowhere. Good job. Yeah, maybe I'll say I gave it an eight. How, what do you think of that? What do you What yeah. do you think about Alfred dying? As I look up my score on the roundup. Right. Uh, I'm not invested in this. I played the game and I enjoyed the game, but I have not been. Well, one justice. of the things I will say on Twitter, uh, one of the guys who uh, reads this book and looks at our reviews called out Pucciolato because he said that the mansion was locked down in the game. And it didn't make sense to him. And then Bucciolano kind of came off as a bit of a dick about it. It was like, well, I guess it, the writer uh, can think what he wants to. It was very odd the way he said it. But I gave it an 8-7. Right. An 8-7. <laughs> but, yeah, that is it. That's our digital spotlight. We really don't have anything else. I think next week we will have a full slate of three books because there should yeah. be a Supergirl. And there will be the final issue of legend of wonder woman and we'll continue with the injustice so we'll have a bunch more next week but for now that is it for the digital spotlight we'll get back to the main books 
after my family, my father built. The Wayne legacy is more than bricks and mortars. I wanted to save Gotham. I failed. Why do we fall, sir? So that we can learn to pick ourselves up. Given up on me. Never. Lord knows we've come this far. Can't we stay the way we are? The angel and the dreamer who sometimes plays a fool. And then we're back, Eric. We are back and ready. That was Digital Spotlight. We're going to end up... Uh, we have four books, right? Four more books? Four more books. Four more books. No, uh, four more years. <laughs> I am tired. So am I. It's we are going to start out here. Uh, Deathstroke number 18. We are going to start with Written by James Bonney. Art by Paolo Pentalina. I like to call him Pantalones. Mr. Pantalones over there. Era Prianto and Dave Sharp. James Bonney continues bringing limb-severing fun this week. And while no one will ever get me to like any version of Jericho, I'm like a robot. I love seeing... I love seeing... I, I was actually trying to give, like, emphasis, and the, it went too long. <laughs> now, I want to have that... I will isolate that and do that freaking slow theater to it. Oh, yeah. I want to hear good. how that sounds. Oh, yeah. Your weird ass uh, I love seeing the... Deathstroke as James Bond, Eric. I don't even like James Bond. While he slices through his own version of the year of blood, Raja Ghul is maneuvering to make him his personal bitch. And yes. while Deathstroke wants no parts of it, the book ends with Raj giving Slade an offer he Slade, cannot refuse. Sell me your children. How much for the little girl? How much for the little girl? How much for the little boy? It's like, listen, take the boy. Nobody likes Jarrah. I don't know why he's uh, – Deathstroke is also talking like Raja Ghul. Listen, I like that voice, so I'm going to adopt it myself, Raja Ghul. But you could take the boy. Nobody likes the boy. Uh, Raja Ghul reminds me of friggin' uh, John Belushi and Blues Brothers when he goes up in the restaurant and says, How much for the little girls? <laughs> yeah. He, he wants those kids. First off, it, it is funny. He's like calls out Slade. Like, hey, you were going to be, you know, the head honcho. It, it's funny to me because Raja Ghul really, the guy wants to rule the world. Yeah. He's, he's like Curtis Blow in Crush Grove. But yet he always, he always trying to find need somebody. I air. He's always trying to take somebody. Somebody, please yeah. take this off like, my hands. Be, yeah, he is one of those guys. Like he really wants to have some free time. It, like, this League of Assassins, it takes a lot out of a man. I'll say, like my dream when I was a kid, I took over the League of Assassins. Well, you have to go. All I wanted to do me, was retire. As you're going with, listen, look at me. I am 22 years old. <laughs> if they call me the Silver Fox here. Yeah, uh, he really is desperate. How much for the little girl? He's, he wants anybody to take over. He'll go with that. He'll go with Jericho for Christ's sake. I know. Nobody likes Jericho. Nobody. But yeah, it starts off. Where's in that Mon- Jericho podcast? Out it's, where they just uh, talk Jericho books. That'd be so great. It is the Jericho podcast. To me, that's called the bullshit podcast. It's but, called painting and guitars. Oh my god, it'd be so good. Uh, it starts off in Monte Carlo, and Slade is in Monte Carlo. With a few days to kill, Eric. 
He is there. I like it. I I like the way you said you didn't like the art as much, right there. I, I'm saying I don't care for the art the way that Slade looks when he's Slade a when he's a, when he's getting the chips there. He looks a little like Yarmir Yager. And even when we when eye even eye we see Victor though on the little video phone deal, yeah. he looks like Slade without an eye patch, and he looks completely different than we've seen Victor look like through the series so far. Listen, Slade. You, you, well, he's there. He's cashing in. He even goes, and you got a, uh, you got a movie deal. He's like, hey, get this. I, I, can you give this to this? I am dead tired. But yeah, it's all a setup. He knows these fucking guys are coming. These guys show up, and they're giggling to themselves so much that they think Slade is taking a fucking shower. <laughs> like, we got him now. Oh, we got him with his pants down. We got him now. Nope. Slade was there, kills him, and then gets on the phone. And yeah, there's, I don't know. Victor, to me, looks like he is going. Looks like he, Bruno Mannheim. I actually think that he went to the, um, the Raja Ghoul. Uh, like catalog, he's because he, he really does. He's popping. He's popping the collar. He's there. He's like, "Hey, Rocco, is it done? It's, got it's gig- done. He's got and, that gigantic Cro Magnum brow. Oh he's ready to go. It's so funny because it's I'm like looking me. at it. He's like, and I'm coming for you. And I, I thought there's like the next. He's like, and who is that, Slade? Consider that a divorce. <laughs> what? What are you talking? About? <laughs> Welcome to Earth. <laughs> get off my plane get off my plane hey what is that you slade you're a disease and i'm the Little cure ticket. he's so good i'm too old for this shit that's what raja go all the time i'm too old for this shit and he's like listen slade dead I, or alive what's coming with what's me. going on so, there's snakes on this motherfucking plane Get off my butt. Yeah, they, you get the idea. <laughs> Just make me. I Call got, me Pliskin. I ain't got time to bleed. Yeah. Oh, uh, yes. But, but yeah, it goes up. Yeah, yeah. I, I like the idea that it, it is to me. It's the year of blood for, for death. He basically is going to kill each person individually who has fucked them. And they yep. are a lot of guys. And that's where you get. Uh, this freaking, time it's personal. Get <laughs> no ticket. That's when they. I didn't kill my wife, but they, yeah, they, no hit back. They, <laughs> bottom brick. That's when they go. He goes in an apartment. That's what I call tell, it. Sport they, 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 yeah, aren't you a little too old for video games? That, uh, that freaking Raja Ghoul. Oh, Raja Ghoul starts right away. I get the idea that Raj is just sitting there, and no matter who he meets, he's like, "Hey, uh, excuse me, I only have this one item. Can I get in front of you in line here?" You would be you, you're gonna owe me forever, bitch. Like, hey, One day uh, you'll take over the League of yeah, Assassins. Can you give me directions? I I accidentally ended up here in Nanda Parbat. I will help you, but you'll be my. Everybody is his bitch now. But yeah, uh, Slade knows the deal. He does not. He will not let anything go by him. Where, you know, I, I get the idea that it's like there's, one of those. Would you like a piece of gum? No. I'm yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's like everything is a trick. <laughs> it does everything. Hey, uh, would you would you like more potatoes, Slade? Uh, yeah. Oh, you almost got me, you sly dog. <laughs> but yeah, he's doing that. In the meantime, Rose, I, I, ha- I, I want to call Rose out a bit here. Uh, Slade went through a lot to get her back. She was with a uh, fucking lawman. That guy's not a pretty man anyway. And he was fooling her. He killed her best friend. I mean, how many bad things did he do? Got her to kill her best friend. He is still, she's still pissed. She has a lot of daddy issues, and she is mad. And Jericho, there he is. There he is. She just fuck a bunch of dudes like any other broad. Really, that's what usually does happen. But yeah, Jericho is just sitting there. 
annoying me. He's there, fucking cross out. Like, Ooh, I, uh, it appears that you are very angry. <laughs> you are so like, full of angry, my you, sister. You, you know anger. what? He's it, like, listen, Jericho, get your fucking guitar, start your playing. You're fucking annoying. Though I will say, I love the green font in the, you know, the I green thing. I do like that a lot. Uh, but yeah, he's basically he is a man. I don't know what would you say. He's he is Kane. All of us. He's, he's Kane. Yeah, he's he's a guy who proverbs at you and whatnot. Oh my God, I'd slap him right upside the head. Uh, but yeah, then that's where you get um, Lawman is affecting Rose from a distance and making uh, Deathstroke showed up. She's making Deathstroke look like Lawman, which makes her attack. It, it is a little odd. Um, but yeah, that's where Jericho severs the line and uh, finds out where they are. And right away, Raj the is there. Hall of injustice. Raj is there immediately to try to get Slade to. Hey, but, hey, you need some hey, of my league? Ooh, we're we're gonna send some guys with you. You need them? No, no. <laughs> and now we get to my favorite part because there you have Lawman, you have who you will find out is Mustasia, and you have Snakebite. Snakebite. You said Snakebite is everybody's whipping boy. Oh my Snakebite, God, is he ever? To me, is a flip flopper. And also, he is Ike Clinton and Tombstone. Where he, he is all talk until shit gets real because they're like, oh no. Lawman, no. It's funny too. Lawman, he keeps fucking up. And even when he says, you know what, uh, you know, I should have killed Slate and Snake by saying, no, no. He's like, no, I'll take control. I'll give Lawman that he is a stand up fella. Yes. He just keeps messing up. It's like when my kids, uh, they keep saying they're sorry. Eventually, you want to know why you keep doing what you're doing. Saying sorry, to my girlfriend. yeah, really. But yeah, he's like, oh, they did this. Snake bites there, and he's like, bring it on. We'll finish D Stroke once and for all. And Lawman goes, ah, oh, yes, yeah, Slade has a new ally, uh, Raja Gul in the League of Assassins. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Holy crap! Holy crap! We'd better hightail the fuck out of here when we still can. It's so good. I I like Snake Bite. I really do. But then there's Mustasia. I don't mind her. You're out of line, lady. Shut the fuck yeah, up, Snake. Uh, yeah, yeah. Snake Bite just he he likes. He's a very uh he he's Snake Bite needs new friends. Big, is what he he's needs. a big talker. But yeah, and nobody likes him. Why is Wall Man so much nicer to Snake Bite when Mustasia's not around? He's yeah. So he's got to go find Killer Croc. I think they'd go well together. But yeah, they're going. Nastasia's there. She is in the lead. Uh, she's leading the Nova Council, who appears to be going after metahumans who are using their abilities, uh, pretty much like mercenaries, whatever. They want to yeah. stop that. Um, that's when the Slade, uh, the Wilson family shows up uh, with a few hours to kill her. But yeah, they go in and there's going to be a big battle. And that's what I expect from this. Uh, a Deathstroke, and I like it. And they go. In the meantime, you got Jericho. He's trying to, you know, do this mind control type of deal. Uh, to get in. In the meantime, Lawman's going to do it and, and does take control of Rose. And you have that whole thing that Rose is going to attack Deathstroke. He doesn't want to fight back. It, it is. It's an action movie deal. You know what I mean? Yeah. And they're going to go. And he's yelling. Slade's like, Jericho, you only do one thing. Do it. Come on, do it, buddy. Please. Just do it. Do it. But yeah, he does that. I'm doing a little bit hard, harder, yeah, Daddy. I, I don't want to. I do not want to hurt her. No, you have to do this, or she's gonna kill me, and I'm gonna be forced to slice her fucking head off. And Jericho doesn't. She gets bring some motherfucking house down. Yeah. In the meantime, I love Mystasia because it is a thing that we always laugh at, where you have characters who, you know, you have a guy who's named like Johnny Bones. He is going to become a skeleton at some point. <laughs> Mystasia is an Asian lady who becomes mist. It's perfect. Yep. Uh, but yeah, there's Jericho. He knocks, uh, 
rose out, fucking Rajagul, right in. He's like, hey, you know what? I can save her, but you're going to be my dad forever. And <laughs> I, I got this thing. It's like uh, uh, Slade's like, you know what? I, I should have went when he is altering the deal. He is Darth Vader. Right, I and he's like, I, before, I could have asked for those extra potatoes. I would only have been in debt for three weeks to the League of Assassins and Rajagul. Now it's forever. I'm fucked. Because, yeah, he says, if you don't, if I can save her, uh, but you're in my debt forever, we're going to see what happens. I don't know what's going to happen, actually. Uh, do you oh, think? I think it's Lazarus Pit. If Roz is involved, Lazarus Pit. Well, yeah, pit. I'm saying, how does he get out of? Do you think then it's going to turn around that something happens to Raj that uh, Deathstroke then saves and the life debt is taken away? Chewbacca gets to go home finally to go see Itchy. <laughs> Is that what's going to Fucking itchy. You wonder what's going to happen. Don't you ever bring up that Christmas you're gonna, special. You're going to have to wonder what's going to happen with that. Now, I we talked about it, and I like it. I like this. Again, James Bonney, you listening out there, buddy? Every time, it gives me what I want. I, yeah. This is not anything that pretends to be anything but an action movie to me, and I love it. I like. You're talking to a guy whose favorite movie is Bloodsport. <laughs> it, it's not winning Gra- uh, Grammys. It's certainly not winning Grammys. Absolutely not. It's not winning Oscars. But I don't I, care how many montages I, it has. Uh, yeah, no. They do have some fight to survive. Might have a Grammy in my world, in my fucking rebirth world. But no, I, I love it. And uh, I just do. And I like the whole thing. To me, it even has that kind of a sense of humor that you yeah. get from uh, action movies that I like. And... The art, to me, is a little off this issue. It is a little off. Every time we see like Slade with his mask off or even uh, Victor, yeah. it, it does not look right to me. But I'm telling you, Slade as Deathstroke. Slade as Deathstroke is great. I stared at this I, goddamn I'm thing. I'm looking at the mask, and I'm like, I want this artist to draw me yeah. a Jason Voorhees well, with you, this you, look. The other thing is I love Lawman. I like the way he looks. I like oh, yeah. the way uh, – it's only uh, that beginning, I think, with Slade. Now, I said in my review – the art to me, there just wasn't – there was a lot of uh, smaller panels. There wasn't a lot of – like the action scenes were really cut up. Uh, but I really like Raja Ghul. And he did, even lot. when he showed up that last issue, I I really like his Raja Ghul a lot. lot. Like it really seemed – I like his Jericho. I hate fucking Jericho. I like his Jericho, but boy. I like a snake bite too. Raja Ghul. Yeah. I, I think that the only thing that really is off was Deathstroke yeah. at that first panel deal. With, yeah, without his mask and victory. I'm looking at the last – yeah. I mean, yeah. I'm looking at that. Boy, I, that Raja Ghul. <laughs> I do. I love it. But yeah, I, I always like this issue uh, or this book. Uh, it, it makes me uh, laugh at, like an action movie. Again, I watch Bloodsport. I laugh. I love it. And all these things happen. I just and it always ends up with Deathstroke. He, he just can't get a break. The no. guy, the guy, all he wants. I think it's gonna end. Right? Jay Bavani, he's gonna end with Rose just saying, "You know what, Dad? I always loved you." Boom, done. That's all he wants. <laughs> That's all he wants. If if Rose said to him, "Listen, just." If I tell you I love you, you just go join the League of Assassins. So I, I think he'd do anything, anything to get that to, approval. I'm I don't think, think he cares to, about Jericho. No, not at all. <laughs> nobody does. Um, nobody does. But no, the, the way I think it, if, I don't know how the rules of the League of Assassins work, but I think Deathstroke's going to end up having a sword fight with fucking Roz. Yeah, probably. And bare-chested. It's always bare-chested. Hopefully uh, bare-chested. Yeah. Um, the one thing I'd like to know, and it goes See back. See a fucking Deathstroke has a hairy chest like fucking Batman back I, in the that's day. That's what I'm thinking right now. I, I'm sure he does. He's a real man. Uh, when um, and that makes me, an and that makes me a real man because boy, I got a hair, I got like a fucking hair sweater going. Um, I wondered. 
Now, like uh, D-Run, he jumped on this book because he loves Red Hood. I don't know that he continued. I would hope he did. I'd like to know what he thought of it. But also I wanted to know from writers like uh, when we had Red Hood on it or you have Raja Ghul here, I wonder how much – like that seems like that would be James Bunny. Like, hey, like you have to – hey, can I have Raja Ghul in here or whatever? I wonder – when they forced the characters on. Like, Red Hood made sense as well, but I wonder when... You know what I'm saying? Like I do. When, when is a character forced into a book, and when do you ask, and how does that go involved? Do they have to talk to you? Like, here's Raja Ghul, but he has to end up like this. I, I'm very interested in, in things like that. Like, how this would be, even with Rose. You know what I mean? And Jericho. Uh, uh, like, Rose and Jericho, have, I think, are fine to use no, whenever. No. I, I think Jericho, you, you can have him... <laughs> He's a diamond. Yeah, and there's no like you go up the others. Can I use Jericho? Why? That's so funny that I just don't like. No, it. I never. And it all comes from that convergence. convergence. It I know. really does, and it's driven me nuts since. And he's always anytime he just drives me nuts. But yeah, um, I, I like it though. I gave this an eight out of ten. Uh, I went in, and when are you getting these issues? And this is one of those that is continuing till July. It ends in July, and I'll like it each time. I always do. Um, I enjoyed I, it as well. The yeah. biggest problem I had is that, you know, in the last issue, we had Jericho be able to make Rose, like, out of her mind, like, take him, take her out of the mind control, and yeah. now he can't because he says that Wallman's too close. My motherfucker was right there before. That's the it biggest was problem right there. I had. I said that we talked about this before. The only, uh, one thing that I thought was uh, Lawman was fighting Deathstroke at one point. Mm-hmm. I think that might have taken his, like, attention away. Concentration, yeah. Um, that's the big problem I had. It's a fun book. Yeah. Oh, also, I, I, I got the idea that maybe at this point – I don't know why Rose is so mad at that, but maybe that is stronger because of how angry she has yes, been with him. that your hate rolled through Like you. before she was angry, but now it really seems like it. now that he saved her, she's I know, that's so, the worst. she is so pissed that he can't buy a break. And that, Roger, she's going to go fuck a bunch of dudes now. She probably will. She'll become a stripper. And then screw some dudes, I guess. And then they'll say. She's gonna start hey, bagging Rachel Gold just to get back at her daddy. Say hello to my little friend. He'll say. I'm trying to think of some other lines. I don't know any other lines. But yeah, I gave it an eight out of ten. And Watch some more movies, man. Yeah, I don't know. I watch the same ones over and over, and never anything that anybody likes. Uh, you watch some garbage, I'll tell you that. It's true. But you do a watch lot. a lot of other things. I don't watch any TV anymore. I don't get the opportunity. I'm not a pretentious guy who only watches the History Channel, and unfortunately, that's still TV, right? It sure is. Those people. I don't watch anything except CNN every minute of the day. No, that's watching TV. Doesn't sure matter. Is. Doesn't matter if I'm watching Teletubbies. And you're watching fucking Ann Coulter, uh, you know, whatever. But yeah, we're gonna move on. Why do I gotta watch Ann Coulter? Can I watch Tell Tell Me You watch Ann Coulter. Ah, Flash Fifty Two. Flash Fifty Two. Yeah, yeah. Let me gather my wits here for the Flash. I don't think you need your wits for this. You know who didn't have his wits? The Riddler. Nope. I said – before we even start, I said the, the Riddler used to – it was riddle me this. I said in my review, now it's – he's a logistics man, and it's order me this and sell them that because that's all his plan was. While The Flash is already a huge character in Rebirth, Eric, The Flash, his time in the New 52 ends with a whimper. Whimper. The idea of Flash teaming up with the rogues to fight the Riddler sounds awesome on paper. Unfortunately, that paper isn't the paper this comic was printed on. Boom. I like what Van Jensen and Van Ditty did in the New 52. 
this last story was nothing but forgettable. Whole story uh, arc, man. Um, where'd Riddler get the guillotine? Really? I, a, guillotine. a guillotine. A guillotine. I, I put his since guillotines are us. on eBay. Guillotines are us clothes in the nineties. It's tough to find one nowadays. I, I don't. What, did he build it? I, was it there? I, I don't know what's going on. And I, I really. It's there. I don't know. Actually, I didn't even think about it when I read the book. It the was just there. I'm like, okay, it's a though. guillotine. Why is he got a? Why is it he? Well, I'm gonna kill the Flash. I'm gonna use a guillotine. And then Style he, like, over substance. And he even talks about it. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, that was a more human. He's becoming. Less and he was less. the Riddler, not the historian. That's what I'm saying. He's becoming less and less the Riddler every page that I read of this. Now he's the historian, and he's also very he's sadistic. And, and he's like, of course it won't be swift for you. It's going to take hours. I actually did like really? that. Just the idea of how like Barry sees things differently and how time like you know moves slower for him. Yeah, well, it goes still, back to the original run where he, he could make Riddler, decisions. Though. But it's still no, I'm saying, saying I, this. It I like make it sense. for Barry, though. Yeah, but it doesn't make sense to me, the Riddler saying this. And it just leads me back to what is the Riddler trying to do? He, Take over Central City. That's all he's doing. But yet he seems to want to make it a game. It's not a game. The guy, this whole master. thing. Yeah, this whole thing. I said, get me Taskmaster. Taskmaster. Taskmaster in, in, the, in the DCU. Yeah, and uh, you know maybe this is what he would do. Or I said, Gamester. yeah, this is not. Even, he is a man. His whole plan is he made a dummy company to make drones, and somehow Central City bought them. And I said in in my notes, it could have been anywhere. I said in my notes, this is not the Riddler coming up with a good plan. It's somebody in Central City being a really bad fucking fuck up. He fucked up. Whoever it was who ordered these drones, they're the villain. Because it makes it no could have sense. been Seattle, could have yeah, been it could have been anywhere. But yet he makes it seem like his whole plan. Yeah, I wanted flash. to stop the flash, but that's not what it seemed. It all relied on somebody buying my product. Yeah, buying a product. It's not. It, why is it the Riddler? I, dude, you, there is not, not one riddle in this entire story. No, yeah, there's no riddle me this, Eric. There's no I riddle wanna, anything. Wanna, no, there's nothing. Why not? You're gonna end this. You don't need the Flash. You're under the Flash. You don't need the Riddler. What you're, you don't need the Flash. What is no? Well, what it seems is this whole story's big uh, ba-doom, 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 boom. At the end, the fucking uh, rim shot there is to have the rogues team up with Flash. And you only get that a little bit. You didn't need the, the Riddler for that, right? You no, didn't need him at all. Also, the Riddler put bombs been... on people and... You know, you could have had the trickster doing no, something with I, this. Here's the deal. Make up your yeah, own make, guy. Van the Jensen drone master. Guy. Yeah. Make up a guy. I said, if it's a, a guy, my joke in my, my uh, review is you need a guy who's good at prep, preparing things. Call it Preparation H. There my he is. Name, Preparation my name is H. Drone Pocalypse. See, he's Preparation H, and when he shows up, somebody's like, he is a real pain in the ass, Eric. It writes uh, itself. It really does. But no, have like that. Like you said, um, the preparer. The the uh the Boy Scout the paper shuffler how about always be prepared Jim. the uh, the Boy Scout the, is here. <laughs> the shipper I, and he ships, the shell company he ships items and also he makes up fan fiction about guys loving each other the shipper the it's real just, Amazon why <laughs> why is there any reason to have the Riddler it's and just he just is a sad terrible Riddler, and it's they don't terrible do I hate it so much there's no riddle. 
And I really, I said to you, we were talking about this when we were doing our other deal, the emergency podcast people, at one point we were talking. And I said, I I really, really thought it was Clayface at the end. Boom. Hey, oh my God, it's Clayface. Or it's a guy pretending to be the Riddler. False face. Yeah. Even if it's a guy who just dressed up as the Riddler and they're like, you're not the Riddler. Got me again. What gave me away? Not riddles. Oh, darn. What gave me away? (laughs) You're an idiot. Because really, the whole I, there are so many weird things, but that's where it all ties into me just wondering what the fuck is going on. Trickster just keeps – Trickster might as well just every second be, hey, when are we going to get that money? We're going to get that money. I think that uh, really this is like a Dr. Evil thing. I think that the Riddler already made his money selling these drones. He's yeah. really rich. Why does he need this? And uh, you the whole thing – I'm the one who's going to stop the fucking fuck you. You're not doing anything. Though I do like how they get out of the uh, the deal that Barry it so wondered how it was. I thought it was just going to be like really like out of the, oh you Barry Allen there you know one of those. I, I'm just uh, concerned about how we saw that lightning coming off him in the last panel of the last issue. Yeah, yeah. All right. it's weird too. Even this, it seems like he's a little electrified. <laughs> so weird. But yeah, uh, Wally is there. Wally uses it, but really, to me, he just says, I'm not going to sit here and watch him kill the Flash, but doesn't do anything against the Riddler. No. He because, he uses the Speed Force and rips well, apart one drone. I think he runs because it takes the drones still after him because but he found out. there's only one drone. There's only one that he destroys. The rest attack the city. Yeah, I'm saying, and it's so weird because then he calls forth all the drones. So they're not doing anything. Yeah. And while he's just out there running for no reason, except for like the off chance that, oh man, the Flash is still out there, which well, he knows nothing about. You say that where I don't see Wally ever again. That's no. what I'm saying. He yeah, I'm saying ran. He's just running around. You know, he he ran. He's out. like Barry at the end of this. I'm running. Yeah, but he didn't even do that. He ran into his front yard and destroyed a drone. I'm just That's looking it. at the map that Riddler has up yeah, here. No, like I, you see a, like a, him yeah, going down a street. Yeah, I, here's the deal though. Uh, you go from that. Um, I'm looking there. That's not Wally. That's Flash. That's Barry. That's not Wally. By that point, Barry is already full out Flash. And he's no, the one I'm looking at where it's like, what? The Flash is still running loose. In my, this yes. is an imposter. Yeah, but even so, they don't show anything. That's how Barry gets out. Yeah, but they did, but he, but he Wally doesn't know, Wally doesn't know that. Wally know. doesn't know that oh, if he does that. this, they're gonna think that. Yeah, I'm looking, he's, yeah, what? Where, I'm, I must be missing that, that part. I see, yeah, okay, it's on his screen. Yeah. Yeah, but even that, I don't even get the idea, like he's going around to destroy the drones, I guess, right? I but you never know. see him again. You no. never see him. You He's see some, in. Yeah, but you see some people being attacked. Uh, but not while he's gone, you'll never see him again in this issue. Uh, in the meantime, they're like, "Hey, you must be an imposter. Get the fuck out." He just lets Barry go. Yeah, he said. And f- there's Fry. Yeah, I don't like that Flash, but we may need him. <laughs> go help him. And then he runs. And this is the other thing that gets me. He goes to the Rogues. And you have Golden Glider there. She's in a coma. That's the whole thing. Trickster sold him out. He's there. They're all pissed off at him. Barry shows up, and he just kind of shows up. He adjusts Trickster's fucking fake hand to be able to make Golden Glider out of the coma, right? 
somehow also fundamentally alter her genetics. And we never really saw that that's what happened in the meantime. All they said was basically Flash is like, yep, you're going to need that money for the for your medical bills. And they ran. The problem here is that that hand has a bomb in it. Sure does. Number one, I would think that you have the Riddler. I, I know I'm saying he's a moron in this book. I think that he'll have a failsafe that if you fuck with that hand, nothing's blowing up. That's I, what I, I thought, really too. Think. So, and really, you thought that he's and, getting and rid of that bomb, right? That's exactly what I thought. He leaves it. He leaves the bomb. Put this back on. He's like, here. I don't even know why they have this. To me, the trickster, I'm going to a bridge and exactly. that fucking Why hand. would you keep this no. going? I understand you like having two hands, but no, there's a I, bomb attached to it. Just and we just get, found out that you can take it off without repercussions. Get a hook and go with that. I throw that in the river. But yeah, then they, uh, all of a sudden, Golden Glider is even more, I don't know, Astral Glider now. I don't even know, her, now. Don't they, even know they, what her power they, set is now. Now they show all... Now she's a physical Astral yeah. thing. And now is. you see everybody being attacked by these drones, and the Riddler just laughing. And he's like, this could have been so simple, Flash. Your life for exchange... What? Really? What is going on, Riddler? You are terrible. Then Barry shows up with Pied Piper. They're like, hey, baby. Now in this moment, where we are at this point, I don't even really know why the rogues end up showing up. They kind of say to the Riddler, hey, we're not in with you. But they end up like almost like Barry is invited, but we never saw that. So it was a little off to me. Like you never see. He just leaves. Barry leaves them after that hand. Yep. And they're going. Then Captain Cold shows up with Weather Wizard like, hey, this is our home. Get off. I don't mind that. And in fact, I would have loved if this was an issue where Flash was down and out and the rogues were the full out deal where they attack. But yeah, then there you go. Here's Riddler. Yeah, now we have a challenge and takes all the drones. This whole thing has been based on, hey, Flash, you're not fast enough. You might be the fastest man alive. You aren't even fast enough to go and get all these drones that are attacking these people. He brings them all to one place. Now, <laughs> there's your riddle. Riddle me this. Why the fuck would you do that? Because now Barry calls him out. Hey. I'm checked out. Yeah, I'm done. Ba- yeah, Barry's like, you know what? Now they're all here. I can destroy him. He destroys them. In the meantime, they go. Uh, Glider goes with Trickster and Mirror Master. They go and free Heatwave. You have yep. him back. That's just to get him Somehow, back. Somehow, because I thought he was set up to be a bomb. He was. I, think, I don't actually, know what happened I just with that. think that he is in that tube and that it's the tube that would do it. Um, but yeah. Where's the fail safe? Here's the, well, here's the other thing that cracks me up. At this point, they're fighting and Flash says, I can't risk provoking Riddler. Not until we know the others have freed Heatwave. The next panel, Riddler's like, eh, fuck you, trick. And it, what, it, what happened? He just – that was the whole setup there of, hey, we have to – no, the next panel, he, he goes with the bomb. He it, – it's so stupid. It's like me saying to you, like, I can't fuck with Eric until he leaves the house. And then you just leave the house. It's over. It's so ridiculous. And they solve it. I, I guess maybe – Trickster read that fucking issue of Superman where he absorbed the fucking blast. In I don't understand how any of that happened. They get the hand, throw it in. There is a humongous explosion. There is no way Trickster survived. No, there's no at way. all. All like, he did was hold it away from him as far as he could. Yep. Yeah. Out of nowhere, here we go. A heat wave comes out. Hey, here's Trickster. He'll be okay. It's going to take a while. Trickster. <laughs> really? The other hand should be gone now. Yeah, uh, other anything. hand. He should be a burn victim now, Eric, that you oh, run God. from, that you run from. But yeah, then we're just there. And burn really, victim quadriplegic. 
There is Quadro amputee. Yeah, oh, he, no, he should. There should be no pieces left. But yeah, they're, they're attacking. Um, they end up just beating him. They beat yeah. him because Riddler brings. Well, Riddler brings all the stuff there, all the drones. Barry takes over, and this is my favorite part of the whole issue of, of the shitstorm that it is. The the rogues are there, and they they are almost like at this point, it's like, man, Flash, give me a high five. We teaming up. All right, I'm gonna kill the fuck out of that Riddler. No, you're not. Yep, team up's over. They're mad at him. He's like, hey, whoa, whoa, whoa. We don't kill people. He's going to jail. And they're like, yep, guess that's why the fun's not going to last. What happened to their code? I know. I. Uh, what happened to it? <laughs> I really happened? hated reading this book. Yeah. What? Ha- He's like, no. And there he is. No, he goes to jail. So And Golden Glider. So that's how it is. Back to the way it's always been between us. No, he just said you're not allowed to kill anybody. That's part of your code. He, Flash should have just said, whoa, 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 what's going on? You guys, you have a code. Oh, you know what? You're right. But yeah, you know, even with the whole thing, hey, I won't bother you until you break the fucking law again. That's fine. But the whole thing about that, they wanted to murder him. And, <laughs> and then, Flash won't let him. And then you end it with, I'm going to go run in. No, even before that, Fry just says out of nowhere, you know what, Flash? I was wrong. Done. Hey, what are you going to do now? I'm going to strut. It's, it's fucking staying alive. I he, just want to go for a run. Fuck yeah. this. Yeah. Yeah, it's you know we, every issue should end with that with uh, Aquaman's like, you know what I should do? Swim Go for a swim. Swim that green Green Lantern. You know what? Uh, I need a light. I'm gonna, <laughs> no, I'm gonna it's all light a, shine yeah. a light on this situation. Because, yeah. <laughs> They're like, hey, hey, Batman, uh, case closed. What are you gonna do now? Looks like I'm up to bat. <laughs> fucking fuck you. Wow. I like I like Van Jensen. I <laughs> I really do. But boy, this was mailed in. I, I, Completely. the entire he, last story. Arc. He is now at at this point. He's going to do his own thing. Yeah. I really think that he was just like fucking. How many more do I have to do? <laughs> I want to get out of here. Okay, what villain can I have? Riddler. You mean like the Riddler who was pretty cool and and fucking battled Batman and then Zero Year? All right, I'm gonna have him get some drones. Uh, it it just wasn't the Riddler. Was everything and uh, the last two it. Yeah, last two issues have just fallen apart. Um, but yeah, we're going to go. And uh, what's weird, too, you're coming from a rebirth book where the Flash is, it, it's really stressed. That the Flash, yeah, it's just the Flash is rebirth such is an important character. You know what this. I mean? But yeah, you, you're like, Flash is like the most important thing, and that's what we got. And yeah, uh, Eric, uh, wink, wink. Five out of ten, Jim. Give it a five out of ten. And I go with that. I will go fully with that. And yeah, that's a wink wink to everyone because yeah, I, I wanted to smash it over my fucking knee. It's better than the next one though, Eric. Here you go. Though I, I probably will give this one a five anyway, cause boy, I, I wanted this one. I, I even messaged you. It is cyborg, but before you even go, at one point, a message, does this fucking book ever end? It was never ending. I was giggling though. Go. Cyborg number 11, written by Marv Wolfman, with art by Felipe Guantanabe, Daniel HDR, Julio Ferreira, Eau Claire Albert, Adriana Lucas, and Rob Lee. Yes. After being taken by Cybertech Inc. in the previous issue, Cyborg finds himself getting some diagnostic tests for, the, for this issue to make sure that he's all ship shape. But the tests take 20 hours, and our hero finds himself bored, so he goes online, which leads to him on an adventure that takes down a digital protection racket that not only could have killed a bunch of people, but his lady love, Dr. Sarah Charles. 
Yeah. You know what? They're not terrorists, Eric. I figured out they're a digital protection outfit. <laughs> Guess what, Jim? Yeah. <laughs> Cyborg saved the day by hacking stuff. Yeah. Uh, I, I am if, so if anybody wants to know uh, the premise of this book, uh, the series, time, I'll slap you. But uh, this issue, especially though, it's I said to you, Cyborg can't do anything until he does it, and yeah. it keeps cut. I can't get through this firewall. Next thing, he's hacking into everything on that plane. It's a I plane. just gotta try a little bit harder. Yeah, oh, I, it, it I did just it. seems like a, okay. The whole thing is a firewall. I, oh, I don't understand this. I'm gonna hack into those earphones. And then they're like, you know what? I, I'm going to talk to that person. I'm going to hack into that pillow. <laughs> the shit, they're hacking into shit that doesn't, it, it's nothing. Ooh, what do they have there? Crackers? I can hack into that shit. I hack the shit out of that. They, they go to eat the cracker and there's cyborg on it. What? Hey, buddy. When in doubt, hack it out. Hack it out. Because, it's, boy. I'm telling you, it's, it's because of this concept that takes up the entire issue that made me really bored to death with this. I, I was bored to death. I and, actually, when it started, I, I really was like, where the hell? I, where was I? Did I miss 20 issues? Because shit's going on. I don't even know what's going it's on. It's all Cyborg can do anymore. It's like, I'm saying, when in doubt, hack it out. Even the creator of the character, Marv Wolfman's on this book, he has no idea what yeah, to do with Cyborg. Uh, they, they, big, they had the big thing because uh, David F. Walker was, right? He yeah. jumped off the book um it, it, angrily it seemed and i i think it was because of rebirth they were like oh we're gonna do this and fuck it if that's what's going on and it, i'm not the future with this book fuck you i'm off i'm doing shaft baby but he went off and the big thing was oh look we got the creator i think marv wolfen may have just i want to wish him a happy 180th birthday Right now, the, uh, no, he's guy, 70. Oh, 70, really? Oh, he, he's a, a fucking spring chicken, then you're yeah. telling me. He's not 180? Seems it. Uh, this, this book. For what he understands about the, the I, I digital said to you, age well, I said to you, when you have this hacking and the way it's going on, I said, I sent a message to you. And no spirit is alive and well oh, in Cyborg because it reminded me of it because shit is just ridiculous. I think that he thinks the net is actually the movies and that documentary. I think that he thinks Sarah, Sarah, Sandra Bullock's movie was a documentary. Yeah. He also, all he remembers we said, he really thinks like, boy, what's a 9-11, all right? Because, yeah, you can get that. Like, shoot, the, the woman there, it, that is uh, came off so heavy-handed and fucking angered me. The, mo the most that he knows about fucking the internet was he watched Lawnmower Man 2, Joe's yeah. or, I think or fucking watched, Johnny Mnemonic. Again, I think what happened is he went to the library. He's like, hey, you have any movies with the, with that, the, you know, that internet? That, that interwebs. Intros nets. And they're like, here, we have a couple. Uh, the good ones are out, but the, these will do you. Here is Johnny Mnemonic, the Lawnmower Man 2, the net. Hackers. And, and uh, Weird Science. Because yeah. basically, hey, here's some war games for good measure. Yeah, war game. All of the. I'm really wonder. It would be hilarious if he had a uh, landline that he fucking put in the thing. <laughs> They're fucking cyborg. Uh, mysterious hackers set fires all over the world at random warehouses, somehow digitally, and has also yeah, taken digitally control. that. And then he's, he hacks into like closed doors. <laughs> so stupid. I'm saying somehow these fires were set digitally, though it seems like, doesn't it? Yeah, I I would say that they are right um, now. I'm digitally hacking. I'm washing my car somehow right now, and digitally. I'm I'm actually opening the freezer in the supermarket downtown. 
just to fuck with him. I this, don't. This hacker's also taking control of Dr. Sarah Charles's plane on her on her way back from an encryption conference where they were trying to stop things like this from happening. Yeah, and and really is that that uh, you know she's on the plane. It doesn't seem like everybody else is. Are they? Some like, of them are. Yeah, some of them are, but it's not like like there was probably. A lot of planes leaving around the world from this conference. Not everybody is going back to Chicago or Detroit, I meant. Uh, But yet this is the one and you get – you're supposed to believe that these – but you never really (laughs) – This leads a cyborg to try to find out who the villain is and he profiles the shit out of a woman on the plane from Afghanistan – because yeah. she's a terrorist, right? Yeah. Afghanistan. Yeah, Afghanistan. She must be a terrorist. She's in love with a military, a U.S. military man. Uh, that must be her way into the U.S. They actually say uh, yeah. that's, that's We spent half the issue with Cyborg trying to find a connection with what's going on in this poor woman in the end. We find out there's nothing. Uh, you know what else? Uh, Marv Wolfman read an article that uh, people don't like BitTorrent to get movies. Boy, that was stressful. Oh, my God. Right, right like, really? Get, he's, gonna, he's bored. He's in this test for 20 hours. Okay, I'm going to download some movies. Wait, Justice Leaguers don't pirate movies? I'm like, yeah. fuck you. And then he pirates them later yeah. on the plane. And also it's like this, this then- plane's doing loop-de-loops. It's going all over the place, and he's going to uh, calm people down. It's not even like it seems like at that point he's – but he's going to give them their favorite movies. You're on a test. Oh my God. Really? I bought this fucking plane ticket. I'm not fucking part of a test. Get me the fuck home. This shit, this plane's all over the place. Fuck you and your test. But yeah, it just it jumps back and forth. I also want to know number one, where you would think that these pilots would have some sort of failsafe that they could turn the shit off. But what are they doing? They are in the cockpit. Shit, shit is going wrong. They they are dropping altitude. They're raising altitude. They they hack in. Cyborg hacks in. They just appear to just think they're still doing their jobs. Yep. Shit has gone wrong on that plane. They should have been panicking by now and at least done something. No, they're still – the one guy still has his hands on the controls as if he's flying the plane, but yet we've, we've been told that it's hacked and going all over the fucking place. Nonsense. Uh-huh. If, they, if they were there and Cyborg came on and like, it was you, and they kind of tried – like that, I'm okay. But no, this guy, this plane is so fucked up. Cyborg, he is part of the Justice League. They even – the pilot recognizes him. He goes, oh, Cyborg. And he oh, finally, somebody recognizes me, and yet will not even say, hey, Cyborg, help us. This fucking plane is, is going fucking nuts. I don't know what's going on. Shit is going on that doesn't make any sense. Dude, I'm telling you, fucking we – we have Cyborg go in and go into the internet and then I see know, the lawnmower. Fucking. He goes in the internet and he finds the goddamn virus or whatever and he sends it back to the target. Bam, that's just over with. It's a worm. And then he feels. You get it? It's a he, worm. He feels terrible because, oh my god, I profiled this poor woman. And Sarah's like, don't worry, baby. You're only human. I'm like, you're a fucking terrible human is what yeah. you are. And I like it too. They have to throw that. You're only human. That's not what the Senate committee told me. No. Oh, really there, buddy. No, you're an awful person. Uh, your dad raised you horribly, and uh, you're just awful. You're an awful superhero. You're doing nothing. I don't even know. And of those pilots, I don't know what their fucking game is, and all these people watch the legal movies. That's what we get. And you get into the fucking lawnmower man and is uh, – Hey, Jim, all of this took place in 20 minutes. How did Sarah get from the plane back to Star Labs in 20 minutes? I, I want to know how something that took 20 minutes took me fucking 10 hours to read, it seems. <laughs> the thing never ended. I, I kept saying, when is it going to end? And here's another book. This you know so what? so goddamn boring. Cyborg 
could be a, it should be a fun book. It should he, be. He is a, a young hero. You like young heroes. I love him. And just have like, they really have really been stuck on this whole like hacking. Like you said, uh, you can go beyond that. Every you don't goddamn have issue. To, That's yeah. the answer to everything. We get the idea where at one point even David F. Walker with the uh like I have I forget, was it that or even just Justice League where he's like uh he he liked to shut down sometimes because of all the shit coming in. And oh, that was in Cyborg. But it was David in Cyborg. Walker's room. I didn't mind that because at least that was like a it was a humanizing thing that he's like, yeah. even I can't can't control this all the time and just little things like that. This is just him like I'm bored. Oh no, terrorist, hack. Not hack, hack again. Profile. Out. Profile out. And then to make things worse, and I'm getting so angry looking at this. To make it worse, it's never resolved except for they're like, you know what? They were probably some fucking teenagers in their basement in Newark. What? Yeah. That's what it was? That, yeah, that's that was, what you're telling me? No idea. Oh, and then goodness. it's just, okay, we got 19 more hours to kill Sarah. It's a good thing you're here magically from the plane you were just at. Yeah. And now we're going to pass the time doing stuff. Yeah, let's go profile some more people. Yeah. I think that's what they're going to do. They're going to go sit somewhere and like a uh, guy's Don't worry, out. Vic. I hate it's the like, Arabs yeah, too. Yeah, really. It's going to be like a Dak. Hey, that guy knows Kung Fu. Wait a second. So that guy's Asian. That doesn't mean he knows Kung Fu, buddy. He knows Kung hey, Fu. it's Jackie Chan. Yeah. That guy plays basketball. It's all going to be this. It's just like the I'm hey, no, I ain't no rapper. rapper. That's oh. what it is. It, it's so bad. And to, to really push this, though, they really did push. Like, hey, Marv Wolfman, the, the creator, he's going to be back. I haven't heard them say a peep about it since. I think then they got the scripts. Like, is there so anyway, somebody get that Somnus satellite. Erase that, that I said anything about Marv Wolfman, because, boy, this is bullshit. The art in this book is okay. The story is okay. fucking nonsense. Yeah. It made our hero look like a piece of shit. And it was just boring as hell. And the colors the colors have pretty much stayed the same from what they were all, all throughout. But yeah. they really just came off drab here. And I was so goddamn bored. Again, um, a lot of the panels, they really like to do this like almost like a uh, – The Matrix code? Not even just the Matrix I love, That's one that, thing but, about the book I really did like. Yeah, there is um, – there's a lot of times that the panels seem to be like blurred – not blurred out, but have like a hue to them. Yeah. It, I do – I don't mind the Matrix code. That's I think that was a cool effect But even like add, um, there was a part at the end. But even then when they do show like. the Matrix code, it does kind of do that where there's like this it's, – it's very washed out. Yeah. The whole thing. And, and when you have too many panels of that, it's just too much. But yeah, you have these fires that are started by a computer. I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. What, what are they typing in and something? But I, do they have bombs? And all these there? warehouses had like, uh, illegal fucking firearms. Yeah. And, and but and these were, and... these were fucking things all over the world. Yeah. So it's not like these guys, these teens in Newark were heading off to, to Frankfurt. It just was nonsense. It's nonsense. I'd love to give this a five because it's bullshit. I, I not give it a five. I can't. I don't want anybody to think that I like it at all. I, I don't want them to think like, oh my god, accidentally uh that was a uh that was a mediocre it's not mediocre. This is awful. It's I give it a four point five out of ten. I, I wish I would have gone lower. Uh, yeah, I'm going three at the most because I kind of like the art. And this the, book, yeah, tell them. The, the craziest part is I'm looking at comic book roundup. Mm -hmm. There is an eight, an eight, I'm sorry, a nine, a nine, an a eight nine. point nine. And my 4.5. Everybody loves this fucking Nine. book, and I don't understand. Cyborg enters the internet, and yet it's not a bore. Hmm, really? Huh. The story's tense, well-paced, and reminds us Cyborg can do things the heavy Justice League members can't? Really? 
What did he do? He profiled people. Batman's too good a guy. He's too smart to profile people. I, and one thing in this, they did try to set up a 24 kind of aspect yeah. where the, like the, the clock didn't work to down. Me. It didn't, didn't work, work at all. No. no. I'd love to see the upcoming Cyborg movie take inspiration from this, the one guy says. That, that Cyborg movie. I saw the net. Yeah. yeah. Oh, fucking fucking hackers. Inspiration from this. Really? Inspiration. It's so up. funny. I'm looking on there. There's a nine from the guy, uh, that David Brooke guy. Mm-hmm. And I don't respect him. or I don't. <laughs> I don't want, I don't like anybody. But yeah, there's nine, then another nine, an eight nine, <laughs> you with a four five. And I think that's too high now. Yeah. What the? F- what are they reading? I, I think, uh, maybe they get an advanced copy that somebody else wrote. I want to get that copy because boy, I, I, <laughs> I I'm giggling again. I, I was want- I was reading this book <laughs> and I was giggling to myself so loudly. That my son Ethan came over and goes, what's so funny? And I said, nothing at nothing. all. And I kept laughing. And then I started sending you messages yep. with these lines in this. And it just is hooey. This is why I talked to you earlier in the week about when you sent the outline. Like, are we doing all of these books? Because I yeah, and I, I said talk some of these, this. like a lot of Cyborg's a weird one because it, it, it's not ending, unfortunately. It is continuing. But yeah, I, I do think we should talk about most of the books that are ending that issue ending, uh, but boy, I, I'm telling you though, the next next fucking month when it comes out, I will probably run to Cyborg to see how much nonsense it is. I always am drawn to these things. I'll be like, <laughs> oh, I want to see it, and yet it's still not that fun. And it it was, oh, it's killing me. I uh, oh, like I said, I, it never ended. I just every page, <laughs> I just kept going. I'm like, I thought that this was a 90 page book. <sighs> I put it's the net at the end, and then I put he can't do things until he does them. And then, they, hey, we found out it's not terrorism. It's a technologically driven protection racket. I don't even know what that means. No. He, and then he, I think he hacked into some grapes at one point to find somebody. And I'm telling you, I've seen warehouses. These got to be some fancy-ass warehouses where you every door is fucking run by the goddamn computer. I know. And really, how many things have you what You don't make fucking cyborgs. That, that, you know, they're always going to kill you. You you start making every door controlled by the Internet, and some fucker is going to fuck with you, and you're going to be stuck in that warehouse. I'm telling you, from the solicits of Rebirth, I was a little wary about the fact, because it just seemed like the new cyborg Rebirth is going to be about a black man living in Detroit, and that's like yeah. what we're going to focus on. I'm like, well, I wasn't really about that at first. I'm like, it doesn't feel like cyborg. After having issue after issue of, I'm going to hack it out yeah. to solve every problem. I want to be. I want to humanize well, the show. I, I want to take him off that, of that. that. I want to depower that is the Cyborg. Thing. That is the weird thing where you always would. It's weird to say you're yeah. like, oh, Cyborg, man, I like Cyborg because he's half a computer and he's this or he's that. No, I'd rather him now use. And it's Marv Wolfman does not want to use that power that he can look like a human either. No. He's not down with that. He's like, that's not my Cyborg. But yeah, I hope they do that, and it's more of him struggling. I would like it. Uh, now that you say it, where even if he quit the the justly quote unquote, you you know what I mean. Yeah. It, uh, and he just wants to go and be himself for a while and just see how he deals. Somehow with. cut him off from the net yeah. completely, and yep. he is still cyborg. He can still fucking form his body into a goddamn sonic blast. Whatever yeah. you need to do, just get us away from hacking. Yeah, it's and fucking uh, overkill. And also, point. you know what? Every villain doesn't have to be a fucking robot or a fucking cyborg. <laughs> I'm fight just some you're a hacker. You're a hacker. It's always the he same. fought a goddamn virus, a worm, 
Yeah. A worm. I, when it was a worm, I, oh my God, he looked up virus. Uh, virus, a uh, computer virus, often termed uh, worm, and then he sent the note Ooh, to the fucking worm. artist. Make it look like a worm. It's a worm. Fucking go move on. I'm done with this. We have one more book, Eric. One more book. <laughs> I don't we, care about this. Can we book. go back and talk about Cyborg some more? No. Please. <clears throat> it's so bad. Uh, it's weird because at least I had emotion for that. Uh, this next book, I really... Nope. It didn't do much for me. It was uh, so goddamn flat. Way, way back eight years ago when we started the tonight's podcast, D-Ron even kind of said the same thing. And this was a Mega Man. And I have liked the series more than you uh, throughout. You have oh, not cared for it as much. Yeah, I like that issue nine. I'm like telling that. you, though, I, I would think that by the end of it, if anything, if I know you, I would say that you just think that it's, like, forgettable, that nothing happens. You know what I mean? I don't think that you would ever say, like, Boy, I don't that book sucks. Issue. It's just that you don't care. And, I don't at all. It is a weird one where it, when it's done, it's done. This is the last issue. And it's like, okay, here we go. I'm not really that concerned either way. But, yeah, it is, like I said, a Mega Man written by Tom King. I could sum this up so fucking easily. Art by Barnaby Behenda, Romulo Fajardo Jr., and Pat Rousseau. Oh, I'm going to blow your mind here, Eric, with this. Blow it up. Said that you didn't know. Tom King ends as a Mega Man book, and what a strange trip it's been, Eric. I'm going to get down to my sexy voice. The war is over, and the evil has been defeated. But by the end, we see that there is always another evil to rise up and take its place, and there will always be war, Eric. That's what we learned. Fuck you, Jim. Kyle (laughs) Kyle might be the hero of this book, but really, are there any heroes or villains? Or are we all just playing the roles we have been thrust into? Eric, we're all, so we are all just dust in the wind because I'm as free as a bird now, and this bird you cannot change. <laughs> I'm I'm a loser, baby. So it's why don't, don't you can. kill me? She oh. loves you. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. That that was the end, and that's all I have for notes. <laughs> really, I'm dead. that's all it was to me. You have this whole thing where you see the viceroy. Uh, you kind of find out that he was in support of the Mega Man all the, the time. Bad guy at all. He was not the bad guy. And again, it's one of those. I'm telling you, where you want to really sum it up is what we said all the time. To- all the time, one guy's terrorist, the other guy's freedom fighter. Right. It's where you are on the side of the war. You always can change. There's always going to be a thing. And, and where you have it, where they do end up getting in there, the the whole thing. Hey, I got to get. We got to get the vice I smell him. I can hear him. And Kyle uses his white lantern ring. He depletes it. They go in, and he is the good guy. Says, listen, no, we're not going to kill him. We're better than that. He is a dick. We're not. We're going to show people. And I really thought that at one point he was going with the, like, listen, you kill him, he's a martyr. These people are going to go, if we bring him out, he can go on trial. Everybody, they kind of spell that out a little uh, scraps, boy. And she, I loved it because I'm like, all yeah. right, you're a hero. Yeah, this that's works. what I like. Let's scraps, do it. scraps is mad. She's like, you're right. Yeah. yeah. And I love, I'm telling you, I love that she shoots the gun near his head. Me too. That is a fuck you. And that's fine. There's Kyle. They're going to do that. Eh, Callista just goes and cuts his head off. Yep. And there, there. where everybody claimed, over. I yeah, everybody claimed that she was the villain. They kind of all are. Again, you're you're playing with this whole thing that yeah, uh, however you look at it, they are freedom fighters or they're terrorists. And what happens then? They go. Kyle leaves. There's not much to say. Dude, they I'm start singing. 
Kyle basically says, I, you know what, I'm done. Rips off the thing, throws really, it down. What's I that? really hated the fact throughout the series where they really pushed the whole Catholicism with Kyle. Yeah, yeah. And they really emphasize it here. Isn't yeah, even they, to the point where he looks at his goddamn cross again and throws it down on top of the Omega symbol and then it gets yeah, covered. Yeah, it does. Out. I'm like, um, God damn it. I don't mind it. Uh, the way I took it was um, he has seen a lot of shit. Shit went wrong. When you're in jail, you find fucking religion, my Dude, man. I, I'm telling you, I could be That's wrong how I here. It. And now I, that it's I, over, he gives it up. He I read down. so many, so much Kyle Rayner in the 90s yeah. and 2000s. I don't remember ever hearing about him being Catholic yeah. or talking anything. Just, here it's just in the forefront of everything. Yeah, like, I, just, I, I got, don't need that. I got it, the idea that he had been throughout the galaxy. He was, a, you know, a white lantern. I think that affected him a little as well. I, I, think, that, here. I think that he was a mega, he's lantern. mega lantern. I think that he basically was imprisoned in his mind. And you find religion then. Fucking Mike Tyson found religion. Kyle Rayner can. And he likes singing. But yeah, he even says that in brightest day and darkest night. That's, blah, blah, blah. That's I'm done with best. this fucking nonsense. And he throws it down and then you, he walks away. And he's just kind of like, again, they're like, yep, everybody, they're dying, they're there. He goes back to Earth, it seems, right? Yeah, we get a little wrap-up yeah. of what happened and to everybody. you see that nothing changed. In Police fact, is still killing people. And it got worse for everyone. It did. Tigor is fucked. This is, this is like the worst fucking like stand-by-me ending ever. Yeah, it is. But it, uh, to me, that was the whole point of yes. it's always going to – it never ends. Just because you tried to make a difference, you don't. And uh, things can get worse. You have, uh, like I said, Tigor's done. Do. Primus, people hate him. Uh, Scraps, Scraps disappeared. On the run. And it's funny, they're like, everybody wants to know where she is. You see all these, like, mercenaries. She's on the run. Uh, and then Callista is the worst. Uh, she takes control, and she just kills people. She straight up yeah. kills them. Uh, but then you get the idea, like, even then, where you had the Viceroy saying, like, I supported you. They all wanted to do this against you. I said no because I love you. Callista is looking out for her people somewhat, but killing them because when they want to mine, they want to mine one of the uh, planets in even Earth. And that's where it threw me off. They're back I, at Earth. I don't Kyle. Even understand. Kyle is talking crazy. about, uh, you know, being a comic artist. He's saying about in the cage. To tell me, though. Tell me, though. Where does Kyle. Have any connection to the military? Um, I just and it does say I was going to say if, but it does have U.S. Army. I think that he was called in to talk to them about why uh, because he How? was involved in a uh. What's How would anybody on earth know this? Uh, I think that they're involved. It's I, a Vegas I, system. No. Yeah, but they they're we already see that they want that Stellarium. Yeah, but why they I should have know. no understanding about anything that and has the other transpired thing is, in this entire I don't even series. know. Like the weird thing about it is, yes, you, it is the U.S. Army. It says you see that it might be Earth. I is see a, something that's an American flag. Yeah, but that could just be the U.S. We could be who knows what the fuck's going on. Maybe they're on some other fucking planet. Maybe oh. that's the U.S. Army that we don't sure. know that there's army bases all over the place. I don't know because I see the the planet and it, there's a weird fucking I don't know what You're country that is. <laughs> I know uh, I don't know what country that is on there with the fucking what the South what, America what continent? No, yeah, I don't think it is. It's all over the place, but yeah, I don't know. He says but from what we've seen, of he does every say other this DC. planet, our planet. Yeah, so I'm saying get that whole thing. What uh, from what we've seen in the entire DCU. 
Earth does not have the capability to be setting up shop on other planets like this. Yeah, well, I don't know. Having military complexes I don't when they bring in a white lantern but yeah, for a debriefing. Maybe this guy is part of Argus and uh, they're going with that. I, I, I fucking know. hated this guy. I don't it, know. It didn't make any goddamn sense. Uh, but yeah, they're, basically you needed somebody to tell Kyle what happened. That's all. That makes sense. And he's like, oh, that you could have just ended that page before where they show it, the Viceroy of Vega. That's what they call Kalista. Yeah. And you can end it there. And, and Kyle. Give us a goddamn say. William Jones uh, quote right there. Uh, but yeah, he talks about being uh, fucking trapped. And then basically it, it ends up with that whole thing that started with it. Are you with them? Are you with us? And I, it's one of those where you're like, everybody's bad. Everybody's I good. It all depends how you do. And it's just what it is. I didn't even give it a rating uh, in Five. quotes here. Five out of ten. Uh, I like the art. I would say it was a six. I, I don't um, care about this entire series. It does nothing for the rest of anything, and no. it's just a bullshit ending. I that I have no idea. I'm telling you, I was not reading this fucking regularly because I didn't care for it. But from what I do know, this makes absolutely no goddamn sense. D-Rod has no idea what the fuck happened. Well, again, you have to remember too that when this was started and Tom King was given this book, what was the what was the mantra of every DC book at that time? Story over continuity. Yeah, that's all this is. This means nothing. It never was going to have to do anything with Kyle going back. And like uh, D-Ron said, like I was led to believe this. No, this was all story over continuity. And Tom King was telling this story could have been happening in Afghanistan with a bunch of guys like that. It just happened that you throw the Green Lantern, you know, or White Lantern, Omega Lantern, Kyle Rayner in to make that story in this. But it, uh, it's all it, – this is still story over continuity. So when you say he goes back and there's the – it doesn't matter. It, they have given him the free reign, and this was the story he was going to tell, and it doesn't matter if it makes sense. I don't – I'm not saying that Tom King doesn't know uh, Kyle Rayner and say, oh, I'm going to make Kyle Rayner you – know, he's religious, right? I just think that's what he wanted to tell. I think this is a story that was originally in his head, had nothing to do with Kyle Rayner. Had nothing to do with the Omega Men. This was a way to tie it in to make a book in the DC universe. Uh, this might be, you know, he has that sheriff of Baghdad. Yeah. That he has a vertigo. Uh, like I said, this could easily be a Vietnam story. This could be, uh, you know, any war. This could be in. It just happens that they threw these characters in. And that's why I think you get these weird moments. Like you said, this isn't my Kyle Rayner. It isn't. I don't well, think this is Kyle Rayner. No, I think that there's people love this book. And I think that they go and I, but again, I think people like this story of war, the never ending war and a, uh, you know, uh, everybody, the freedom fighters versus the thing. I think they're going in at that. I think the most people that really, probably really caught on with this had nothing to do with, oh my God, Kyle Rayner, because Kyle Rayner really isn't really that important. This could be, doesn't even really have to be a lantern. He rarely used it. It could be fucking Lobo or, you know, fucking somebody from Stormwatch. Danny the Street shows up, Eric, a street. That'd be awesome. But Yeah, but uh, really, it was just a way to get it. Originally, I thought that the only reason they used Kyle Rayner and the Omega Men is to get it in space. That's it. That's all. You could have this in Africa, and instead of Stellarium, diamond mines. Boom. Same story. You end up with the whole thing. Warlords. You kill a warlord, and the warlord. I, I, I'm trying to think of a warlord voice. I, I support you, man. I'm from Jamaica. <laughs> I'm an African warlord. Uh, but yeah, I, I just think it's one of those. It's an uh, overreaching story that he just had the, these characters in. 
if I'm I have out. to think of this, six. What did I say? Six. Ah, uh, you didn't say That's anything. Probably, yeah, probably a six. Yeah, because I liked the art. I thought the art was good. It fit this this whole story to me, and it had a, a different look. Just at Barnaby Behenda. Go to that last page and just stare at Kyle's face. The last yeah, panel. That's, but it's again, it's just that's it is weird. But even that, like you said, it, it almost like Tom King is even spelling it out to you. This is not like, hey, uh, you're a Kyle Rayner fan. This isn't, you know, necessarily Kyle Rayner. The whole thing when he showed up and he gave up his ring, and like you said, it's all out of this. He he was more telling the story of the individual Omega Men. Kyle yeah. Rayner just happened to be the guy who was the guy who had to choose sides and stuff like that. But yeah, it's over. I don't like it's this over. book. It's I never done. have liked this book. I, I liked issue nine. I thought that was a really good issue. I would and I thought it was going to bring me into the series and make me look like an asshole. But yeah. overall. No, I, I would not I would say that uh, six months. Reggie is still waiting for this book. Yes, he on, is. Uh, trade. I bet you loves it. I bet you. I'm sure he will. And I, I bet you it reads a little better in trade, uh, only because we would forget about it, and then awesome. it would happen. And really, the the issues themselves were forgettable at points. Uh, but I think if you read them all in a row, you just get that whole idea that you know war is hell, Eric. Sure is. She loves you. Give her the goddamn. Yeah, I want to hold your hand. <laughs> this is the end. Hey, 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 goodbye. Yeah, yeah, well, it's over. That is an ending. It's done. And one thing I have to say, it was a contained story within itself. You don't have to worry about it going into rebirth. No. It's not really a rushed ending. It just ends and you're done. But yeah, that's the podcast, Eric. That is the podcast. Uh, I don't know what else to say. No. We have rebirth. I'm excited about that. It does make some of these other books very hard to swallow. Very uh, lackluster. Hopefully, uh, well, next week. In fact, I I gotta pull up my phone because I didn't write next week. But uh, what's your pick of the week? Because mine's rebirth. Has yeah, mine is be, rebirth. Has to be though. I really did like uh, We Are Robin, but yeah. Um, here we go. I'm gotta pull up my app for next week. Uh, the rebirth books are hitting. Yes. And not a lot. We're we're not gonna have a very long podcast next week. I will tell you that. And my app is not working. We have. Batman Beyond number 13. That can us on. All right. Batman Rebirth number one. And that is uh, Scott Snyder working with Tom King. So we'll see. We we may have read that already, Eric. Yes, we did. And you're, you're, yeah, you're on Batman now. Yep, I'm on Batman. Uh, Bloodlines number three. It's a weird hope, one, too. Right? It's very odd. But I you know what? Biggest, I don't I mind that, that more than Batman Beyond. I'm saying, though, that the funny thing about that is when you have these books, that is out of continuity. You know, you can uh, you can I'm push it in. It's a, it doesn't matter. No, it doesn't. Like really, you you think that anybody in this bloodlines is showing up anywhere ever again? If I have my way. Yeah, but they're not. So it's <laughs> it's one of those where you have rebirth coming up. To me, bloodlines is not. It doesn't affect that. That it's almost like its own like mini series on the. Right. It is a mini series. It it's only going to six. So, uh, you have Doctor Fate number thirteen. Dr. Fate, remember? Oh, fuck, man. You have Kent Nelson showing up, and he wants his, I want my shit back. I want my shit back, Eric. I don't want to play no more. Fucking, I got Batman Beyond and fucking Dr. Fate so far. Yes, you do. Next one, Green Arrow Rebirth number one. That is me as well. That is, I was, I was thinking for a second. I keep forgetting what we have. Yep. Uh, next one is Green Lanterns Rebirth number one. Excellent. We still have that going on. What'd you just say? Excellent, huh? Yeah. I would say that as well. Wink, wink. 
Uh, Superman Rebirth number one. And honestly, it's going to be awesome. Wink, wink. Damn right. Yeah. I winked the shit out of that issue. I wink, I'm telling you, I winked the shit out of that Green Lanterns. Uh, Superman, The Coming of Superman, number five. Wink, wink. <laughs> we we have all these. I actually look. Say, I, I've not read yeah, I I I paged through it. I read the last issue just so crazy. You guys. It's so crazy. I, I paged it. It's it. If you like it, you're going to like it. <laughs> it's one of those books like Harley that it just continues the fun. Uh, that's it, though. There is not a lot. I have, what is it? I think I have two books. I have four books. Yeah, you have Batman Beyond. Uh, that I have Batman Rebirth and uh, Green Arrow Rebirth. And it's funny, too, for the most part, you have a lot of books continuing. I do not. A lot of mine have already yeah, I picked wrong when the DCU came out. No, it just I think that you – well, you always like those quirky characters. I do. And those are the ones that either aren't getting a book in Rebirth or are having those late books. I Why have books. they do this? Yeah, but because I have books like a Green Arrow, a uh, Batman, they, they're going to be right off the bat. I yeah. have Flash. That'll probably – I think that's next week. Uh, like I'm going to have all these, but man – I have Deathstroke that'll continue, and probably that's it. There's so many. You have Earth 2 Society still. Whew, you have a lot. A lot of books I don't care for. But yeah, the next couple podcasts, though, uh, not a lot of books. There awesome. there really aren't. Um, I'm even looking ahead where next week. No, Flash. Maybe, oh, yeah, yeah. They they all hit them because I'm not even thinking right. The shit in June, you only have two weeks because shit most of the shit then goes twice a month. Yeah. So you have those two weeks, but yeah, it's gonna be weird too talking about things and then you know two weeks later talking about it again because even like right now, that Doctor Fate showing up just seems wrong well, in, in more ways it. than one. But yeah, uh, <laughs> that book is not good. <laughs> It, when Rebirth, that Rebirth, when you see that Dr. Fatal, he looks so cool, but is it because he looked cool? Or was it because, like you said, that that's the Dr. Fate you want? That's the Dr. Fate I want. I, I think it was both, because boy, that art, uh, we didn't really mention the art much in Rebirth. I, did you like the art in general? Because I thought they did a very good job of having that many artists on. Oh yeah, I thought it flowed very well. A together. lot of people, uh, really ripped it apart. Really? That they said that, oh, inconsistent art and whatever. Well, you have, I thought it worked very you well. You have 80-some pages and four art. It, I thought it did too. There's a couple times that I'm like, oh, that's not as good. Like I had particular things that I liked more, but I thought it flowed very well. And I'm very excited going forward, Eric. Very, very excited. <laughs> I'm also very, very tired. So am I. Very, very hungry. And I have to talk to Reggie about fucking editing this podcast, my man. But yeah, I'm going to probably, it's weird. It's uh, 341. It's like we just started. It's oh. not 5 a.m. We were up 5 a.m. No, yesterday. I'm tired of shit already. Yeah, I am. I, I, I actually woke up a little at some point in the book. Fucking, I could have fallen asleep. <laughs> You're going to hear me snoring. Fucking cyborg. Yeah. Oh, it's so much fun. I think what I am hungry right now, I'm going to go hack into my refrigerator and hack myself a hot dog. I don't know. I see a new yeah. commercial with Dax Shepard. Apparently, you can't do that with refrigerators now. Yeah, I was thinking more of like hacking into my eggs and scrambling them in there. And by the way, I hate Dax Shepard. I know you do. Can't stand him. I don't I even know what anybody he likes him. He's seen, he's he is the Omega Man of people. I think of actors. He's like one of those guys that is not. Actually, I'm offended by him a little, <laughs> but I'm more offended by him because he's non-offensive. He's just there. Like it, you would call seven guys 
they would turn down the role, and then you're like, get Dax Shepard. What the fuck? He was in Zathora, right? Yeah, yeah, he was. <laughs> what else was he in? That fucking uh, parenthood? Is that like, what it's without called? Without a paddle? What's that? Without a paddle? Uh, now you're really stretching. Was he in with Seth Green? Was he in that yeah. without a paddle? Yeah. yeah. Did you see that? I did. How was he in that? Also, you know what it is, too? Dax Shepard could have been an actor when he was six, and he would have come across as an old man. He always seems like an old man to me. Like, he, he does not seem like a lot of fun. You get that, what I'm saying? I he do. always seems like he's a, a fucking bump on a log, just sitting there. Like me right now. I'm fucking gone. Yeah. I, I wish I was a bump on a log. All right, Eric. It's Everybody. Over. It's over. Everybody. You all have a great week. Great Keep week. Weird. Weird. Proud. Proud. Uh, See you in seven. See you in seven.